Recap. Uh, at breakfast, the group discuss visiting the Arkham Sanatorium and possibly the Wax Museum until their appointment with Dr. Fitzroy at the observatory tonight. George's requests Jenkins look up Alila Walker regarding acquiring more Shipley paintings. He also arranges to have a meeting with Tillingast of the old bookshop after lunch. With no running taxis, we walk to the sanatorium, passing the unvisited aisle which supposedly has an altar on it to an old witch cult. The watchman at the sanatorium is reluctant to let us in, and even tries to have us arrested. One miscommunication later, we arrange for a meeting with Dr. Hardstrom after lunch. In the meantime, we visit the Wax Museum. However, it's only open at very specific times of the year. So we just relax in a nearby cafe and admire the trains parked at the station. Some even have a tour of the station from a local worker. After lunch, Jenkins visits the bookshop to meet Tillingas and gets a family history. The Tillingas arrived in America on one of the first ships in 1630. Jenkins also reports that the library genealogy department had been vandalised, removing the Tillingas' entry, which concerns Tillingas. The family tree he has worked out, though, also reveals he has ties to the Watley family. Concern. At the sanatorium, we meet Dr. Hardstrom, who says the building in 16, was built in 1650 by the Darby family, but became a hospital in the 1780s and then became an asylum in the 1840s when the new hospital was built. Most of the historical documents have been moved to the Miskatonic University Library. We receive a short tour and we can see where the old manor house used to be. Back at the map shop, Jenkins continues his conversation and also learns Tellingas is also related, possibly by cousins, to the missing anthropologist, anthropologist Dr. Shrewsbury in town. Their conversation also reminds Jenkins to hire a car for the remainder of their stay so they can reach their evening appointment. We have an early dinner back at the hotel before our evening appointment. Mary and Georges also can't help but look at their paintings before we leave. Recap. After a short drive, we arrive at the observatory and are shown to Dr. Fitzroy. He has a lot of notes on Clark's Corner, despite all official documents being confiscated. Due to all the scandal regarding the deputy mayor buying up all the land prior to the reservoir construction, it has delayed the project to this very day. Discussing the meteor, he suggested it poisoned the local well and the area. He also recalls the lack of stability to the meteor and that it should have burnt up on re-entry. The Gardner family went mad, killed each other, vanished, and other peculiar behaviour occurred. Then shortly after, the farm was, the farmland turned to mysterious ash. Dr Fitzroy suggests we visit Clark's Corner and the blasted heath. In his notes, Georges discovers a doctor's report describing decaying bone fragments from humans and other creatures in the well, and that Mr. Gardner may have been feeding livestock into the well. There was reportedly a strange green light from the Gardner house, too. We return to the hotel, but the taxi driver refuses to drive us to Clark's Corner, so Jenkins arranges to borrow the car ourselves. With the painting still on the wall, Jeremiah is distracted by it while everyone discusses tomorrow's plans. A telegram from George's wife informs us that we are welcome to visit um, Miss Walker to acquire more Shipley artwork. Jeremiah discreetly asks Jenkins if they should be concerned about George's behaviour regarding the painting obsession. For now, they decide to just let him be and keep an eye on him. As we sleep, 
Mary and Georges both have a disturbing dream due to all their painting gear. These peculiar fish, these peculiar fishmen praise their pair and they realise they are fishermen as well. And this startles them and they wake up. In the morning, Stan is too busy working on a new story and lends Jeremiah his camera to take some photos for him. As we approach the valley, we see the blasted heath and the gardener's farm is now devoid of snow. Jenkins parks and attempts to move the rustic gates while the rest of us explore the farm buildings and the well. Georges shrieks as he stares into the well. Jeremiah tries to take a photo, but drops the camera down the well and sheepishly decides to buy a new one for Stan. At one of the dilapidated chicken coops, Jeremiah nudges some chicken corpses, only to find all the bones from multiple chickens have fused together and amalgamated into a horrifying form. He walks away. Jenkins and Georges enters an old farm building and discover another fusion of several farm animals on the wall, causing Jenkins to flee outside. Everyone is getting spooked and we want to leave soon. We discover the meteor, which Mary, Jenkins and Georges investigate while Jeremiah checks the house. In the crater, Georges leads a small dig and discovers some fragments of the meteor, while Mary notices that the soil is just dead for several inches. Nothing will grow here at all. In the farmhouse, Jeremiah explores, and the furniture and wooden floorboards have all rotten. In the attic, there are remains of a human and child skeleton fused together grotesquely. We decide to move on, but the car won't start, despite there being nothing wrong with it. We are forced to push the car back out of the valley, but it still won't turn over. The battery has leaked and has no charge in it anymore. We leave the car and make our way towards Ami Farm, uh, a few miles away. As we walk through the woods, we continuously, subconsciously keep turning back on ourselves. Eventually, though, walking in pairs, we make it to Ami Farm. The owner of Ami Farm is old and mad and declares we are cursed for entering the Blasted Heath and pulls a shotgun on us. We clearly aren't welcome here. Further down the road at Pierce Farm, however, we are very welcome and are invited into the warm. Luis Pierce tells us Ami saw something purple in the sky when the meteor landed. She and her husband offered to drive us back to town in the morning after we eat a very hearty home-cooked meal. They recall the events of the meteor falling, including a large purple light, and their neighbour at Ami Farm claims to have seen this large creature reach up to the sky. In the night, we dream of strange lights as we stand inside a well. A purple shape ripples above us, and a soft, chanting voice echoes in the air. We awaken very weakened, except for Mary. Jenkins, however, slept like a baby. In the morning, Bobberty Pierce drives us back to town, but, but Jeremiah, Jeremiah and Georges feel worse and nauseous and go to bed. Jenkins considers calling a doctor, while Mary inspects the media samples, but can't make anything of them. Jenkins calls the observatory, who confirms there is no radiation in Clark's corner and suggests a lead-lined casket for any media samples. Jenkins goes to the Miskatonic University to acquire one and approaches Dr. Ellery, who offers to put the samples through the spectrographer jig. Jenkins also calls the taxi rank to inform them of their car stuck in the woods. At night, Jenkins, Georges and Jeremiah have some spooky dreams again. We awaken and see the sickly purple light billowing out from under the door from the lounge. 
Jeremiah blocks the door with the bedsheet while George's calls for Jenkins. He spots the light is coming from the lead casket with the meteor samples inside. Jenkins goes to throw the casket away, but sees that the outer casing has melted away to show the purple oozing mass within. Jenkins doesn't want to touch it and grabs everyone to leave the suite. We grab Mary on the way down to the concierge and report the incident to the scientists. The hotel evacuates to the local gymnasium where Dr. Ellery reports there's nothing in the room after other than the melted casket. He takes it for he takes it for further tests and confirms the room is safe to enter. George calms himself in front of the painting again. Suddenly Jenkins launches himself, trips and collides with George's and they collapse on the floor. Jenkins claims he saw the purple creature in the well on George's chair, but there's nothing there. Now George sees it on Jeremiah's head and tackles him uh, to stop it crawling into his ear. He grabs the imaginary slug and watches it ooze in his hands and his arm goes limp as it oozes over it, causing him to fall unconscious. As he does so, the slug becomes visible to everybody and surprises us all. It jumps at Mary, but she manages to fling it away where Jenkins stabs it with a knife, which slowly begins to steam, bubble and melt. Mary then squats it again, pinning it under a chair. Jenkins uses another chair to smash it while Jeremiah pulls George's to safety. The slug rears up and flashes brightly and grows in size as it draws on Jenkins's life force. It does it again on Mary while everyone grabs enough other pieces of furniture as she collapses to the floor. Jeremiah swings a coffee table, smacks the slug, and it and the table fly out of the window. Jenkins then quickly applies first aid to George's, Mary and Jeremiah. He then hears a scream outside. He looks down to the street level and watches the slug flash and a magenta flash a magenta colour and stretch and dissolve into a pillar of light and launches itself into the heavens. The hotel manager then barges in and declares a table landed on a woman and killed her. He locks the door and we hear the sirens of the local constabulary approaching. Really. Okay, we are recording. Everyone say noise. 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 Good, good. Flinty, respond to this now. Now. You are definitely wow, lagging. Wow, that lagged. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm lagging. I know picking that up for the last... <laughs> Maybe if you turn the camera off, it might be better. Yeah. How is this now, Flinty? See how that goes. Wow. I can hear you now. Okay, I guess the, the, the countryside is just suffering from no internet. Well, I'll do what I can. Or will you? <laughs> I probably will, actually. Okay. Being uh, good luck, man. Welcome back to the shadows of Yogg-Sothoth. <laughs> where last we left lies of... Oh, no, the shadows of Kring. Wrong game. Uh, where last we left our intrepid heroes and their butler. You Hello. Were... <laughs> their butler. Oh, you're our butler as well now. I think Georges will have something to say yeah. about that. <laughs> yes. He'll be like, why aren't you serving my friends and making me look good, butler? 
but see, where we last left you, you were all in the lounge of the penthouse suite at the hotel you were staying in, the Miskatonic Hotel in Arkham. Uh, you've just kicked a slug lava form of a colour out of space out of a window and watched it ascend into the heavens as a glorious stream of terrifying magenta wonderment. Um, shortly after that, the hotel manager burst in in a bit of a flat because a table had fallen from the fifth floor of his hotel and seemingly hit a woman. So he's gone to ring the police. Wait, are we still staying in that evening? It's not the next morning. It's that evening. In that case, it's Saturday the 7th still. It's the evening of Saturday the 7th. Yeah, we haven't moved on to the next morning, Craig. Right, now, you you just told me a minute ago that we had, so I am going to have to change the date now. Because he wasn't paying attention to the date, he just corroborated your version of events, Craig. Well, in that case, it's Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and it's Saturday the 7th, evening Saturday the 7th. Carry on. Uh, you can hear uh, the jangle of a police bell as the paddy wagon approaches the hotel. What are people doing? Um, um, panicking? Well, yeah, well, unless we think of something, they're going to arrest us, given the circumstances. I can't uh, remember what we panically agreed before <laughs> we ended the last session. We I don't think we did agree. We were spend the next month thinking of an excuse. Damn it! It <laughs> 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 ah, sounds like to me the players did not think of an excuse. I did feed a couple of excuses to Pinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, if uh, when when the police come through that door, we're going to need to have a story coherent between us. Nothing too remarkable, but one that doesn't paint us as the ones who threw the table out the window. Uh, I have a look out the window. Is there a fire escape going down this side of the building? Uh, the fire escape is uh, at this end. Oh, hang on. Why are you not pinging? Is it this end? That's pretty close, isn't it, though? We've just got to go out of here and go right. Not close enough to explain us throwing a table out of this window. But no one's here yet, so we could just run and leg it. No, they know who was in this room. Yeah, and that would only make us look even more suspicious. Yeah, I don't think they're going to believe it if you all turned up in reception like, oh, we've just got back from an evening out. However, that fire escape has just given me an idea. Perhaps we can come up with a story that somebody came up the fire escape into this suite and there was a kerfuffle and a table ended up out the window. See, I was going to suggest we were throwing at the table at someone coming in the, trying to come in the fire escape with a gun but that doesn't really explain why a table went out this window very it do, well. It does if they got into the room first, and then there was a struggle, yeah. and they happened to be between us and the window. Yeah, that might work. I think it's the best we've got. 
It is the best we've got. <laughs> also, at least a couple of us must be like scraped up from this. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> I'm very scraped up. So that corroborates. Yeah, the story. I'm decently scraped yeah, up. So, um, Stan is like, so our story is, uh, we caught a thief, he attacked us, and now he's done a runner after he's thrown a table out the window. No, I think we we yeah he, he tried a, to he, throw it at, he tried to throw it at us but uh, but he missed. Okay, we're going with that story. Okay, fine. Oh, I yeah, thought we were going with it. So the the mysterious thief has thrown the table at us and now scarpered. Because otherwise, if it's one of us, then we're still yeah. liable. <laughs> well, you're all incredibly rich. You do the talking. Uh, it, yes, person who's not here. <laughs> Stan can Stan can talk. He's here. Look, look, he's in the room. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm teasing Kieran. <laughs> I just spoke to my mum. He is absolutely shattered. He says it's complete nightmare yeah. because they've got like all of these vaccines need to be kept in the refrigerated vans. Yeah. And he says... Because I, I imagine it's the super refrigerated one as well. Yeah, so they're really highly specialised vans, and they've been given no mm. extra people, no extra vans, they've just been... Told there, there's no actual planning for this, and they keep getting tied up on the other side of the continent, the other side of the oh. channel. I was going to ask him how he's getting on with the Christmas trees, because last yeah. year he was doing Christmas trees. I think he'd rather. Yeah. I think he'd rather be yeah. doing Christmas trees in Scotland right now. Yeah, but yeah, they've got something like four. Has anybody actually tests. taken one of those tests? One of what? Just, just a Corona test. I, I had to do one uh, uh, last oh, week. We've done the nasal it's not, not it's, yeah, it's grim. Yeah, I've had one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, don't mean to derail the game. I just noticed that Mary's still upside down. What? Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Are you <laughs> ill? Are you, are, are you healed enough now, or are you actually hurt? She's only got three hit points. Oh, yeah. Okay, after about... Oh, she's, um, yeah, she's... A few minutes later, there is a loud knock on the door, and... Uh, <laughs> I answer the door. Oh, yeah, you're the butler. Of course you answer the door. <laughs> I'm just going to play the victim. I'm very hurt. Are you lying on a chaise lounge with a... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I'm a rich man who's been attacked. This is unacceptable. Considering I'm down five hit points, what visible state am I actually in? Uh, you know, um, your um, your suit jacket is slightly torn. You're a little bit beaten up, bruised. Okay. There's no blood. It's mostly just, you know... A scuff, you know, you've been in a scuffle. Yeah, okay. A kerfuffle. Okay. Um, at the door <laughs> is a tall gentleman with a. Um, actually, so, who, who, roll me luck, Michelle. Lucky. Oh. Oh, spaghettios. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the man at the door is Chief Detective Luther Harden. <laughs> Chief Detective, of course it is. <laughs> he looks incredibly grumpy. He's got a couple of bobbies with him. And he frowns at you all. He looks, um, he, well, you can only see Jenkins at the moment. So he look, 
looked you up and down and is like, you'd be the butler then, wouldn't you? Yes, sir. Do come in, sir. I've got a dead woman on the street. I've got a chair from this room. He glances over at the uh, window. So would you, gentlemen and lady, care to tell me what happened in here this evening? <laughs> Are they actually in the room now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's coming to the living room. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what's happened here. Someone has attacked us. We've just been minding our own business in this room, which we pay a lot of money for, in a hotel that should be protecting its um, its guests, and we've been attacked. You can see the state of us all here, and uh, the the perpetrator is gone now. But you know, if there's if there's a table from this room, it came from them. He takes out a small pad. He makes some notes. I'm very sorry to hear about that. It's Mr. Nagelmarker, isn't it? That's right. Yes. Some notes. Roll your charm, Georges. Be charming, Georges. Be charming. Boop. That is charming. Charming. Smashing. Smashing. (laughs) He talks to Georges for a little bit, um, but the story is pretty simple. You were minding your business, you were all getting ready to go to bed, and someone burst in. There was a kerfuffle. This guy threw his a table at uh, one of you, it went out the window, and you have been horribly attacked. Well, sir, I will station one of my men at that fire escape, and I will have words with the hotel manager. I'm sure you'll want to uh, have words yourself in the morning. Over this oh, for sure. Reprehensible crime. It's completely unacceptable. Please keep us informed of your investigation. I suspect it's one of the homeless vagrants... They've probably been driven in by the snow and the cold to desperate measures. Yes. I will... They never normally normally get this high. Well, I suspect they've heard that someone rich and famous is living here. They were probably banking on you all being in bed. It is quite late. And they understand that, you know, gentlemen and ladies of refinement like to stay up late having a late-night drink after getting in after dinner. Yes, quite. Well, if you don't mind, I think we, we're all just uh, absolutely exhausted and it's time for us to uh, get to bed. Of course. Uh, I will be in touch, but I'm sure I'll uh, have this case solved by the time I get downstairs. Perfect. Jenkins, please show these gentlemen out. Of course, sir. Yeah, he stations a police officer at the bottom of the fire escape and he leaves. You get the distinct uh, suspicion he's going to go and find a homeless vagrant pick one at random, and then charge them with murder and battery and assault. Place a penthouse knife in his jacket pocket. Yeah, yeah, you get the feeling, you know, this this detective just wants to close the case. He's got a bunch of upstanding rich people, or it could be one of these homeless vagrants that no one cares about. As a sign of actually not just trying to shove this under and make us appear a little bit more credible. I actually uh, say to the police guard that's stationed at the door, um, if you want mind, sir, if you do need to get our attention, could you um, please use a coded knock on the door uh, to alert us? So we know it's yourself requesting entry. Of course. Uh, I, sh- I shouldn't need to come inside, but I will repeat your coded knock if I need to do so. Excellent. I hope you. it's suitably conv- convoluted, so you spend the next 15 minutes practicing. 
Yeah, there's a bit where you have to use two hands and one of your feet. And... <laughs> but yes, uh, the detective Harden has left. Uh, I also have a guy stationed outside if he wants any refreshments. No, he'll be okay, sir. Okay. He's got his gloves, he's got his hat, he's got a thick coat, and he's got a thermos of tea. <laughs> Okay. If he didn't have tea, I was going to provide him with tea, but... He wouldn't mind a top-up in a couple of hours. When you're sleeping. <laughs> I... I tell him, I'll make him a spare thermos. <laughs> He's got plenty. He just assumes, you know, butlers will be awake all night. <laughs> butlers don't sleep. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I normally get to bed before Georgia so I can be up and preparing before him. <laughs> well, what if he needs a late night drink before he goes to sleep? He'll wake you back up. I'm normally there for that. <laughs> and, you know, when George just wakes up at 3am and needs someone to plump his pillows. Well, I guess there'll be some con rolls in my future. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you all retire to bed or are you going to talk about the terrifying space slug? I think we would talk. I don't think we'd just silently disappear after that. Not that I have much to say. But, um, but that was quite the the event. Stan, pause Does anybody even know what that thing was? I mean, first it wasn't there, then it was... Yeah, how could some of you could see it, and then we could all see it, and then did that come out of the meteorite fragments? Maybe the fragments were actually some sort of egg. Perhaps it was just excreting some kind of you know thing that was making us all hallucinate. I don't know. Well, we can hardly put that. Well, there was that strange purple light. Uh, last night, so maybe it did like trick us into thinking it wasn't there. Maybe it was gas. We've all been hallucinating. Mm. Yeah, it's plausible. Well, it's going to make an interesting paper to write for the historical society. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the visible damage to us all suggests that there was something, unless we were just attacking each other. Yeah. Not impossible, sir. It could have been a mass hallucination, but we probably shouldn't involve include we were all hallucinating and tripping balls and tossing a table up a window in a in a paper we read out publicly. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. I'd, I'd be interested in uh, that poor woman's autopsy because, like, if if it was the table that hit her, there'd be blunt trauma. But if it was this thing, well, then it wouldn't match. Yeah, I, I suspect that it does not match injuries from a falling table. So I agree, it'd be quite useful to see that if we can get hold of the records. Mm. Well, we're yes, interested not to, uh... now after all this burglar who attacked us. What are we going to do if the police call us in to identify someone? Um, I mean, we were all under extreme hardship, I think, having not great memories would would not be too suspicious and he had a scarf on right covering his face absolutely yeah i was just about to say that scarf i mean i i understand us trying to uh 
keep ourselves from being arrested. But at the same time, I'm not entirely comfortable of just some poor old sod getting arrested. But we'll just have to see how that pans out. Well, Stan stands up, who is perfectly unharmed. (laughs) I'm going to go to bed. At least this is... Yes, I think we all need a good night's sleep. It's a good plan. We shall pick this up in the morning. Uh, Can I try and do some first aid on those who have been hurt first? You did already, (laughs) I think. Oh, did I? That's why your first aid was too. Oh, yeah, probably. Michelle was unconscious. Unconscious before that, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not. None of us are doing great, I think. But okay, you all go to bed. Everyone, roll Constitution for me. Oh. Ah, balls. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, Samuel, you get. Three hit points back. Okay. George's gets two hit... No, hang on. I've rolled the wrong dice. Uh. Yeah, and George's got a hard success as well. Indeed. That's why I needed to roll two dice. You get five hit points back. And Mary and Jeremiah, you only get one hit point back. As you sleep and recover. Uh, Better than none. And you will stay in bed late. Um, George, um, not George's, Jenkins, mm-hmm. you are disturbed around about 9am by someone knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. I get up and answer the door. It is uh, the hotel manager and a couple of workmen. They're here to replace that window. Ah. Hello, do come in. We please. won't be disturbing everyone, I hope. Um, everyone's having a bit more rest this morning because of the trauma last night. But I do apologise I- for my night manager's histronics. I hear they got quite distraught. Uh, it's understandable when you have some high-profile guests that have suffered a attack like this. So I, I can understand why. I, I have hired a couple of extra men who will be guarding all entrances into the hotel for as long as you're with us. That's absolutely wonderful. Thank you for your consideration. This is just not acceptable. This is not something one expects to happen in Arkham. No, it's it's most abnormal. It's normally (laughs) such a problematic agent. Well, the the police detective seems to think it was vagrants driven by desperation in the snow. That would make sense. It has been fairly cold, as usual, this time of year. Anyway, um, the workman will just going to replace that window pane, and then uh, we'll get out of your hair. Excellent. Thank you ever so much. Would you care for any tea? Oh, I'd love a cup of tea, sir. I make a cup of tea for the manager and the workman. Uh, the workmen don't take long. They take about half an hour, 40 minutes to replace that window. they just got to remove the broken glass and slide in a new pane. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they bid you all good day, and as they're departing, uh, George's emerges from his room first. Good morning, Master. Would, would you care for a shave this morning, or? Yes, I think that would um, that would be good. I need to just relax a little bit more this morning, Jenkins. I'm just oh, George's is just naked, like dress me, Jenkins. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't have that sort of relationship. It's fine. Uh, while you're shaving, Craig, I can hear you pootling desperately to roll a skill. Skill. <laughs> you give him a trim. You wipe his hair. You trim his beautiful moustache and beard. Give him a good shave. I, I can just imagine when I can just imagine when Jenkins gets to like ninety in Barber, he he, he uses it like a Swiss Army knife and just <laughs> slashes the enemies. <laughs> yeah, it's the critical failure when he slices the throat that he got away. Yeah, please don't ever crit foul that on a beard shave. I'm, I imagine a crit fail that isn't a one hundred will just be a bit of a cut. Yeah, it's the 100 where you just slice most of Jordan's head off. And you're like... Tis but a scratch. Sorry, sir, I tripped. Tis but a scratch. Critical failures are probably something like you cut too much hair off or something. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. eventually everyone does emerge into the lounge. Uh, everyone can make another constitution check after a yeah. lion... Ooh. Oh wow! Wow! Two of you in one <laughs> roll. That's amazing. Okay, Jeremiah and uh, Samuel, you are restored to full health. Mary nice. gets a nice. D four, three hit points for Mary, and George's is one off a critical failure, so it gets one. <laughs> this is fair. Though you did just have pampering, so actually roll a bonus dice. Oh, you roll them. <laughs> You'll be to roll both dice on the con. Yeah. Better. Better, yes. Better. Well, you that, could. Is, that is a pass. Yeah, it is. No, uh, no it's not a pass. No, it's 75 now. Out of 70. Oh, yeah. Well, have two what? anyway. I'm feeling generous. I've got 95. I've, the bonus dice gave me a 7. Oh, right, right, yes, sorry. I keep doing this with these rolls and just looking at the score instead of yeah, yeah. the roll. A 7, yeah. <laughs> sorry, what do I get, Ash? You got 2. 2. You're still feeling yeah. a little bit banged up. Uh, outside, the uh, beautiful... Uh, the clouds are thick and heavy with uh, grey snow clouds. It looks like it is threatening the snow again. Uh, oh, God. But as you are settling down, coffee, a late breakfast, the telephone goes off. Then, kids. Everyone was just waiting for the butler to answer the phone. I was noting that's the only reason I didn't say it. Jenkins, for some reason, doesn't answer the phone and the phone expires. Well, <laughs> on the other end of a line is dead now, clearly. <laughs> I assume you answer the phone, Jenkins. I do, yes. It is a call for George's. Uh, <laughs> what I say is calling. Uh, this is the office in Boston. Of course. I, I, oh, in that case, would I have recognised the voice then? Uh, it's one of the secretaries, you think? The line is a bit crackly. Uh, so it's the Boston office, one of the secretaries. Line's a little crackly, uh, I do warn you. Uh, would you like to take the call? Ah, uh, yes, I'll take the call, Jenkins, thank you. 
Take the call. It's, George is speaking. It's Janine, sir. Uh, just to let you know that your train, your private train, will be arriving at Arkham train station at 1, 8, 1 p.m. this afternoon. Ah, yes. Perfect. Thank you. The line um, is now clear between Boston and Arkham, so we've been able to get your train up to the station, sir. That's that's wonderful news. It's started to snow here again, I think, so it, it may are, not be clear for very long. They are forecasting more snow, sir, so I thought I should let you know. So if you wanted to hop on the train and get back to Boston, you could do so before the snow cuts the town off again. Perfect. Thank you, Janine. Uh, I'll see you soon, sir. See you soon. Goodbye. She rings I put off. Put the phone down. Yes. Ah, uh, um, that was Janine back in the office. Um, we the train the train will be arriving here in Arkham at one p.m. So I'm not sure if we're still planning on leaving, but we have an option now. Um, it's, apparently there is going to be more snow, so God knows how long it will actually be clear for. Mm. And I need to get back to sort out all the. Uh, courthouse proceedings for uh, uh, investigating those lawyers yes I think um, if uh, we should probably take this opportunity to uh, to get back as quickly as possible before we get completely stuck here so we think we're done in Boston for now then uh, Arkham. Arkham for now how long do we have to investigate before we need to present our piece um, that is entirely up to you um, the next meeting... Go away, Dice. Go away! I need to see the calendar. Oh, there we go. Uh, it's on the 15th is the next uh, lunch meeting. So only a bit over a week to continue investigating. Yeah, if we want if you, you don't have to present at, at that meeting, but um, if you want to do so... Now it's Sunday the 8th. <laughs> I think we've got uh, a fair bit of gossip and scandal to uh, report back. We've chased up a few leads. All that stuff about the uh, the farm was particularly uh, strange. I'm mm-hmm. sure that will pique a lot of people's interest. So we're basically thinking that for our first presentation, we should uh, present Miss Simmons' piece then. I think that makes the most sense. On the farm? Mm. Yes, yeah, Stan, that sounds good. Uh, I guess we just need to work out exactly what we're going to talk about. But we, we found out a bunch of historical stuff about a farm that got poisoned and went crazy. Very quiet there, Mary. Yeah, well... <laughs> Not sure what to say. <laughs> Well, it's it's the piece that you were interested in heading, so... Okay. Um, it wasn't... We didn't find any more out than... I don't know, how much can we say? Can we say that the council are burying stuff, or what? Well, yeah, we, there, there was a lot of uh, scandal, as you said. Like, they, they wanted to buy up the land, but the... Uh, what was it, the... Sheriff deputy was uh, running dodgy deals. I think the the mayor. Thank you. Um, and then a lot of spooky happenings seem to happen on the farmland. Although 
it may not be completely factual, but at least the local account suggests that uh, I know the land was poisoned by an asteroid. Oh, just um, I think that's enough to go on with. We, we this is a private dinner club, so we got some. Did we get some normal photos? I know we lost one of the cameras, yeah, but did you, we get? You did get some normal photos. Yeah, so we got some photos as well to to sort of support the story and your know, interesting meteor craters and weird goings ons. Yeah, so I think the line to follow is um, there was a scandal over the deputy mayor trying to, you know buy the land up on the cheap and then this meteorite landed and poisoned the well and the local family went bonkers what was the name of the farm again it wasn't Amy it was the one next door to it hang on the gardener farm yes Oh, uh, Stan, remind me what model that camera of yours was. I'll uh, keep an eye out for another one. Stan tells you a model of his really expensive camera. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) He's saved for months to buy that camera. Don't worry, I'll replace it. Are we just going to pack our stuff and get ready for the... Oh, 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 oh no, he's charming me. <laughs> yep, you totally believe Stan when he, he claims that his camera was this model. Not, 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 not two models down, but that, 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 that is that model. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wants an upgrade. Someone threw yeah. his camera in a bloody well and he knows how rich you are. I'm guessing it would have been contested, except for the simple fact that the judge is probably feeling a bit bad about dropping the camera down. (laughs) Stan is definitely taking advantage of this. It feels like something. Advantage of a judge? I mean, wow. It feels like something my brother would do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you pack up and return to Boston then? I think so. I think so, yeah. I think so. I pack up. Hey, we pack up. Yeah, when you said we pack up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nice new map. Boston. <clears throat> pixelated to me, I don't know. That is a bit pixelated. Yeah, it is a bit, yeah. It's the only map of Boston in the 1920s they gave me, and it's a bit hard to see. Oh. <laughs> you can see the sort of layout of the land. Yeah, you can see the river and... Yeah. But yeah, you return home in George's really fancy, beautiful Wagons de Lee first-class private train. Yes. Literally, this, this is a train, a, like, tender car, then the first-class lounge car, then a sleeper car, then the uh, wagon, like, the baggage car, and then the... Um, the uh, flatbed car that's carrying the judge's car. The car car. The, the car car. car. <laughs> you, you skedaddle out of Arkham before you get trapped by the snow again. You return to Boston. Um, do you uh, agree a date to meet back up in a couple of days? 
Yes, I think that makes sense. I think um, the judge needs some time to go and follow up on and legal have stuff. Actual day jobs that you need to get on with. Yeah. <sighs> Rich, I don't have a job. Yeah. Counting your money—that's your yeah, job. It's true. <laughs> I've been doing my day job the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, couple of days then, everyone. Is that enough time to reconvene? Well, today's Sunday, so if we meet back on Wednesday. Yeah, that makes sense. So, are we meeting back at the historical society, or? Mm, sounds good to me. Okay. Wednesday morning, then. I'll see you all then. Um, what are people doing with three days? Are you just like taking care of your lights? Like, Michelle, you're going to manage the farm. Yeah. Roll your farming, yeah. Michelle. Oh, very hey, nice. She's got a farm. <laughs> she does. She hoes them fields. <laughs> she, um, she has people to do the actual farming for her, so she's not the best at farming. But, you know, you sit down, you go through the books, you chat to your farm manager, you check everything's okay. There isn't much going on at the moment. It's mostly looking after the animals because of all the snow. But yeah, you manage the farm quite successfully. Um, Samuel. No, not Samuel. Jeremiah. Yeah, uh, going to the court but and also doing that uh, paperwork for uh, the lawyers thing while we're here. Uh, so what exactly are you trying to learn from the lawyers? Uh, so they, what were they doing? They were preventing anybody from trying to get into that anthropologist's like, assets and confirm whether he was dead or not. Oh, yes. Um, so you were going to injunction yeah. your way in, as it were. Basically, yeah. Also, um, we also found out that, um, I've forgotten that guy's name. The, 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 the guy that, um, uh, Craig got a family history for. Turns out he is sort of like a distant cousin of the anthropologist. Tillinghast, yes. Hey, roll me your law, Judge Olson. I am the law. <laughs> I am broke the law. I am the law. Ah, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I broke the law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you go through... My gavel broke. <laughs> you start going through all the regular processes and you, you everything's going pretty okay you submit the paperwork and then your boss literally just shuts it down and is like no we do not but investigate what? we do not investigate Shrewsbury and why not uh, classified wow state secrets state secrets Yep, yep. An, an anthropologist is a state secret. Sorry, Jeremiah. The Shrewsbury case is not being reopened. <sighs> You'll have to talk to Shrewsbury himself if you want to get any further with that. Yeah, that's the difficulty. Nobody has for years. <laughs> uh, he pulls out a file and he opens it. Shrewsbury is currently living in retirement somewhere in the Caribbean. <laughs> At least doesn't have to deal with all the snow. <laughs> He's an incredibly rich and eccentric hermit. Um, his, he wants nothing to do with his estranged family. So uh, 
I'm not reopening the case. I'm satisfied with the depositions given to me by his lawyers. Uh, he's just in retirement and doesn't want to be bothered. Very well. I mean, that's interesting enough for me, but uh, it's a shame we can't chase it up. Yeah, they're just making it more interesting of a story for us to follow up yeah. personally, aren't they, really? <laughs> Basically. They're no, having the opposite effect of what they want. So, so yeah, you've been cock-blocked by your boss, who seems to have already been... You get... You're He's not... involved. Roll me your... Psychology. Sorry, did you say Caribbean or Bahamas? Caribbean. Uh, yeah, you get the feeling your boss has been paid off for this case. Like, the lawyers have already... But, like, you know, if anyone mm. tries to investigate this, shut them down. Yeah, they've got him in their pocket. Yeah. So you're going to have to either track down where Shrewsbury is living in the Caribbean and travel out there, or get into the lawyer's office yourself in Arkham. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, um, Georges, what are you doing with your three days off? Um, so usually I'd give a bit of face time to the company, act like I'm actually you know, a present, clear, you know, a, a present and and working member of the the team. Um, but I would, I, I would actually have, firstly I'd um, be probably doing it personally, but having Jenkins as well follow up on the the job offer that went to. What was his name? I want to say Lewis. Lewis. I think his name was Lewis. Oh, the boy at the train station. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to make sure that that, that all got pushed through. The paperwork's all done for that. Um, yeah. And that then... Paper, that paperwork is waiting on your desk. You just sign it off. Roll excellent. Me your pow. 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 I am Pow. Yeah, okay. Your painting looks really nice on the wall. I was getting to the paintings. I was getting to the paintings. I'm still waiting for a response, I guess, from, from my wife who offered to look into the artwork. Uh, she she did send you a message uh, last time saying yeah. Lelia uh, yep. uh, is happy for you to drop in whenever to have a look. She's in New York, right? Yeah, she is in New yeah. York. Yeah, that's not something I want to do in two days, is it? So, not when there's snow going on. Yeah, not this Lelia time. Lelia so. Walker is. Uh, she lives in. Well, she she owns the black the dark tower in New York, and she lives yep. in the top floor of it. But yeah, she's happy for you to drop by and see her uh, Shipley Gallery anytime you want. Okay, well, I make notes that I'm going to do that, but obviously won't be doing that in the next two days. Um, other than that, I just do admin and things that I need to do to keep the business running, and you know, do a probably probably try and strike a couple of trade deals in the in the intervening period. Roll your charm yeah. and your credit rating. Yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> uh, yeah, your current business deals—they're all yeah. But, you know, they're all tied down in bureaucracy and paperwork and lawyers. But that, you mm. make some progress. You get a couple of things signed off. 
but that there's one deal that seems to have been delayed because something is in the post and you know snow and posty snow things slowing everything down <sighs> well you, you make some progress uh, George's are you doing anything not George's um, Samuel are you doing anything specific um, I would just be doing my best to pamper Georges as usual and make sure his every whim is waited on. I would probably, in this small bit of time where not much is going on, try and maybe catch up on a little bit of Jenkins time. <laughs> would you take a half day off on Tuesday? Uh, it, only if Georges uh, expressly allows it after only some very light hinting that it might be nice. Well, you probably have I... a, um, a half day off every week. Yeah, that's true. In which case, yeah, I probably do. I, ma- I make a point, well, I, I make a point, like a conscious decision, but not like of making it obvious so that he doesn't feel like I'm going light, but I sort of I give him some menial task to do that's going to take him away for a best part of a day, but means he doesn't have to actually go anywhere. The kind of things that are quite zen, I imagine. Yes. <laughs> go and polish all of my boots. <laughs> ah, work, sir. Can be quite refreshing sometimes, just Here, polishing away. Take this set of golf clubs and try them out for me. Take this tennis racket and check it's working okay. Yeah. Hey, roll me your uh Butler and Mansuring. Yeah, you look after Georgians. What are you doing with your half day off? Um, I would probably have on the sly that morning before my half day starts have requested some fresh scones be made for later in the day (laughs) so that I can have scones, clotted cream and jam in the afternoon while reading a nice book quietly in the lounge. So I'm still on hand just in case Georges does need me for anything. Om nom nom. And it's these afternoons where George stays in the office, so he's got secretaries around to serve him instead. <laughs> <laughs> he's a kind, benevolent master, so he, he'll use his other servants to look after him. <laughs> exactly. He is a kind, benevolent master, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, Jen- Jenkins, have half a day off. Jenkins, too. <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins. Jonkins. He, Jonkins. he just ends up screaming at Janine all afternoon to bring him stuff. <laughs> okay, you uh, all have a successful few days off. And then... Uh, Can I hit points back? Uh, everyone's hit points have restored. Excellent, Smiths. And on the Wednesdays... Morning. Uh, you are all in the lounge at the Massachusetts Historical Society. Uh, you grab a table to one end of the room and throw it out the window. Uh, <laughs> sorry, old habits. 
and you know you settle down into the plush armchairs here in the um the club it's it's warm it's cozy there aren't very many people in on a wednesday morning but uh hang on let me just grab the right handout where's it gone what the wrong handout it's not time for the wrong handout <laughs> uh osco is here the chief steward happy to look after you and alami the uh the chef is in the chief librarian miss mrs bagshot is in just gonna get a drink a little bit thirsty You all settle down. You are looked after by Oscar. Drinks, tea, um, little light snacks. Cool. A drink and snack. You can now discuss chat. Well, well. How was everyone's couple of days back to normality? Yeah, it was good. Nice to be back on the farm. How is the farm, Mary? It's good, thank you. And taking along nicely. Though obviously with the snow, there wasn't much I could do apart from looking after the animals. Yeah. Looking after the animals is important. Didn't loads of animals die. Mary, Mary means getting the people who look after the animals and making sure they're doing their jobs properly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Probably throw some seeds and shit out of the chickens. That's easy <laughs> enough. At the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, no, Mary more prefers the um, preparing the chickens to turn into roasts. <laughs> Are we discussing Christmas dinner all of a sudden? We are, yes. <laughs> we were just talking about how everyone's couple of days were, Judge. And, uh, how, uh, how was yours? Yes. Uh, I must apologise. I wasn't able to really push through um, the injunction to Dr. Shrewsbury. My boss kind of uh, put a lid on it. Well, that's intriguing. And just yeah. And want to know more. Yeah, I get the feeling like he might be in on it. I don't know. But he did drop that Dr. Shrewsbury is apparently alive and retired in the Caribbean. So what the lawyers are trying to hide up, apparently he just wants to you know, get away from his family. He doesn't like him, so he just wants to live alone. But why, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Investigating it is not going to be as easy as we'd hoped. We could always um, go on a small voyage to talk to him personally. <laughs> what a wonderful idea, Jenkins. Make some make some uh, some inquiries around how we might do that. Of course, sir. Ah, Call of Cthulhu, Caribbean edition. I have my book. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, I, my my two days was really quite very normal. So the 
business churns along as it always does. Nothing much to report here. And so here we are. Back in Boston at the Historical Society or the library. Which one is it? Are we at the library in the Historical Society? The library is upstairs. You're in the lounge currently. Ah. Lounge. Lounge. Well, in the lounge. Lounge. As you are sitting, uh, you see Mr. Scott, the chief historian and like the club uh, <clears throat> leader, walks in and he wanders over. Ah, oh, good morning, everyone. Morning. Good morning. I morning. trust you're all having a good morning. Uh, Oscar's looking after you all. Uh, yes, yes, Oscar's been great as usual. So, just nice to be back in town. Will you be joining us for... Oh, you've been away. Yes, we spent uh, uh, a little while in, in Arkham, just uh, inquiring, investigating. Ah, yes. Arkham is a fascinating town. It really is. It really is. It's one of the oldest towns here. Mm. Yeah, there's lots of uh, lots of interesting stories and, uh, and uh, points of interest there. There's still quite a number of things that I, we didn't get to see whilst we were there that at some point, if we get a chance, it would be a... Quite interesting to go back, but I think we've got the bones of a of a good story. Yeah. So your table will be presenting on Sunday. I believe that's the case, unless anyone else on this table has contrary opinion. No, un- un- unless we can't get it uh, ready in time, I don't see why not. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing what your first investigation was into. Don't tell me. I want to hear it all on Sunday when you uh, reveal it. Do you need um? If you need anything like the slide projector or such, let Oscar know. Possibly. We did take one or two photos. Yes, oh, yes. Wonderful. Uh, the gang loves a photo photo or something. A photo photo. <laughs> a photo photo. You know, they love images and objects. It's much more exciting than just, you know, someone standing there reading from a piece of paper. Mm. Yes. Well, I look forward to hearing. Uh, who's presenting? Who will be uh, aiming to move up a rank? <laughs> there's, there's a million dollar question. <laughs> I will leave you to discuss that between yourselves. And uh, But I look forward to seeing you all on Sunday. If you have any other questions, just uh, drop up to my office or ask Mrs. Bagshot. She's normally quite resourceful at you know tracking down bits and bobs. Perfect. Thank you. He saunters off into the kitchen. Oh, what time of day is it? It's about lunchtime, about noon. Oh, it's definitely time for a for a, a wee drink of something, then, Jenkins. Yes, of course, sir. What what would you prefer today, or would you like me to surprise you? Oh, would I like you to surprise me? Yes, yes, surprise me, Jenkins. Righty-o, sir. I wander over to the bar. The barman looks at you. Uh, how can I help, sir? What would you like? Uh, would you terribly mind if I mix my master up a drink, sir? You would need Mr. Tackenby's permission before you do that. Ah, yes, Oscar. I'll just find him quickly. Sorry, I should have done that first. It's been a little while. We've been out of town, you know. That's okay, sir. I've just got to follow the rules while I get in trouble. Oh, yes, of course oh, I Oscar can. won't mind. Uh, and indeed, uh, Oscar doesn't mind at all. Once you've got the nod, you can roll your cocktail making. Uh, let's make 
Uh, highball. It's his third favourite, so it will be more surprising than if I just do his favourite. <laughs> this is true. If he crit fails this, does he make a Molotov cocktail? Yeah. Something goes wrong. It looks right, but there is just something about the flavour that is off. Hmm. Do you habitually, habitually try the cocktails before serving them? I want to make sure. Bear an hour. Yes. <laughs> Just a weird sip. Um, at which point, I go, hmm. all right, I will try again. You may try once more. <laughs> yep, that's this one looks correct. It tastes correct. Yeah, this is. This must be good. It will do the job. <laughs> George's, the cocktail that Jenkins serves you is like cat piss. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I'm being mean. It, it, it's possible. It's not Jenkins' best work. You think there might be a little bit too much alcohol in this one? Well, we've known each other long enough that I shoot him a look that very pointedly <laughs> says, This is not right, Jenkins. Get it better next time. <laughs> Oh, just the way he said that, I thought it's like we've known each other long enough. I shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George just pulls out his his clock and it's like, "This is the last time, Jenkins. <laughs> you failed me for the last time." Picks up the phone, Jenkins. You've been promoted, Jenkins. <laughs> the Jenkins like, oh shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, I drink it. It's possible. I'm not. Displeased. If there's too much alcohol, then uh, roll your constitution, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there too much alcohol in it? Is the alcohol content too high? Only a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, what are you guys doing? What are your plans? You've all met up. You've got a. You should probably write down or come up with a plan of what you're going to present on Sunday. You also need to agree who's presenting it i know we said mary probably would but <laughs> if mary wants to of course sure well, mary how do you feel about this i'll be right back i'm just going to use the loop i wasn't here to go up i was just here for the social side someone else wants to specifically go up then that's fine but otherwise i'm happy to present it I'm just a manservant, not an actual member, so... (laughs) Let's all ask Stan. (laughs) Oh, I think Stan's gone to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I think uh, at this point we're all kind of just here as a as a social thing. Um, I'm I'm happy for for Mary to present. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think it looks good in a society that uh, the women are in, included as well. I think quite often these days uh, they kind of get, uh, well, pu- pushed into a corner, so to speak. It's true. This Wushar group has been very progressive. Mm-hmm. I am going to go ahead out of character and assume that Ash is not expecting us to put together a 45-minute presentation. <laughs> <laughs> it's 45 minutes, but he probably wants something that covers the salient points. Okay, well, we can put that together there. 
Okay, so <laughs> Ash comes back. Your assignment for the next game. <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually have a lot of um, evidence actually in roll twenty, so it's going to be have to come from most of our bloody um, notes. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're probably going to have to do some sifting. Some shifting. Possibly a whole fucking reread of all of last time's notes. Yeah, and if I've got a lot of notes, so if I've got a lot of notes, you've got Fuck. way too many notes. <laughs> yeah. 26 pages yeah. for this campaign so far. Wow. Uh, I've got the recap as well. Recap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a line in my notes that says, Jerry sees a ton of fused chicken bones that is just wrong and grotesque. Wibbly. Oh, yeah, there's a, a lot of stuff in the, the farm was like the thing. Didn't we have, yeah. Did we have any pictures of the things we saw at the farm, or was the only camera we had dropped? This is why I asked. I'm pretty sure that we, there was another camera, so I'm just going to check my notes. Yeah, we'll have to ask Ash exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, dropped, I dropped the camera at the farm. Yeah. So the good camera is uh, <laughs> not available. I I don't think there's another camera based on my notes. That would be disappointing. Guess we're going back to Arkham, going down the well. (laughs) Or just taking another camera. (laughs) How boring. I say this because I don't particularly want to climb down a well, and I know it's probably me that will have to do it. <laughs> can't expect George <laughs> to get his uh, gear dirty climbing down a well. I mean, imagine the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they called the cops on a set of sanatorium, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, they so thought we were uh, loiters. Or loiterers. Wax Museum was closed. Yeah, yeah, only only open at certain times of the year. It's more of a hobby hobby thing than a real museum. Sorry, yeah, and we never visited the uninvited aisles either. I'm back. Are you just going through your outstanding leads? We're just we're going through our notes because we're obviously without putting together a, a 45 minute PowerPoint presentation on what we're actually going to present. Um, <laughs> we're, we're just trying to make sure we've got the the you know, the. As, as Craig put it, the stadium points yeah, yeah, of our I, I, investigation. I'm not expecting you to actually go away and write a really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cthulhu, the PowerPoint edition. <laughs> I mean, I could have been. I could have been like, like, guys, last month, I could have been like, guys, you've got a paper ready to present. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will be judging this. I will be marking it with my red pen. I kind of think that would have been amazing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Well, maybe next time you're ready to present, I'll be like, Nathan, write me a paper. Yep. It's got to be a 6,000-word essay on the unvisited dial. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what we were actually um, debating is whether there was actually another camera, because in my notes there's no mention of another camera. So if that's the case, we don't actually have any photos. Well, I think we, we might have photos. It just depends if Stan replaced the camera roll. So yeah, we've got no we got no photos of the farm, but anything prior to that, Stan may have changed the camera roll. 
Yes. Let me have a look at Stan's notes. Uh, you know what? I'm going to roll Stan's luck. Yeah, I thought that was going to be the case. Uh. No, uh, all of wow. the um, all of the photos you took are currently sitting in a waterproof camera at the bottom of a well on the Gardener farm. I'm telling you, we're going back to Arkham, guys. <laughs> if you want oh. the photos for the um, presentation, you're going to have to retrieve that camera from the bottom can, of the well. Can I pay some people to go and retrieve it? You can indeed pay some people to go and retrieve it. Oh, they would have to not be locals to Arkham. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I don't Thankfully. think we were aware that it was waterproof, were we? If you remember, it landed. I think we we said it landed on like a, a plank of wood yeah, in the well, floating on a plank of wood in the well, and the well might well be frozen by now because of all the snow. But thankfully, Georges owns a whole bunch of engineering crew. Yeah. So, do you want to send someone to retrieve this camera? I, I'm kind of fifty-fifty that I do this, and we never see those people again. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to say yes. I would pay people to go and retrieve the camera. Do you warn them about the weird effect on electrical equipment so they don't drive in there and then get stranded? Yes. Yeah, I give them every bit of information that they require without scaring the shit out of them, yes. Okay, roll me your credit rating first. Come on, credit rating. Ooh. Now oh, yeah. roll me your luck. Oh. Oh. Why does nobody have any oh. luck? Why does nobody have any luck? <laughs> Ash doesn't let me have luck anymore. <laughs> Look, they all rolled really badly when they were rolling their luck. <laughs> like, really, really badly. Like, like Nathan and my brother, I think, rolled the worst possible roll you can get. Yeah. Um, I, however, am a benevolent GM, and it's Christmas. <laughs> I mean, that hasn't stopped me from... Killing five Cthulhu characters this week alone. <laughs> wow. What were the other three? I've killed oh, three, two, on, two. three on Saturday. I killed yeah. Minx on Monday. And I killed Chow on... Well, Chow committed suicide on Wednesday. Oh, with the cats. Yeah. No, no, this was worse. They found a portal to somewhere and went, right, let's not fuck with that and shut the door. Then they moved the submarine it was on. Wow. Which snapped the other end of the portal because they were moving the portal. Oh, and um, Chow just rolled a bajillion hundreds and got <laughs> literally went insane. Uh, thought the people like Arona and Peter were trying to stop him from jumping in the portal. And he, Chow is seeing them as horrible monsters. Peter and Arona are seeing tentacles coming out of this portal wrapping around Chow. And Chow's like, I'm coming, Grandma! So it was Event Horizon Submarine Edition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chow, Chow wound up in the, the cavern of the empty place, recovered enough sanity to realise they were fucked, so tried to use a spell to annihilate the cavern. And Azathoth went, no, I'm not blowing that up. I'm going to eat you. I, I don't know Chow, but I, I, what I do know is he really is a walking liability, isn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. A critical failure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, as, as a player, he sometimes overthinks things, but it, he just has a way with dice at times. <laughs> the, the problem with Chow is he's got this mix of 
competence and blind incompetence. Yes. <laughs> just, it's staggering. I mean, I, yes, he rolls 100s quite a lot more than other people on top of that. But the problem with Chow is he will talk something through quite sensically for just long enough for you to start wondering if maybe he's got over his incompetence and then he'll do something like, I'll prove all your nice wrong. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, think, I think his latest one was uh, sneaking into that uh, uh, gangster's house and then just snorting all the poisons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they'd done, you know, proper Mission Impossible. They'd snuck into this gangster's house got past all of his guards, found his secret room. They split up to go into two different rooms. Chow wanders into the alchemy lab and is like, oh, I wonder what this is. (laughs) 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 That was it, because he failed a roll and then he pushed it and failed again. (laughs) Just long enough from that first snort to go, I'll try and find the antidote. (laughs) he's on the floor there's clearly been some poisons here i'll try and find an anti-poison and look through fail the roll grab what i think is just go (laughs) pure chloroform wasn't it yep undistilled chloroform so he just went <laughs> the first one, I was just like, you know, you pulled the stopper out of the vial and some of the powder went up his nose. So it was quite mild and probably recoverable. But Chow was like, no, I'm going to push the roll. And then he, oh, sh- dear. So yeah. he completely fails it, picks up the wrong antidote, and then literally, I think, was it Flinty and Quaid just find him on the floor having a fit, yeah. foaming yeah. at the mouth, and they're just like, we left him alone for five minutes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, no, we made it worse actually. Well, after he, after he died, we smashed his face in, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> to make it. Oh um, yeah, yeah, because I was playing my mob boss, well, my, yeah. my mob hitman character. I didn't really have much remorse, so I decided I needed to make it so the body wasn't recognisable. So I just turned his face into red much after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't want him to be recognised and like tie this intruder back to them. So Quaid just <laughs> oh. bludgeoned him. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then left the corpse behind because they left the corpse behind because they found the kidnapped woman they were searching for. And we're like, well, we need to get her to safety because she's alive. <laughs> Yeah, child walking liability, basically. Oh, oh, he he does do something. But yeah, I've killed five Cthulhu characters this week alone, guys. So, um, well, you said you wanted to up the uh, up the ante on Cthulhu games, so yeah, yeah, that's what you've got to expect. yeah, yeah. I've definitely found my mojo. So, uh, I wonder who's going to yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. The at guy who's here. not here. Yeah, no, he's in the NPC bubble. He's kind of no. Surely the NPC bubble only lasts for a game. Eventually it'll pop. This is the second game he's been in the NPC bubble in a row now. Yeah, but it's Christmas. I'm not killing my brother whilst he's not here. It's true. That would be an awful, awfully mean Christmas present, wouldn't it? It would be a bit. (laughs) So I'm probably going to have to kill Michelle. No, you tried that last time. Yeah, well, you know. I failed. I failed. I've got to try again. (laughs) I am well overdue for a character death. (laughs) Uh, Elwood has been very lucky. I nearly killed you on Monday as well. 
If you hadn't <laughs> yes. got if you hadn't got behind Naveen, you'd have been going down that hole with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Victor would probably have gone completely insane. I took a nap and two of my friends are just dead. (laughs) (laughs) The last surviving member... I know because Sam's back now. I was going to say the last surviving member of the original crew, but Sam, Sam, quote, air quotes, is back now. Yeah. Is it Sam? Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, back to the the Massachusetts Historical Society. Okay, what are your plans... Uh, so I've paid some people. I rolled a really bad people. luck roll, so I don't know what's happening there. We may or may not get, ever see those people again. <laughs> uh, I'll let you know how those people get on tomorrow. When they return. <laughs> um, in the meantime, I think we're basically comparing notes and putting together the bones of what would be a presentation at this point then. Cool. Starting that. Everyone roll their English. English. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, it's my second language, but it's still higher than the judges' score. Why is yeah. the language so low? None of them are very well educated. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, night. See, ninety-three. That's what I'd expect from someone's own language. Yeah. That's Fifty. The I know that that's the thing about own language. It it matches like your education or right. whatever it is. Yeah, it matches your education. You can spend points to make it better. Is it, is, it edu- is it education? Because my education is higher than sixty-seven. Yeah, your English Must should be. be match your education. Oh, you you might not have updated it when you were creating your. Oh, my education seventy. Yeah, mine's 79. I did, yeah. We need to match that. Yeah, your yeah. own language should match your education. I think because we haven't got the actual paper version, it's not prompting us because it usually tells us on the paper version. Because um, Dodge is also um, your American dexterity. It's English speaking. Yeah. Okay, so everyone passed except for George's. Um, but that's fine. Everyone, you, you write up some notes. You have Wait, a... Question. Shouldn't Georges have got to roll his native language for this? No, you're writing your paper in English, I assume, not Flemish. He might have done his notes in Flemish, though. Yeah, but you're working on the actual paper to present. Okay. I tried, dude. It's still, it's still yeah. a high score anyway, to be fair, so yeah, in fact, it, I found it's, it. It's not awful. There's just a couple of spelling mistakes that you guys were yeah. just quietly correct. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the paperclip. I see you're trying to create a uh, presentation there. <laughs> you appear to have spelt colour incorrectly. Oh, God. All Americans spell colour incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. But you write between you a passable paper ready to present. Possible. <laughs> I will put out two people got hard successes. Yeah, I mean, we are we are only tier one, so we don't have to be. It's true. It's true. Uh, it, it, it's super good. If you can get those photos, it'll add the little that little pizzazz. Yeah. You need a little bit of. If we can get those photos. <laughs> yeah, really regretting sending the bunch of NPCs to the evil spooky farm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they'll be fine. Dear Dad. Lost an engineering crew, sent them to a spooky farm that I knew was haunted. None of them came <laughs> back. 
having a laugh at you. That that entire mission will be completely, you know, redacted and blacklisted. And <laughs> that never happened. Pay off never happened. <laughs> yeah, it was a training incident in the Boston <laughs> training facilities. <laughs> what happened there? The team before we start worrying about them. What was that, Craig? Yeah. I missed the beginning of that. You broke up. Well, it's it's the eleventh now. We've only got four days. I think you said we'd know tomorrow. They should be back tomorrow. Okay. So tomorrow afternoon is when I'd start worrying if I've heard nothing. Okay. Okay. Uh, you finished writing your paper. You have some nice drinks. You enjoy the ambiance of the society club. As you're getting ready to leave, um, Dr. Linsk walks in. And he stops when he sees you. Ah, my friends. How are you all? Oh, uh, yes, Dr. Linsk. Well, thank you. How are you? Not bad. Uh, I assume you've been having some entertainment with the dossier we gave you? Yes, yes. We've, we've, we did some wonderful investigations in, in Arkham. Had quite the time. Quite, got quite the story. So we've just been preparing for, for Sunday's presentation. Excellent. Uh, I look forward to hearing what you have discovered. Mm, yes. How, how about you? Are you are you doing any sort of presenting at the weekend? No, no, I don't present anymore. It feels a little bit um, unfair if I go and uh, investigate my own leads that I give out to everyone else. Ah, surely, surely there's some uh, some some really juicy leads that you keep back for yourself. You know, for those really important times. Well, of course, <laughs> I'll have to. Be, I am working on one little thing. Ah, okay. But I'm not quite ready. <laughs> I need to make a few more calls, but uh, when I am ready, I'll, uh, you'll you'll get to see it with everyone else, Mister Nagel. Hey. Excellent. And, well, you know, <laughs> if you ever want to just you know, bounce ideas, just let us know. Maybe once I see how you do on Sunday. <laughs> Perfect. He nods and he heads upstairs to his office. Mental note: still the good ideas. Break into <laughs> Doctor Linsky's office. Still the good ideas. <laughs> yes. Breaking and entering is not in my skill set, sir, just so you remember. What kind of butler we, are you? Yeah, <laughs> we can fix that, Jenkins. The ex-war veteran butler type, sir, not the ex-criminal butler. <laughs> yeah. That was at the shop next door. <laughs> Jenkins? Jenkins. <laughs> Oh dear! I, I feel like I need like a different butler now, just for like different areas of expertise. It's not yeah. like an exact replica of me, except slightly retarded. Yes. <laughs> the, the, tw- the twist is that all of those butlers are actually you. You just portray a different character each time. <laughs> <laughs> you cocktail through. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jonkins. Uh, Jonkins, this is just two of my socks in a glass. <laughs> oh dear. You said surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> and he then just sticks a cocktail umbrella in it. <laughs> Is that better, <laughs> We do not bring Jonkins to the historical society. <laughs> From the sounds of it, Jonkins is not allowed out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a very specific set of skills. As a baby. Yeah. 
I don't know if you were in the room at the time, Ash, but we did discuss about who was going to present, and we sort of all agreed that it was Mary's sort of interests, and we're going to be the progressive group that allows the female of the group to do the presentation. In 1928, gasp, radical. I know, right? I was going to say, we spoke about when I was creating a character, is it okay for me to present or not? So I before there was going to be an issue. No, I got rid of that issue. I decided it was sexist and awful. Okay. My 1928 is much more progressive. <laughs> I, I, I would like, I'd like to see the group, even in a historical society of like, you know, the highball world that would turn around to one of the richest people in town and one of the most powerful judges in town and say, no, your female of the group may not present. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you all have a couple of days then until, uh, it's time to present. Uh, On the afternoon of the 12th, Georges, you receive word from the team you sent to Arkham. uh, Their foreman drops by your office. Uh At least you heard back from them. Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh, We found your camera, sir. I I sense a butt coming, foreman. (laughs) He puts it on the table. Well, it's been out in that icy cold water for a few days, sir. I think... I managed to retrieve the film from the interior, but about half of it's been ruined. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for you and your team's efforts. Much appreciated. Well, we don't mind a little side job, sir. Yep, I'm a... Uh, outside will sort your, your payment out, of course. Thank you, sir. Well, if you need any more extra side jobs, you know, we're always up to help you out with your little side projects. I'm, I'm sure there'll be many more in the, in the very near distant future. Hopefully no more wells in the snow. Though it, oh, was a bit, it was a bit well, weird, I... sir. Quake, sorry. Sorry, I, was, I just noticed an interesting point. Are we actually going to time skip in Call of Cthulhu over a Friday the 13th? <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, Quake. No, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This, this is plot. <laughs> uh, he chats with you a bit more. He does comment on the fact that there was no snow on the ground. It was like the ground was slightly too warm for the snow to settle. He thought that was a bit weird. Yeah, I think the um the the, the meteor. The meteor impact on the area probably irradiated the, the land, so it's, it acts quite peculiar. Irradiated, sir. That wasn't in our agreement. I feel well, that should have been mentioned. I'm, I'm, I'm no scientist. I'm just spitballing based on your, your feedback here. I'm sure there's an extra 10% in what you're paying, right, sir? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Excellent. I'll let Jadine know. <laughs> <laughs> Would a type guy have any idea what irradiated even means? They're quite smart guys who make trains happen, so probably. Trains? Not ra- one of the cutting-edge sciences of the time, surely, though. Train engineers are really smart buffs. They have to have degrees and all sorts at this time. Okay. Mm. <laughs> sure, sure. He's a smart guy who reads science papers. Sometimes <laughs> you do. Well, yes. Yes. Weren't they still chugging radium at this time? 
they're using it to paint clocks and watch faces and all sorts. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Uh, but yes, uh, you do that, Georges. The photos you've got, roll your luck once more, Flinty. Oh, God. Yeah, I think, I think I've stopped lagging. Oh, come on. Well, should have had more luck. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, the photos, you've got photos of the um, Miskatonic University, you've got photos of the maps of the farm, but you don't have any actual live photos of the actual farm itself. Oh. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Looks like on Friday the 13th oh, we're going to have no. to have a trip. It literally was. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, yes, Dan, we're going to break in your new camera. <laughs> By the way, here's your old one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll keep the new one. <laughs> Stan is just like text both. Thanks, Judge. I'll look after them both. <laughs> uh, yes, so, Georges, are you going to call around the others and tell them what photos you've recovered? Yes, yes, I would um, I would call around to arrange another meeting. Okay, uh, you I just invite them to the office instead of being at the... Uh, you are all called to George's office that afternoon after the, you know, after you get out of work and finish the working day. Do you go to George's office? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll drive around. Well, driving, Flinty. Yeah, driving. Where's my character sheet? Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Mary, do you go? Yeah. Yes, please. She might get a cab. She you... drives the cab. <laughs> she gets stuck in some snow, so Mary's a little bit late. So George's and Jeremiah are waiting around. Uh, Craig, you wouldn't be at the office. Oh, yeah, I'd probably be at the house, wouldn't I, making sure things are fine. Do you Eating summon your butler for this meeting, or do you leave Jenkins at home doing his job? Um... No, I couldn't let the others see me without my butler around. That wouldn't make any sense. I asked, I asked Jenkins to arrive first. Oh. Jenkins, uh, do you walk to the office or do you drive? Uh, depends how much time he's given me to get there. I'd probably want to make sure I'm there nicely arranged and ready to serve tea to everyone. Well, I'm sure George's is a kind master. He's given you at least four minutes' notice. I drive. <laughs> Fast. Road driving, then. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. I'll kill Jenkins. <laughs> well, I didn't you say that. Did you drive fast? I didn't say fast. <laughs> no. I Not said me. I drive. The problem is, it's icy and snowy. And it's covered in ice and snow. And as you were driving along, Jenkins, uh, you reach a uh, junction. You tap the brakes. The car slides on some ice and careens into Mary's car. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you roll Constitution. Georges <laughs> yeah. would be the death of you. Oh, I was about to say, this is where uh, Craig rolls another hundred, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, that's six Cthulhu characters this week. <laughs> yeah. We're giving you opportunity, that's for sure. Well, I am. 
Yes, uh, Jenkins, you've smashed into Mary's car, sliding on the ice. You're you're both maybe like a street away from uh, George's office. Uh, I checked to see if Mary is okay. Mary, how are you doing? The butler has just rammed your car. Um, a bit shaken and cross, but okay. What What's the protocol in this day and age when cars have collided? Do you just try and get some passers-by to shove them to the edge of a road and... Not really worry, or do you summon the constabulary, or what? Well, the constabulary is some of themselves, really. Uh, you know, passers-by come over to help, you're delayed, you have to give statements. No one was at fault, you hit some ice. Mary's car's got a dent in it, your car, Jenkins, or should I say, uh, George's car, the engine block and the front axle has snapped. <laughs> Yay! I wouldn't have taken a posh car, just to be clear. I would have taken one of the bank beers. Yeah, you've taken one of the staff cars, for, you know, going to yeah. the shops or whatever. But yeah, this car is, is a write-off, at least until it's gone into the shop. Insurance is a thing in these days, right? Yeah. Okay, America, probably. Insured. Probably for more than it's worth. <laughs> of course, George is a sensible businessman. So actually, I've just got my master a net increase in money. Resolved. <laughs> yeah, um, Jeremiah and Georges, you're sitting around in the office for about half an hour. Jenkins has, hasn't arrived, but neither has Mary. Uh, Stan is here. Uh, you're just about getting worried when a police car pulls up out front and Mary and Samuel climb out of it. I, I look surprised and wait for them to come in. I never come in. I just stand <laughs> outside and peering in. <laughs> I peer out of the window and glare. <laughs> we enter. I hold the door open for Mary. Thank you. Do they look hurt by this? They do, do, look, do they look uh, like they're injured in any way? They're not injured. They look fine. They've just turned up in the police car. Jen- what on earth has happened, Jenkins? You have your own car, man. Why have you got a police escort? Apologies, sir. A patch of ice took out one of the staff cars. It was one of the worst ones. It needed replacing anyway, sir. And went into mine. Ah, mm. oh, that car was only mildly dented. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, Mary, for Jenkins' mishap here. You, you will of course be reimbursed for any inconvenience. Thank you very much. They come out of Jenkins' oh, wages, clearly. I nearly said that. I nearly <laughs> said it. <laughs> Docking Jenkins' wages for the next several months. <laughs> pay for a dent in Mary's car. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, I, what, I was, what I did say is I nearly said it, but I didn't think telling her that paying for the, basically her steering wheel would be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've now finally all arrived in George's office. Ah, um, <laughs> yes, and now I get to remember why I called you. Ah, yes, the camera. <laughs> um, I sent a team to. Well, thank you all for coming. I sent a team to the uh, to to the farm to retrieve the camera, which is here, which is wonderful. We have the camera stand. <laughs> um, the film, though, uh, not 
all of the photos survived the uh, the journey. So we don't seem to have have any of the photos from the farm itself, which is somewhat disappointing. And I feel would have been quite um, uh, important to the presentation. Um, so yeah, so I'm not sure what our next steps are. We've got some photos from around Arkham, but nothing that's really relevant to the to the article, unfortunately. Oh well, it won't it won't break the presentation. It just would have been nice to have on the side. Um, I would actually argue it does. Um, part of the whole point of the presentation, do correct me if I'm wrong, is that there were quite a few effects on the land because of the radiation. Uh, at the moment, all they'll have is our word for this fact, whereas the pictures, especially of the deformed animal remains would have led true credence to our words. And that's another thing, Stan. If we can get some photos of, like, you know, snow-covered forest, completely not snowed-in farm farmland, that's going to add some <clears throat> interesting talking points as well. Maybe we need to go back and get some photos of the farm. I can't come up tomorrow. I've got to go up to New York to see my boss. But uh, he puts the cameras on the desk. He's like, you guys can take photos. It's not that hard. I can teach you how to change the film. Teach someone else. I'm clearly not yeah, to be not, trusted. Not you, not you, Your Honour. <laughs> You're not allowed to touch my old camera, which I admit he picks up the old camera and is like, yeah, this is no good. It's been frozen in the outside. By the way, the one I got you looks far nicer than the one you <laughs> said you had. No, they're the same make. See, look, this is just the X series and that's the Y series. They don't make the Y series anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he pops the wife. He pops the camera that was down the well in a pocket. Mm. Uh, I, um, I think I think I do agree. Actually, with, 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 with... would you like to contest that, Jeremiah? What do I have to contest? Psychology. Oh, okay, why not? Yeah, no, you believe him. That all just sounds reasonable. Obviously, that you know the. Technology is changing so rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I have to say, I think that we probably should go get some some more photos. I mean, we I could send a team to do it for us, but without explaining to them what they're likely to encounter, that might be a, a bit strange. So, um, I, and aren't these I do... meant to be done by us? Yeah, yeah. I think if we don't have these photos, it's just going to be a bunch of people stood up front talking about a a old wives' tale with no evidence to support it. So I think I do think we need to get some more photos. If everyone has the time or the inclination to come, I'm well. Like I said, I've got to go see the boss, so I can't tomorrow at least. Ah, <laughs> oh, Stan, if you're going to New York, you said. Yeah. Is there any chance you could pop to see someone and maybe acquire a piece of art for me whilst you're there? Sure. As long as I don't have to look at the artwork. (laughs) (laughs) NPC bubble my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes. Um, If you have time, I'll give you. I give him the details of. um, uh, What's her face, Lorania? Yeah. Um, and say I'll, I'll put in. I'll, I'll get Jenkins to phone ahead and let let her know that I'm sending you uh, in my stead to hopefully acquire a piece of art from Arthur Shipley. Um, just one point, sir. Um, 
she supposedly does have quite the collection. Uh, do you have? Is Stan supposed to just choose one at random, or? I'm feeling lucky, Jenkins. Fair yes. Enough, I'll um, I'll see what she's actually willing to sell, I guess, and pick something up. I'll, I'll definitely be visiting her myself when when I have time. So, if you can relay that message, Jenkins, when you make contact. Of course, sir. Ooh, excuse me. Okay. Okay, so for everyone else, are you you willing to come back to the uh, to the farm? Yeah. Um, as long as we, as long as we what your honour. Uh, well, I'm just concerned if we take another car, we get stranded again. That's why we park before the snow stops and walk. Mm. Well, remember what happened last time we tried to walk through the forest? Yes, last time we were pushing a car while walking through the forest. I mean, we could have a word with the foreman of the the, the group that I sent to retrieve the cam- camera. I'm sure they could uh, tell us how they went about it, because it, it seems that they had no trouble. Mm, good point. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, I'm happy to tag along. As long as we don't get snowed in again. Um, are you driving up to Arkham? Or are you going to get the train to Arkham and then drive from there? I would say we would train. Yeah, because we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> That's the only reason. Are we taking a train this afternoon and then staying the night? What's the conditions like now, and what do we know the conditions to be predicted to be by tomorrow morning? Um, there's more snow predicted uh, for across the whole weekend. Uh, the rail lines are currently open to, today, but the temperature is dropping. Does your train have a vehicle cart? So, in other words, we could put, drive a car on it, and then. What about no. snowplow as well, or something? Yeah. The other, the other thing to bear in mind is if we if we end up getting s- snowed in, and you know we can't get back in time for Sunday's presentation, we could just present at the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's fair. Um, that being the case, then, I would say we'd get the train tonight so that we have the best chance of actually getting there in the first place. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so. well, Stan stands up. Uh, best of luck. Give me a call and let me know how you're going and getting on. Yeah, thanks, Stan. Enjoy New York. I'll see you all on Sunday, and I'll let you know what Miss Walker says. Yes, thank you. Safe travels. And you never saw Stan again. <laughs> And the next time you looked at your painting, you saw Stan inside it. <laughs> that, that man in the painting looks strangely like Stan. What's going on? <laughs> um, I call for the... I, I, I don't know how well, where you would have gone by now, but I call back for the foreman just, just so we can have a brief chat about how... Uh, yeah, you uh, catch up with him at the train station. Okay. Because obviously that's where he works. 
if you're going to go catch a train whilst Jenkins is organising the train. Uh, Mary uh, and um, Jeremiah, are you popping home to grab like a bag and everything? Mm-hmm. You were going to say something, Craig? Yeah, I was going to say I still need to make the call to Alalia before we leave. Yep. Otherwise, I won't have a phone to make the call. Hey, um, bowl me your luck, Craig. Oh, to, to answer your question, Michelle, I don't know if there's a cart that would carry a car. Yeah, you do. You brought the Jeremiah's back from... Um... Of course we did, yes. Then yes, there would be. Um, Samuel, you get through to Alalia's butler. Um, what's Alalia's butler called? Junkins. Junkins. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Chris. Chris. Um, Christopherson. Chris Talvin. Talvin? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, Jenkins. Ah, uh, Talvin. Um, just a quick call. Um, my master's not going to be able to come to see Miss Alea anytime too soon, but he was wondering if it might be permissible for his uh, friend Stan Kirby to drop by and. Maybe, uh, perchance, if there are any pieces that Alelia would be willing to part with, uh, purchase one of the pieces of Shipley work. Ooh. Now, Miss Walker did tell me about this. She says we cannot let any piece of Shipley work go <laughs> unless it is picked out by the buyer. Um, she, couldn't, ah. she couldn't do it justice by just picking one herself. George I can't understand that. I've seen some of the Shipley's work, and it is really very striking. Yes, no, um, she's very particular about selling it. So if Mr. Kirby isn't the actual person buying the artwork, she will insist that uh, Mr. Nagelmarkers will have to come along and see it for himself to pick out the perfect piece. Uh, that's fair. I'll relay it to my master. I mean, there's every chance that when Stan drops by, he may just see something he wants to get for himself. I couldn't comment on that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone here has been very much taken with Mr. Shipley's work. It is quite striking work. Miss Walker is a big fan of his work. Um, she's hoping to get him to come back across to New York to do a new uh, exhibition of his latest work sometime in the spring. Mm, that would be most interesting. Most interesting. Well, I, I shan't take up too much more of your time now, Talvin. It's been lovely talking to you again. I'll speak to you soon, next time you're down. Indeed. Speak to you soon. Goodbye. I, I go and find George to relay this information. You find George? Uh, Master, um, I've spoken with Alelia's butler, Talvin. You might remember him. Quite a solid chat. Yes, yes, of course. Um, I remember him. I remember all butlers. The, the gist of it was that... Um, Basically, uh, Miss Alea will absolutely insist that if a Shipley piece is being sold, that the buyer themselves must actually be present to pick out the art. Um, I intimated there might be a chance that Stan would be interested in buying some himself, but I couldn't obviously comment further on that. Um, but make of this what you will, Master. Is there any information you'd like me to relay on to Stan? Um, 
No, I, I, I feared that that would be their response. Actually, um, Jenkins, it's not. It's not really a problem. I just need to make sure I make time to go and see it myself. I'm really keen to get some more of that artwork. Really keen. So, yeah, perhaps when you speak to Stan, yeah, if 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 he thinks of something that I would like, you can maybe give them the impression that he plans to buy it him for himself, and then yeah, we can just negotiate that later. But if he can't, no trouble. Yes, of course. Um, I I quickly go back to a phone and ring Stan. Uh, roll your luck. Ah, oh, fuck luck. Hey! Oh, I understand. He's in his, in his apartment. He's like, ah, oh, Jenkins. How can I help? Um, yes, uh, just a quick call. I've just spoken to a lady as butler in New York. Um, basically, uh, if you're to be purchasing any art... It can from on from a ship, please. It would have to be for yourself, apparently. Um, she will only allow the purchaser to actually pick out the art. Uh, so I guess I don't need to go and visit her then. Um, I think Georges would still be interested in you dropping by, if just to say hello and maybe to scope out some of the pieces. And of course, uh, my master did intimate that if you were interested in buying some art from yourself, well. That would be a matter between yourself and him. Oh, well, uh, I'll go have a look. I can get a list of what she's got on offer and uh, let Georges know when I get back. Yes, of course. Of course, Stan. Uh, Stan, I'm making a note. Send colleague from office to get list of... (laughs) (laughs) You spoil sport. (laughs) The NBC bubble is powerful. Stan has seen (laughs) what these photos do to people. (laughs) <laughs> Stan bought, didn't Stan buy a sketch and like he likes yeah. the site working. Yeah, he no, no, Stan is going. Don't worry, Stan is like, yeah, yeah whoa, ah, going. To be honest, I'm most I'm most intrigued by this seeming seemingly familial butler ring that exists. Like you call up another <laughs> butler and it's like, ah, oh, Jenkins, ah, oh, Tolvan. Like they just know each other. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the social circle. <laughs> They all know each other. Yeah. Okay, uh, you bump into the foreman at the station, Clive. He's like, oh, oh well, yes. how can I help? Ah, Clive. Glad I caught you. Um, we're, we're actually, um, me and my companions are actually heading back out to Arkham to the farm ourselves to try and acquire some of the photos that were, were lost um, to the camera. So um, I, I guess really um, there's some concern because last time I think I mentioned there was some electrical interference and we had some car troubles and we just wanted to check how you guys approached the farm and oh, if there's anything yeah, we should well, know from your visit. We just parked at the edge of the forest where the, there was still snow. We didn't cross into like the area where there was no snow, like you suggested, and that seemed okay. to be fine. The, the cars were fine when we came back. No, nothing, nothing else noteworthy happened when you got to the farm. No, it's just an abandoned farm, sir. Yes, I mean the, the the fact that the snow stops is a bit weird, but like you said, the place is mildly irradiated. Yes, I, I take it you just went to the well. You didn't look around. Yeah, no, we had a job to do. We sent a uh, young. Josh down the well. He got us a camera. We came back. Excellent. For the best. For the best. Perfect. So that that's it. Thank you very much for your time and oh. your efforts again. And uh, the, the uh, boys will say thank you for the twenty quid. <laughs> of course, it's the least I could or do. Twenty dollars, as it would be. Yeah. 
Which is about, you know, two months' wages. Yeah. Yeah. And probably a minute's of my wages. You you probably just made, like, $100 just talking to this man. I made more when Jenkins crashed the car. (laughs) (laughs) Always glad to be of service, son. (laughs) You probably did make more when Jenkins crashed the car. Oh, of course, you, 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 despite how much money you make, your wife is also still out there at large spending it. So uh. it's true, but you know, my my wife's sensible. She she knows the limits of the spending. It's fine. Yeah, expensive artworks like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she knows yeah. you're interested now. She's probably going to go visit Shipley in London and be like, "I know Princess Peach. Have you got a palace just for your artwork?" That you can jump into. I might have now. <laughs> <laughs> he might be like, Jenkins, we need to build a new building out back for the art gallery. Yeah. I mean, it's the sort of pretentious thing super rich people would do. That is a wonderful idea. That would be like, <laughs> it'd be like a, hor- a horror house of mirrors, wouldn't it? Just full of just artwork that's going to send people into wibbly places. This is a great idea. Nagel Magda's exhibit. Exactly. In fact, I'm going to ask Jenkins to, 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 to not necessarily a whole building, but we definitely need a new wing, an art wing to the to the uh, to the the manor. I make some phone calls, and I also make some phone calls to find out about travel to the Caribbean. <laughs> I'll to do that as well. Well, if you're going to the Caribbean, you'll take George's yacht. Oh, in that case, uh, uh, I don't really need to make any calls. I didn't realise we had a yacht. I mean, did I. <laughs> how rich is George's Nagamakas? Of course he has a bloody yacht. He probably has several Love yachts. It. He probably has to buy a new yacht every year, one that is slightly bigger and less sunken. Less sunken? <laughs> less sunken. <laughs> okay, so I don't need to make calls about that. We'll just take the yacht. I mean, he might have a yacht. We'll, we'll, we'll negotiate on that. Yeah. It's been and, set now. <laughs> it's canon. It's definitely canon. Yeah. I mean, he probably does have a yacht. Uh, anyway, we are at one o'clock. We're at one hour fifty. So as you get ready to return to Arkham for your Friday the 13th adventure. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Craig. Well, <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. I hadn't no- I had noticed. Noise, sure, noise, noise, noise. It is recording. La, la, la. Sounds like a shriek. Does anyone want to prepare or grab anything specific before heading to the farm? You've got uh, a coat. one camera. Do you want to take more than one camera? Our weapons, if we've got it. Yeah, take another camera. At least another oh, camera. We have both of our cameras with us because um. Oh, I can't think of Flint. Uh, not Flint. Um, Kieran's character. Kieran's character said have both. Yeah, but he said one coming. The one that fell down the well is broken. Yeah, he pocketed that. So the new one, and we'll take another with us. Yeah. Do we actually want to have an expedition down into the well? Not really. Oh, wait, wait. No, he's kind of... Maybe. (laughs) It would add some no, extra flair. I, I, I saw what was down there, remember? Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
sent some helpless engineers down the well, but they won't go down it himself. <laughs> um, Jeremiah, the, the judge saw what was down the well too, because he was peering into it with the camera. Yeah. Why he dropped it. So you both actually know that there was another colour baby in there. What? I'm, I'm pretty... <sighs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure I asked if I made the connection between the two things, and the answer was yes. So if I haven't communicated that, I would use this opportunity to do so. What's a colour baby? As in, the slug thing that went up in space, that was a colour from outer space. That's its literal mythos name. Colour baby. And it appeared as a slug to us. And they saw a colourful slug. If I didn't mention it, I will take the opportunity to speak to the group when we are. Are we together now? Or? Yeah, you're, you're all together when you're uh, in the train station. Like, okay, in which right. case I'll say, um, I can't remember if I mentioned this. Um, everything happened a bit quickly, but the thing that I saw in the hotel room is the same as the thing that I saw in the well. Oh my. So we should be extra careful. Yeah, I had my suspicions. Uh, hang on, where's my character sheet? You got a weapon with us? <laughs> You've got your. Weapon, I don't even yeah. know what weapon attack effect, uh, affects those things. Would I have brought a rifle with me? Because that's my skill in weapons. That's a fairly good question, especially considering what he said and what George has just told us. What the fuck have you just posted? Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Craig keeps talking about the colour baby, so I'm ripping I don't, I've left them. <laughs> I've moved on. Too late, I've brought it back. <laughs> and if you want to have your weapons with you because you're worried about encountering more terrible creatures from beyond time and space, that's not a bad idea. Alright, I've got my rifle, shotgun thing. Do I actually have the stats for that yet? Check your combat tab. I don't have stats. Nope, I don't have stats. I probably don't own a personal rifle. I have. I definitely don't. <laughs> Do you have the stats for your shotgun, Michelle? Uh, I've got damage, yeah. I have a flare gun, apparently. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, what kind of rifle do you have, Flinty? I don't know. <laughs> Just rifle. Whatever's good for, I don't know, shooting... Game. Shooting. Rootin' shooting. Mm. Well, I, on the news that there might be another colour there, I do turn to George's and say, uh, Master, we might want to consider getting some actual firepower if we're going back to the farm, and there's maybe another one of them there. Um, our weapons didn't seem to do much to it, but something with a bit more stopping power than a knife... Oh, may do better potentially. Yes, uh, Jenkins, make a call into the um, the security department. I'm sure they'll be able to hook us up with something. Uh, they're used to having to fight off uh, people from 
robbing trains or something. Uh, I make a call to the security department. Um, they can give you some handguns. Uh, do you have anything with a bit more kick? No, sir. We're only licensed to carry handguns. Right, handguns. By the master of the train. Ah, um... The old west, sir. We're not fighting off cowboys and horse rustlers trying to rob the bank train. No, it's worse than that. It's modern day people with modern day weaponry. Um... Can I get, like, since we had knives as well, am I able to get, like, a bayonet on the end of the rifle? I think that it would be perfectly logical that someone of my stature goes hunting quite a lot. I will have access to shotguns. I'm probably terrible at it, but I'd have access to them. You have a bayonet, Flinty. Thank you. Um, so what kind of hunting do you do, Georgians? Do you stalk the lovely deer? Do you shoot clay pigeons? Mm-hmm. Do shoot uh, I do all of these things. I, I, I think definitely, definitely, you know, field hunting, you know, deer, boar, whatever. Um, and definitely there'll be some clay pigeons. So there's going to be shotguns and there's going to be high powered rifles. Have a high powered rifle. I'm making this available to everyone, so I'm assuming there'll be a few if they don't already have their own. Adding colour baby to encounters with strange entities. Um, where is he? Samuel Jenkins. Are you about to edit my sheet? Okay. There will be sheet editorizing. (sighs) My room's got too many boxes in it. I don't like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving you all American guns. Yay. Ah, the proper stuff. And I guess I should give Michelle some weapons as well. I've got a a 16-gauge shotgun and a survival knife. 16-gauge? Wow. Farmers tend to have bigger shotguns than when you're... you're A farmer. Everyone and their mums is packing around here. That shotgun damage that you've put in, is that literally only... Is that like long at 50 yards, 1d6? Yeah, it's quite low, isn't it? Um, hang on, I haven't got your couch yet. I've just pulled it out of the compendium. That is the... Um, what range is that, actually? Let's have a look. That's short range. I'm pretty sure shotguns are 4d6. I've got 2d6 plus 2. Sure. <laughs> oh well, we've got a whole different number of numbers then. Yeah, you've got a different type of shotgun. That okay. is the close range damage. Wow, one d six. I just used the fucking rifle. Oh yeah. no, that, that's the fifty yard damage. Yeah, I did say. 
I'm guessing you've got the mid-range damage only there, Michelle. No, no, Michelle's got all three. Oh, she just said cheap. Oh, whatever. I give up. (laughs) (laughs) And we all went on with our lives. No wibbly shit. 2d6. Michelle's got a different type of gun, Craig. Yeah. I'm adding yours in. Damage. You crit failed your rifle. Was it a skip job? It was done there. <laughs> hey, I'm also crit failed. I still think that's a bug. <laughs> yeah. Craig's rifle back on. You might want to double check Michelle's because it's just been established she's got a larger Ooh. shotgun than us. Yeah, only has two d six plus two. Yeah, I added guessing that Ash's one. editing. I'm doing okay. stuff. Okay, just making sure. All right, Craig's is now correct. Thank you. Um. Just read that a group of three people just broke one of the Zodiac Killer's ciphers. Interesting news. Cool. Did one of his messages. What's the Zodiac Killer messages? The, the Zodiac Killer in the in the nineteen sixties uh, killed that they know of five people, but he's suspected he called a load more. They never caught him, and he used to send uh, coded messages into um, the local newspapers and things like that, and they they never managed to decode most of them. George's shotguns are correct. Jeremiah doesn't have a shotgun. No, I only have the rifle. Yeah. And um, what was wrong with Mary's? Craig, you were you were waffling about. Michelle was saying about only having one that has two d six plus two. Yeah, oh, close yeah. range. Oh, that's okay. Fair enough. It's just where it was a bigger shotgun. It sounded like it should have better. Mm, I might be wrong. It seems confusing. You added a line, Ash, and then it went. I presume that was correct. Yeah, that was the wrong... So what kind of shotgun do you have, Michelle? I have... 16 gauge, you said. 16 Shotgun to, to be fair, to be fair, Craig, I think um, the confusion there is that a sixteen gauge is actually a less powerful shotgun. Oh right, okay. Yeah, Realize that. yeah. A, farm, a farmer doesn't need a hunting shotgun. They're, they're shooting normally to just scare things off. I didn't realize either. No. Yeah, Michelle's damage is correct. Fair enough. Do you take a rifle as well, Mary? Um, or do not bother. Yeah. Yeah, Georges can get your rifles. Okay. There we go. 
You get a rifle. You get a rifle. You get a rifle. Everyone gets a rifle. Um, everyone's. <laughs> but no ammo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to assume Jenkins has grabbed, like, ammo. Yes. <laughs> Reload me, Jenkins. <laughs> to be fair, I'm just going to be standing behind Jenkins. Defend um, me, Jenkins. Bang. The on my possessions, it's got the point fourteen Martini Henry rifle twice. Oh, it's because I added one by mistake and then hang on. There we go. Check it again. as well. Okay. Why does he attacks me? Uh, it means you can attack twice. You can, you can shoot both barrels at once with your shotgun. But then what's, what's the one slash three when you've only got one ammo and a rifle? It's an interesting question. I don't know what that means. What's that, sorry? On the rifle, attacks, it's got one slash three. I wonder if you can fire it in a burst mode, potentially. But it's only got one bullet in it. One bullet? Oh, yeah, that's weird, then. Not a fucking clue, um, then. That three is modern. If it was modern, oh. then you'd have a magazine in that, and you could fire off three at once. Okay. There we, go. we can only file one at once for all of those. Yeah. Okay, you have done... Uh, George's has made a couple of calls and got someone to bring him guns, which you've loaded into some bags, into the train. You have uh, Jeremiah's car loaded onto a flat bag truck attached to the car. You have rope, cameras... Uh, two cameras, um, film, ammunition, snacks. You're ready to return to Arkham. And a torch, just in case. You never know. Uh, so you go up the night before? Yep, Thursday. Uh, you Are you staying in the same hotel? Mm. I oh, I don't yes. know. They, they didn't do a really good job of protecting us. Good point. Um, Do you want to move hotels? What's the next best hotel? <laughs> I'll just find the hotels for you in Arkham. Okay. Uh... Of course, we could just settle for the same hotel, knowing that it wasn't their fault, and also yeah. knowing that, that we could probably still get it like cheap, or maybe even free this time. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of where I was about to go. Yeah. It's the best hotel in town. The rest of them are a bit boarding housey. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll go there. We'll, we'll play. We'll play the whole. Oh, you know, we didn't feel safe last time. Card you know, just to keep up appearances. Uh, yeah, but they're they're happy to have you back because you know, even with a discount thrown in, they're still making money on their suite in the middle of January. So. Uh, It's um, 
quite late by the time you get there. The streets of Arkham, the main streets have been plowed clear. You settle into your hotel. Um, You are planning to head out to the Garden of Farm tomorrow, I assume? That is indeed the plan. I asked Jenkins to do the usual. So sort out some dinner, blah blah blah. Mm. Mm. I'll make a reservation for us in the restaurant downstairs. Um, as you are settling in for dinner, uh, a gentleman that you all recognise, the chief detective, walks out <laughs> the restaurant. Aha. Uh, Detective Harden he walks over ah Mr. Nagelmackers I'm sorry to interrupt your uh, dinner but I'd just like to let you know that we've captured the man who uh, broke into your hotel the other night oh that was fast work yes well we caught him sleeping rough uh, out back of the hotel he uh, fits the description of gentleman with a black scarf and black hat um, so we have arrested him on uh, manslaughter charges uh, the good judge has decided to just wave the case through so I just wanted to let you know that the perpetrator has been caught and uh, will be executed probably for killing oh, that God. innocent young woman oh no oh your sanity everyone <laughs> oh no yeah oh. <laughs> Um, where's my sanity gun? There it is. Not yet. Oh, no. Oh, oh, really guilty about this, George. I really do. I didn't want someone to die. Uh, I was, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised I got through that. Yeah. You're all feeling a bit, oh, crap. You don't lose any sanity, George, but you're just, you just know this is going to give you nightmares if you don't do something. Can Jeremiah yeah. not swindle the case that he like rules and um, he's like in charge of it so he can like do the sentencing? That's a conversation we need to have with him right now. <laughs> uh, yet the chief detective gives you a friendly pat on the shoulder. Don't worry, sir. We've got the man. Job done. He looks good. He's caught a caught the manslaughter. You know the murderer who killed that innocent woman. Uh, chief detective Harden, sir. Would you like a cup of tea? I can't stay. I've got to get home to the wife and the kids, but I just wanted to let you know the good news as I heard you're back in town. Of course, sir. Uh, yes, he nods, thank nods you. to you all, and uh, he'll get back in his car and drive off. I turn around and immediately say, we need to correct this wrong. <laughs> mm. I think uh, one, one thing I mentioned before was if the autopsy matches a blunt trauma, it probably won't. If we can at least get him off the murder or um, manslaughter charges, that will probably be enough to save his life. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah, that needs to be our first port of call then. So I guess we need to arrange to go to the coroner's office. Will we? They wouldn't tell us anything, would they? They're not just going to tell us anything. Uh, your best bet. Roll your intelligence, Linty. <laughs> Uh, yes. You probably need to go and see the judge who's presiding. There'll be a local judge for Arkham. Mm-hmm. You know he's called Judge Randall. Uh, you suspect he has 
You see, especially in a small town like this, it would probably like we've the police have found a guy who matches the description. Young woman was dead. It's January. It's snowing. Guilty. Done. They're not really doing this properly. Well, it is properly. It's all within the law, you know. Um, you don't need to have a trial by jury if all the evidence is uh, yeah. 100% there in front of you. No question about it. Guy is clearly guilty. It's 1920s. There isn't, you know, it's 1920s rural town America. Uh, the mm-hmm. justice system is a little bit fast and loose with, you know, trial juries and uh, checking all the evidence. Yeah, fair enough. You probably need to drop by because you're interested and be like, oh, yeah, I'm an interested, yeah, I'm an interested party. I mean, you probably need to find some evidence that doesn't match and be like, oh, this doesn't match. And then the judge will be like, oh, well, I guess we should have a proper trial then, shouldn't we? <laughs> And I've already got one thing to look for. Okay. Uh, but dinner is awkward the rest of that evening. <laughs> um, is anyone doing anything else except for having a lovely dinner? Serving a lovely dinner. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't get to have a lovely dinner, Jenkins. You get, like, cold. I'll have some nice sandwiches afterwards. He does like his after sandwiches. He does. Also, it's not awkward when you're eating by yourself. Yes, Craig, but there is a poor innocent man who's going to be condemned to execution for a crime he didn't commit. So much worse in the war, which still haunts me to this day. Sanity test, Jenkins. <laughs> as you let your mind wander to those terrible times. Seriously, I got a fucking extreme. Extreme. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yes, I'm happy. I'm not going to take any sanity away. I just want to make you roll some dice. You like rolling dice. <laughs> if it helps, if you're still here on Saturday the 14th, the Wax Museum will be open. <laughs> well, why wouldn't we still be here on Saturday the 14th? <laughs> We're hoping to finish here tomorrow and leave... You must leave. Mm-hmm. Well. You um, do the thing. You sleep. You um, go to bed. You have a peaceful night. Arkham dawns grey and dreary. There is fresh snow on the streets. It's Friday the 13th, 1928. January. The cult of the Bloody Tongue have completed their ritual on Grey Dragon Island. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> now, now, that's, um, that's tomorrow, a year from now. Oh, no, no, that was tomorrow, four years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that happened in 1926. Or did it? Okay, you are up for breakfast. Are you going to head straight out to the gardener farm? What's mm. (laughs) 
One thing I suggest that we should also do, which is actually uh, much less high risk, we should revisit the libraries where we went and the newspaper archives, if possible, and actually take pictures of the tampered with articles. Mm. Yes, good shout. Yep, that would look good. You also yep. have you have copies of the um, actual proof that that professor at the observatory gave you. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, look, here's the official papers that we found, which have clearly been tampered with, because here's the real ones that we've got hold of copies of. Well, it's just the other ones had literally had bits cut out of them with a razor blade, remember? That's what I meant, the tampered with ones. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you sure you're remembering the right bits, Greg? Fairly. The official records for the Gardener Farm have just been sealed. Mm. The the, the blades was the Tillingast family tree. Mm. I thought they thought both had been doctored in the same way to some extent, but okay. No, the official records from the council on the Gardener Farm incident have just been sealed and aren't available anywhere. They're locked in a box somewhere in Town Hall. You never got hold of those. But the uh, professor had, like, clandestine copies. Do you head out to the farm? So, uh, where, so where did we get to with the, the person about to be executed thing? You Have you checked on that? I, I doubt it's going to happen instantly. Is it? No, no, it would take months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. let's sort out this farm business first, and then oh. we can go to the uh, town hall or wherever, the local magistrates or wherever it is. Makes sense. Makes sense. Look at it this way, so as well. Uh, the man was homeless on the streets. He would probably have frozen to death in this weather, very likely anyway, and he's actually got a roof over his head and three square meals a day. Ah, Jenkins, ever the pragmat- <laughs> pragmatist. I like it. It helps. Yes. As true as that might be, Jenkins, I am a man of justice, and this is not justice. That's, that, that's not to be disputed, uh, Judge. Judge um, Judge Olson, he's clearly um, not guilty. So clearly, we do owe him a bit of a debt of gratitude, which can at least extend to trying to get him out of this predicament. I was just merely stating that at this very moment, though he may be a little bit stressed at his future predicament, he's actually in a better place at the moment. It's a fair point. Let's not forget about the man, though. <laughs> of course. Okay, we head. Let's head, let's head to the farm. Let's uh, let's do what we came to do, and uh, hopefully move on as quickly as possible. Shall I do me a drive? Do your drive, please. I'll spend one luck. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it when people have to spend the luck. Spend the lux. Get 
Okay, you drive on out to... Where is it? We do have a map of this. Aha, there it is. <clears throat> you drive out to the farm. Um, it takes you about an hour. Um, slightly slower going once you're out of the town. and There is snow on the road, so you have to go slowly. But you stop the car at the top of the valley just about a hundred yards short of where the um, of where the snow stops the snow stops just under the trees as you peer down towards the ruined farm alright let's start taking some pictures from here who's got the camera you have one and Michelle has the other. Oh. Cameras. Begin the photoring. Okay. Um. Do not drop them. Now, as <laughs> I know, neither of you has... Um, photography. Photography. Roll me your... Uh, roll me your dexterity at hard. Um, no. <laughs> you both take a photo, turn the wheel, take another photo, then you both kind of stop and are like, we should put films in these. <laughs> and take the lens caps off. You both sheepishly like exchange a look and like open the bag of photography. We'll just, yeah, we'll just agree not to uh, let the others know, just in case they were watching. Were we watching? Were you watching, or have you gone off to like look down at the valley and decide where else you want to go? I think we've already seen the valley. I want I'm to be watching. watching. Definitely watching. <laughs> well, you're spot hidden. Yeah. Hard, hard. Nope. <laughs> Did not see. I see things. Jenkins Damn doesn't it. understand these um, technical things. But yeah, George, you definitely see Mary and Jeremiah open the backs of their cameras. Take out a canister of film and like thread it through. I chuckled to myself. <laughs> and then they removed the lens capses and like, okay, let's try this again. All right. All right, dexterity at hard. Oh, <laughs> this is going so well. You start I, 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 I have so through. much worse luck in this Cthulhu than the other Cthulhu. <laughs> you have like 12 in the other Cthulhu, Flinty. Twelve what? Luck. No, as in like actual real luck, yeah. not in-game luck. Right. <laughs> uh, you're taking photos, they just won't be the best photos in the world. Um, but you're getting photos, you know, it's not too hard to take a photo of snow, suddenly snow stops and it's just bare earth. There isn't even any grass under on this bare earth, it's just a bare grey soil heading down to the farm. Like yeah. from it. You take um, about 20 minutes to take some photos. Are you going to head down? Yes. Are we walking down? Oh yeah, didn't we establish the last time this was like six miles or yeah, something? Yeah, it's not small. It's quite a... It, remember, it's, it's a large farming valley. Yeah. So like like that, you know, you've got to walk about it is about six miles to get there. Hang on, let's just check. Uh, 
Oh, the scale is wrong. Yeah, we had this discussion a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was a few miles. But yeah, okay. it's a few miles. I mean, the only problem with that statement is that means the building le- labelled FB must be nearly half a mile wide. That's amazing. I think we just have to accept it's not to scale in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Well, remember, this is farm buildings. This is a series of buildings. Yeah, yeah oh. fair enough. We'll, we'll, we'll hand wave and this one. We will. We will. It's not to scale. You, you start heading down. It is warmer. After you head down, you can literally feel the air is warmer as you head down into the valley. Um, you have to loosen your scarves and, like, maybe pull your gloves off and tip your hat back because you're all dressed up for the snow. Mm. But it's definitely warmer. Uh, roll your intelligence, Mary. Yay! You stop. You you thought about this back in the thing, so you've got a thermometer with you. So you take a picture of her thermometer back in the snow and out here in the valley, and there's ah. a good six degrees difference. Mm. But that'll be good photos. Mm. That'll be good for the uh, the presentation, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, that's some scientific proof right there, you know. But you continue to walk down towards the farm. It takes about an hour and a half, nearly two hours to traverse the distance. Now, you're walking downhill, so it's not too bad. And you can see on either side, you know, this must have been the field where their cattle would have grazed or where they would have grown crops. But they are just all sear, grey dirt fields. There's no life at all. No weeds. Nothing. It's just dead. Would you like to take some photos of the fields? Yeah, I mean, just keep a, just obviously keep an eye on the amount of photos we can take with these films, I suppose. Mm. Roll your dexterity. Oh, good. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Clint's dice are not behaving today. I, I I'm not that good in the dice rolls in Yogg's I'm better at ma- masks. <laughs> Maybe if I kill you, it will help? Maybe. We can try. <laughs> <laughs> George takes out a shotgun and blows Olsen's head off. <laughs> but Olsen rolls an extreme success on his dexterity this time. <laughs> Incentives! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, you continue to make your way down to the farm. You arrive at the gate and the fence surrounding the farm. What about my shot? You did a really good shot. Yay! You got a good picture. Oop. A nice one, just a, just a landscape picture showing the sear fields all the way back towards the forest. Um, but you arrive at the farm. It's quiet. And, oh my god, Nathan has root beer. I want I do have root beer. Uh, and it's A&W. Oh, yeah. Oh, but it's specifically, because uh, let me tell the story of why I got this, because I've always loved A&W root beer. 
Obviously, having seen your um, Amazon wish list, Ash, I saw that you had A&W Root Beer on your wish list, which reminded me to buy myself some. Um, but the one you have listed on there isn't the – it's a slightly different uh, formula for my A&W. This is the one that specifically states that it's made with aged vanilla. It's, it's a darker can. This is the one you want. Yeah, there's several different flavors. I normally have, like, different – what flavor did you see on my Amazon wish list? Was it the slightly lighter coloured one? The it was the or- yeah, the more orangey coloured one, uh, yeah. That means someone's bought me the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it is good, though. It's good. I mean, I, I try to limit how much I have of it because the, you know, the calorie contents of cans of this are mental. But Yeah, uh, I haven't had any for months. But I, me and Peter will get a case of 24, and that's 12 each. Yeah. Your calories, mate. Sorry, is that your calories? Oh yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a hundred and seventy calories in a can of this. So yeah, I I at most have one a day at most. Yeah, at most I will normally fill my jug with ice and two cans, and that will last me like all day. Yeah. Um, with the ice slowly melting in it, and ah. Oh. That's <laughs> yeah, amazing. I love it. Anyway, you've arrived at the farm. The farm mm. is of more interest than the root beer. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where, where are people going? There's the uh, farm. There's the chicken coops full of the amalgamated bodies. There's the barn with the amalgamated llama bodies. Oh. I, I um, think we just want the well, right? <laughs> there's the farmhouse. Oh, no, we did want photos of the body. Oh, we do. We there's do. There's the yeah. farmhouse with the young woman and the young boy merged together. They're oh God! Oh, that, yeah. I don't think I even saw that one. Uh, no, only I did. Oh, I um, I'm I, I'm happy to do the bone fragments of the chickens and maybe <laughs> yeah. just a photo of the downstairs of the house. I'm not taking a photo of the first <laughs> mother and yeah. son. <laughs> That's creepy. Are you go? Are you splitting up to get your photos? Splitting up into groups of two? Or are you walking around as a group like a great big group of pansies? Well, it was wibbly, but I see no reason that we would go, oh no, we all have to stay together. So I think we'd potentially split, but we'd still make sure we're in yeah, on our own. Contact. So yeah. Jeremiah's going to the chickens. Who's going with Jeremiah? Oh, God, you've got the other camera, Michelle. Oh, okay. I could always take a camera off you. Okay. Or, or, or whatever you want to do. I'll, I'll go. Actually, with... I would stay with George's. Yeah. So, yeah. So we better grab a camera then. Okay. So you two are going to the farm buildings and the chickens. Where are you going, George's? Uh, to the barn because I think that's where we saw like Llam- the weird fused llamas. Uh, before, before we split, I do say, um, uh, guys. Uh, whoever's got the camera obviously take pictures and whoever hasn't got the camera do stay alert we think another of those things might be here remember yeah yeah agreed okay um, I I give George's my camera because it's clear that uh, Mary's doing a better job of it than I am <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay you split up you arrive at the barn George's and Jenkins. It's tall, decrepit looking structure. Weathered, abandoned. You shuffle inside and at the back is I do not look at it. I freaked the fuck out last time. 
<laughs> Roll your sanity, Jenkins, to see if you can even go inside the barn. Yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not even sure I want to. Um, oh, you can be sane. I steal myself for my master. Yes, that's yeah, a spirit. Yeah, George's at the back is the mound of bones, llamas fused together. It's disturbingly wrong. It is. Do you want to I start it? taking photos. Roll your dexteritoire. Yeah. I am there dexterous. You get a really good photo of this thing. You get several really good photos of this thing. Oh, good. You're lining up and you're like... <laughs> if you're going to do this, you're going to do it properly. Uh, Jenkins, roll papow. Papow? Oh, we didn't make the hard. That's fine. He didn't say hard, so I'm I thought he did, sorry. I did. No. Oh, I thought he said papow. He said papow at hard. Papow at hard. I didn't hear that. Uh, Do I lock it? I don't know. I I don't have the luck. Yeah, it's a lot of luck, isn't it? Yeah, I, I can't. Not not really yet. I like this game where everyone has low luck. Yeah. We know you fucking do. It makes <laughs> you look experienced having high luck before. You've had high luck in the past, Craig. Yes, when I was playing Chai, and that was about it. She'll be on her way back now that I've killed you. Killed Liza. I did not. Arona started that mess. He did. He did. He should never have read that scroll. And I should never have passed that spot hidden. You uh, are watching George's take photos when you notice there is a change to the colour of the light in this barn. It was gloomy and dark, but the first time the flash goes off, you notice it lingers, Jenkins. There's mm. a strange green tinge at the edge of your vision, but when you turn to look at it, there's nothing there, and it seems to shift. Like, out the corner of your eye, you can see this green halo around, like, a pillar holding up the roof. And then, flash, another photograph. And the green tinge is ever so slightly brighter. Um, lurking just at the edge of your vision. George's doesn't seem to have noticed anything because he's busy peering through the viewfinder and like giggling his camera around and like click button. I mean, it's got one of those little. It's got a built-in flash. Do they have built-in flashes actually? Uh, I don't think they would. Um, no, they do. They they look like. Um. They are essentially. Um, let me find a good one. This isn't the correct kind of camera, but it is the correct period for the flash. They look like that. I sent it in Telegram. They are literally just like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Like they're, they're massive, great big. It's just a light bulb in a reflector dish on a yeah. stand. It's not exactly integrated, but it's a part of the camera. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it attaches on the front, and, it, and 
you know, it, it's set to go off when you press the shutter button. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I like how the light bulbs in the bottom left are called flash tubes. Yeah. The flash tube. Well, you can normally only use them for one or two flashes and then the light bulb burns out. God. Um, ma- master, uh, could could you stop taking pictures a moment? Uh, y- y- yeah, sure. What have you seen, Jenkins? It, it may be, be nothing. I mean, it could even just be the flash itself making my eyes go a bit funny, but I wasn't looking at the flash. And Can you see a greenish haze kind of on the edge of your vision, Master? The sound of him saying this, I back the fuck up to the entrance of the bomb because I don't like colours. <laughs> or the sound of colours. So um, I back up whilst looking around to see if I can see this greenish tinge. Roll your pow at hard. No. <laughs> As you back up, George, as you're looking around, and you look, your eyes glance over the llama pile. And you notice this, which I will send you in Telegram. Oh no. <laughs> Is it a unicorn? With a, with a rainbow backdrop? Yes, it's a unicorn. It says, Hi, Charlie! <laughs> Entirely how Kemi would act in that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, I, I think I, you I, might have just seen what I saw the first time that freaked me the fuck out. Um, you lose one sanity, Georges. I say, Jenkins, the llamas are looking at me. Even uh, now. Yes, um, I thought that happened the first time. Let's leave right yep. now. Yep, we leave. Roll your sanity one last time, Georges. Extreme. As you're backing away, you have the sense of mind to hold the camera up and take one last picture of the llama pile as you're backing out of the barn. Because, you know, you might as well try and get this on camera. It's true. You know, you you can pass it off as just crazy effects of the radiation. Yep. Or something. Yep. Or... Done. You two back out of the barn. You're like, yeah, that's enough. Mary and Jeremiah, you arrive at the chicken coop. Roll your spot hidden, Jeremiah and Mary. Beaten. Beaten. I am eyes closed. Mary, Mary is speeding. Uh, I just typed Mary into Telegram instead of Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you didn't put anything in to spot hidden? Wow. She doesn't want to see anything, yet she's succeeding. <laughs> I think Michelle has learned how to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's going, oh no, you're seeing this. The problem is, you never know with spot hidden whether it's something you absolutely must see or something that is going to kill you by seeing it. Yeah. Mm. 
There we go. Michelle has a message. Or not? No, they were dead like this last time. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, yeah, as Mary says that, carry on, Michelle. Okay. Oh, they, they were in the middle last time, in the in hmm. the run, and now they're all up against the fence, all looking at us. Well, I don't know, maybe the wind blew the bones about a bit? It has been snowing around here. It wouldn't surprise me if the wind picked up. Is there an open door or is it all shut? Uh, it's all shut up. There is a there is a gate you can open to go into the chicken run. But oh, just... This is inside. It's not a coop. Yeah, this is the outside. There, there is the, the hen house and then there's an outside chicken run. Okay. Oh, so this is outside? Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, this, is, this is like lots of small buildings where, like, you know, the milking parlour and the... Oh, yeah, take a you can roll me your dexterity. Oh. You can roll it again. I assume you take more than one. Yay! <laughs> Flinty. Roll pow. Pa-pa-pa-pow. Pa-pow. As Mary Pa-pow. takes the picture, again, because it's quite gloomy, the flash goes off. And out of the corner of your eyes, you see the chicken coop. It's glowing with a faint mauve aura. But when you turn to look at it directly, there's nothing there. So you're like, you shrug it off the first time and turn back to look at Mary. But again, out of the corner of your eye, there's this mauve light. The whole, not the chickens, the chicken run itself. The chicken coop. Only Jeremiah has seen this. Yeah. You're busy taking photos. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's like a hen house, and that's what he's seeing glowing, and then there's around it, there's just like, you know, a wired fence. Purple. Oh, God. Mary? Yeah? Could you take a photo of the hen house? Just. Sure. J- j- yeah. Boo, what happened there? I only clicked it once. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary, oh. as you take a picture the flash pops and breaks so you need to stop and replace the flash uh, tube okay. and reload it um, and now when you may roll dexterity again once you've reloaded it <coughs> oh, very good you roll pal yeah you just clap yourself Michelle <laughs> <laughs> As you take the picture and the flash goes off, the whole chicken coop glows with this purple light, and you can feel like that. You notice not just the hen house this time, but the whole chicken run is glowing with this mauve light. And Do I Mary, see it? Yeah, you see it this time, Mary. You have to roll me constitution. <laughs> Mary, again, like back in the hotel room with the slug, you feel it. Your life force being drained out of you. Ugh. You lose six hit points. What? Oh, sorry. 
Uh, Mary sort of like staggers and sags against you, Jeremiah, looking pale and like, oh. Uh, yeah, I, I, I catch her and I go, let, let, let's get away from this building. You so back I, across I the farmyard and yeah, George yeah, is and, and Jenkins bustling towards you. You meet oh. up in the middle. Awesome. Very, this has been quite an experience. There's some strange stuff going on here. Yeah, the, the, the chicken coop is being all strange as well. How so? Uh, it, it, every time we take a photo, it seems to glow. And it's yeah. making Mary feel very faint. We had something similar, except... Yes. Um... I just need to grab a glass of water so I can take my pills. Carry on talking. Mary, you might want to tell them that it drained your life force. I'm aware of that, okay. It's drained my life force. It's done what? <laughs> That's alarming, is it? I don't know how I would know that, but... <laughs> I, I think he was rushing a bit, but I think what he meant to say is, tell them it was exactly the same sensation as the other night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is what he was trying to tell you to say. <laughs> it felt the same from that slug from the other night. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I I don't know about you guys. So the llamas in there, they glowed green, and I remember the one from the hotel room glowing purple. Does that does that have any significance to anyone? I don't know, but the chicken coop was sort of a mauve, purpley colour. That's concerning, then. I I, I think we've got enough photos. <laughs> yeah, if the barn yeah. is changing colour and the chicken coop is changing colour, two different colours. Are we dealing with more than one of those slugs? I'm starting to think we brought some gasoline with us. Yeah, last time we were here, and I saw what when I thought I saw one of those slugs in the well. I'm pretty sure that was purple as well, and that's probably related to the one we brought back to the hotel, maybe. But it certainly sounds like we've got multiples here still. So if we could burn it down, I would burn it down. Everyone roll spot hidden. Speeden, speeden. Stop spotting things, Georges! Oh, I saw something as well! Oh, no! <laughs> uh, did Mary see? No. Nope. I'm going to... S- oh, you hard and extreme success. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just going to send you some messages of what you see. Uh, George has got the hard, so I'll do Flinty first. No, no, I got the hard. He got the extreme. Yeah, that's what I yeah. mean. The hard first. Ah. I'm really hoping that what you send us starts with the words sunshines and lollipops. Maybe trouble they Tesco's finest shortbread swears. Oh, I am well gel right now. <laughs> well gel. I want Craig, drop some shortbreads off. It's only an hour and a half from Ramsgate to my door. There's a Tesco's close enough that you can go yourself. Yeah, but I'm in I'm isolation. Not- yeah, that involves going outside. <laughs> They're amazing. I mean, I might put in like an online shopping order just to deliver as many of them as it takes to uh, fulfil the minimum order. I do love these. 
Oh. They are so good there. Yeah. So good. I figured if we're about to die, I need a pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've sent that to Michelle. Uh, not Michelle, Flinty. Uh, no, you didn't send it to me. Oh, wait, you did, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> see, there Okay. I'll let uh, George get his message first. <laughs> that response tells you everything you need to know. Okay. That <laughs> got a fucking slug on the head. <laughs> well, we all have slugs now. We all float down here, Georgie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I bet in modern-day Call of Cthulhu that Stephen King is actually a character I see, and he's the writing version of Shipley. Could be, yeah. I'm on a forum on Facebook for Pathfinder, and there's someone that's on that, joined that group, um... Called um, Richard Backman, which is a pen name for Stephen mm-hmm. King, and the photo of him looks just like a young Stephen King. I swear, Stephen King is on the Pathfinder group. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. I sent you a message, Nate. You have. <laughs> well played. Um... Oh dear! Oh dear! That um, good, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you see, but I'm like, guys, there is coloured fog everywhere. Yeah. There's fog coming out of the barn, out yep. of the chicken coop, out of yep. the well, out of oh. the edges of the forest. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> we are being blocked in by coloured fogs right now. Well, we have to run. Everyone, yeah. stand quick check. As you ah. all kind of draw together, what? back to back, and are like, oh no. <laughs> Okay, I'm fine. Did everyone pass? Oh, come on! (laughs) (laughs) Everyone who passed loses one sanity. George's loses... three sanity. George's just dropped below coin flip territory, just so you know. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) We only have one Cthulhu Mythos! How are we below 50? Oh, no. Keep looking at artworks of terror. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you all back against each other, and George just lets out a little whimpering sound. Yeah. Um, the fog rolling down from the high ground is thick, grey, but there, every now and then it ripples, almost like there's something moving in it. It's like a sheen of colour that seems to move inside the barrier of the fog. Uh, the fog filling the barn is starting to spill out. Um, Mary, roll spot hidden at hard. Oh, oh, just a normal success. Damn. Oh. Uh, Jenkins, roll spot hidden at hard. Come on, Jenkins. You're our, you're our guy. No! Oh, my God! 
You can't see through the fog, Jenkins. There is <gasps> fog, thick, thick fog oh, all man. around you. You can't see the others. There's just fog. You are alone in the fog. Where are you all? Master. Fog is falling <laughs> all around me. Where are you? People screaming. Having <laughs> <laughs> fun. Uh, you notice that Jenkins is gone. What? Jenkins! Master! The fog Wait, is... Like two miles away. Jenkins is gone. The fog is up around your ankles now, and Jenkins is just suddenly gone. Um, I I just sort of panic and flail around. I don't know what's going to happen now. I've got no answers to this situation. I've pulled up my rifle and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> I keep yelling for Jenkins. Can I fire around into the air? <gasps> my flare gun. I fire my flare gun. Oh. Okay, Jenkins, uh, we'll do you first. Sanity check first, if you realise you're alone. You Blast can, it! You can, you can cope with this. Now fire your shoot around into the air. Everyone else, uh, well, listen. Oh my god! Oh, wait, 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 wait. You're oh, okay. I got it, I got it, I yeah, got it. Oh, please, oh. okay. <laughs> At least someone listened. Yeah, jeez. My God, Mary, you're just like completely sense-deprived. Sense <laughs> <laughs> 30 in spot hidden and listen. <laughs> She's a yeah, farmer. Right. She doesn't need to see and hear things. She's got people to do that for her. That's amazing. Uh, where were we? Oh, yes. Uh... Jeremiah, you hear a muffled sound coming from your the northwest. Now you were firing your flare gun, weren't you, Georges? I was. Fire flare gun. Uh, flare gun. Oh, oh no! No, I'm not online because of that. I've just realised something. Oh no, no! Why did you do that? You fire the flare gun. You're not. You're aiming straight up, so you don't miss. You yeah, can't yeah, miss yeah. the sky. But the moment you fire it and it bursts into phosphorus flame, fog surges up around you all, engulfs the flare, and seems to suck all of the heat out of it. And this empty, oh. lifeless cartridge thumps to the floor next to you, crumbling into dust as colours oh. seem to leach through the fog around you, growing stronger and thicker. That magenta light that should not be humming on the edge of your vision. Sanity checks, all three of you. And I'm just writing this. Oh, I'm going home. (laughs) 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 That's okay. Okay. Mary and Jeremiah lose one. George, flip for two. me. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going so fast. <laughs> you've now lost enough that I need you to roll me a d10. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What we need is for you to take off in wild panic to the northwest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> roll me a d8, Nate. Just take seven. It's always going to be seven. <laughs> Lucky sevens. Yeah.
Georges flees into the fog. <laughs> to, the, to the northwest fog. Yeah, <laughs> clearly the northwest is the most logical direction. Yeah, he ran west. Yes, it's could have been worse. Enough. Could have been worse. Uh, but you need to roll me your constitution, Nathan, as you run into the fog. Oh dear! Oh no! That is an oh, extreme. No. That is a critical. Oh, oh no! Hi, Georges. <laughs> He trips and falls into the well. <laughs> Good luck Lose. explaining how you lost your rich guy. Lose. I'm going back. <laughs> Lose five hit points as Mary and Jeremiah, as George's is flees, the strange magenta fog goes after him. Like the, the thick magenta cloud is following him. Um, you two are left alone together in the thick grey fog. There's a small patch of grey clear air around you, but otherwise it's just fog. What are you doing? Uh, Mary? Jerry? Uh, um, okay, so I heard I heard uh, Jenkins was over here, and uh, thingy has, George's has run this way, so I say we follow uh, uh, George's and just call out towards Jenkins see if we can try and get him to come this way as well okay you're heading into the fog that way George's calling out, calling out to Jenkins at the same time Jenkins even Hello. roll spot hidden oh. Jenkins <laughs> spot hidden then listen listen do we hear them drawing now you don't hear anything, but you do see for just a moment the bright red phosphorus glare of a flare, and then it is snuffed out, and there's just magenta fog that then replaces it for a moment, and then drops down and flows away. I know my master's got a flare gun, so I head towards where I see that. Okay. Cautiously forward. You step into the thick grey fog. Well, this is going well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, you start heading cautiously through the fog. George's roll up. I will not be lucky. Oh! Uh, you're running along when you feel the flare gun in your hand growing hot. And you right. just throw it away from you just in yeah. time for all the flares remaining in it to go off. <laughs> Wow. And then, but they they flare like they light, and then they snuff out instantly as the Damn. magenta light around you starts to grow stronger, and you run slap bang in your panic into the fence at the edge of the farmyard. Ice cream for Jenkins, not for ice cream. <laughs> Roll your dexterity. Dexterity. For fuck's sake. You go head first over the fence. <laughs> of course I do. 
landing with a thump. Okay. Jenkins, roll me your spot hidden at... No, your navigate. Oh, no. Oh, no. You've got 50 luck, right? No. <laughs> roll your spot hidden, Jenkins. Uh, you've been walking in what you think is the right direction when an eddy make opens a passageway in the fog. And you see the fence, and beyond it, the northern edge of the barn. You oh no, he's got, got further away. You have got lost. Um, I stop and try and take stock of a situation. Just wandering randomly is not the way to go here, I don't think. Um, so I see and stop and try and listen and try and see if there's any other clue of where I need to be going. Well, your pal. Um, my pal. Pal? Sending you a message. Oh, no. That was a good pal. It was a good pal. Sometimes pal rolls can betray you, though. Mm. Yeah, with power rolls. Not off off to the spot hidden. No. We were so close, Craig. We were so close together. Yeah. And badam, you're over there. Okay, um, now is the time for blind panic. I turn around and run towards that fence. I turn away and run in the opposite direction of that. Yeah, it's here. Yeah. Oh, you're running away. You're running north. Yes, north. Bye, Jenkins. Roll dexterity. Dexterity. You are sprightly, old man. <laughs> it's been a long time. No, 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 no. Mary and Jeremiah, roll pal. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Roll luck, both of you. Oh, no. Yeah, Mary. We got one. We got one. We got one. Yes! (laughs) Mary. Yeah? As you're stumbling along after George's, you find yourself standing in what looks like a large open expanse of dead grey dirt. Okay. Um, You're on your own. There's no sign of Jeremiah. You've lost him in the fog. Jerry, you're standing on the road, the hard, packed dirt and stone flagstone road. Wow, we couldn't be more fragmented. It's almost like the GM wanted this. Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing? Um, mm, the direction could... you were going in, you should have 
got to the fence and yeah, George's. I shouldn't. Yeah, and I should not have gone through it. Outside the farm, yeah. alone, Mary is missing. Well, if I can see the, can I see the floor? Can I? Do I know I'm on the road? Yeah, you can see it under your feet. Right. Then, in that case, whichever way I walk, I'm either going to hit the farm or I'm going to hit the forest eventually. So I'm going to try and walk in one direction and just keep looking. Roll me a D2. One, you follow it in one direction. Two, you follow it in the other direction. Okay. What is it? Slash roll. Slash roll 1D2. If you roll a a one, you're going to go this way. If you roll a two, you're going to go that way. Towards the farm. Towards the farm. Yeah, because obviously you're completely turned around. You don't know where you are. Yep, that's fine. Back that way. Mary, what are you doing? Um, have my um rifle out and call out and see if anyone can hear. There is no response to your voice. Can you hear? That's the thick, no. sluggish grey hog oozing all around okay. you. Can I fire a shot? Upwards, yep. but up and up to it, up and up and out to a distance, so it doesn't like fall back on us or anywhere. <laughs> uh, Jerry and Jenkins both roll. Listen, do I need to click on rifle shotgun? No, no, you're, you're shooting straight into the sky. Oh, I Jerry. got it, Jenkins. Jenkins, you hear a gunshot from this direction. Um. That seems slightly back towards where I'm running away from, but I will try and head sort of that way, I guess. So you're kind of going to go, you're going to curve. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm in. Yeah. Roll pal for me. Oh. Yes. Wow. You're stumbling through the fog for about maybe five, ten minutes. You think you're not sure. Time seems to not make sense in this fog when you stumble out of the fog and find Mary. Oh, Mary. Oh, Samuel. Um, what happened? I don't know. You're all just gone. Um, this may seem inappropriate, but would you take my hand, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, says, I feel that this may, might be a way of actually staying together. <laughs> Maybe. Potentially. Um, do you know where any of the others are? Any idea whatsoever? Have you heard anything? No, I've heard nothing. I shouted out, but no one heard. That's why I did the gunshot. I I think I saw things moving in the barn, Mary. Okay. The llamas. They were moving. Apparently they sound like chickens. Out of the fog. <laughs> <laughs> were those chickens in any state where they should be making that sort of noise, no, Mary? No, they were all dead. I like how you don't have to roll listen to hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the GM wants you to hear, you hear. You hear. <laughs> Where do you think that came from? Uh, it sounded like it came from this direction. But d- don't... From where, from where I was standing, do I know where the barn is or not? Are you... Think well. You should be over here, but you're somewhere uh, out. Uh, you don't know where you are. You're just somewhere uh, on the farm. <laughs> 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 
Okay. We need to find my master. Yeah. Don't listen. Um, I have no idea where I am in relation to my master, do I? Whatsoever. You've got no idea where anyone is except for Mary, who you found. Um, um, I don't know what to do. Uh, I think we should probably wait and see if we can hear where they are, potentially. They've got to make some noise at some point. Uh, hopefully they'll think to actually try firing their weapons into the air or some such like we have. Roll spot hidden. Spot who then? Both of us. Ooh! Jesus, Craig, what's going on? I don't know. Craig rolls when the chips are down. <laughs> Craig, luck. <laughs> you both see it. A shambling mass of bone and beaks <laughs> and glowing green light. Shambling slowly through the fog towards you both. Going... <laughs> <laughs> Which direction's that? There. Here. Uh, can we see it? Yep, you can see it coming through the fog, both of you. I am going this way at speed and I'm dragging Mary. Okay, you both run off into the fog. Both of you roll <laughs> sanity. Oh, oh it's no. Crit. It's not a crit, it's not a crit. Craig loses one, Mary loses two. Okay. Georges, you pick yourself up off the ground. We are going to need a rest after this. You dust yourself off a bit and are like, you've you kind of been knocked out of your, you know, fleeing in panic by falling over this fence. The flare gun's just been devoured. But the magenta light, you can literally see it. You're like surrounded by grey fog. But there is this patch of magenta fog that is literally flowing around you in a sort of spiral. It goes up and then comes back down. It is literally just floating around you and so through no. you. You can roll me constitution. That's a no from me. Um, be constitute. Just. At least it's a success. You're cold. Every time the light comes back down, it flows through you, and you can feel. Lose another hit point. Yeah. Um, okay, well, at this point, I would be looking to flee. Now, the only logical thing that I can think that I would do is that I would keep the fence to my side. Now, the direction of my travel, I don't, given that I've seen things, wouldn't be fair for me to yeah. direct. So I'm going to have to just D2 it, right? You're going to follow the fence. Yep, so yeah. roll me a D2. One, you go north. Two, you go south. Um, ah, I typed it wrong. One, D2. You start going south along the fence. Uh, the magenta light follows you. Roll constitution again. You lose one more hit point. Oh dear. But eventually, after about 15 minutes, you find the road. And roll spot hidden. In an I spot... In an eddy and a gap in the fog, you see the fence, the gateway, and along the grey, foggy path, what you think is another human figure on the other side of the farmyard, also, like, standing at the gate. Uh, I, so I just think it's a human. Yeah, you can't quite see who it is, but it's definitely someone you know. 
I, I yell out. Well, listen, Jerry. You've just reached the gate to the farm, Jerry. When you hear someone shout, and peering through the fog, you can see what you think is George's on the far side of the farmyard. Ugh. Over here! <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> it's Jerry! Get over here! The car is back this way! Do I hear this? Yeah, you... I, I get over the fence or through the fence or whatever I need to do to get the other side of the fence and leg it on the road, staying very firmly on the road. Roll pow. Powie. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Why? I was so close. As you reach this point, um, George's, you stop. I'm turned to look at the well. Oh, no. <laughs> the magenta light that was swirling around you. is You can almost hear the whispers in the back of your mind. It wants you to go to the well. Going to the well is a good idea. The well is a safe place. You will be safe in the well. Join the family in the well. I, I direct myself towards the well. Uh... Jerry, roll your spot. Yes. As George's <laughs> is running towards you, you can see he's surrounded by this magenta light. It's following him through the fog. And you see him turn and start to walk towards the well. <laughs> George's, no! <laughs> I, I notice he's not really paying attention to me, so I kind of run towards him, I guess. I'm, I might fire my gun. So, not at him. But <laughs> not Let's at take him, him down. Yeah. We're firing your Just, gun into the air. Jenkins and Mary, roll listen at hard. No. no. Not even close to hard. Okay. You reach the road. Yay! You have no oh. idea what direction... The um, the farm is or the car is. Um, it's impossible to tell with this fog. You can't even really tell which way the ground is sloping. You're just confused and disorientated. Roll a dice to see which way we go. Roll a d2. One is right, two is left. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> you start along the road. Okay, Georges, you've reached the well. You hear a gunshot behind you, but you ignore it. You've got your hands on the stone coping and you're leaning over to look into the well. Don't head into the light! There is a light down there. Such a gorgeous, beautiful, calming, magenta light. It's so beautiful. (laughs) It is. And for just a moment, reminds you of your wife. You can see ah, Constance. Her. Constance is down there in the well, holding out an inviting hand towards you. I make a step onto the well. Roll your sanity at hard. Nope. Okay. He's stepping. Um, judgment, jug trace. Roll your strength. Oh. Strength. <laughs> 
You are kidding. Oh, my oh, God. Yes. At the very last second, literally, George oh. is climbed onto the coping of the well. He's about to jump into it when you tackle him. Oh, my God. Schoolboy rugby tackle, remembering how to do it, and just knock him off the well coping. What the- <sighs> And you like, like lying on top of him. The magenta light pulses and tries to take you, Jerry. Roll pow. Oh, no. <laughs> this is where I fucking fail. Yeah, now we're both going in. Oh! oh. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Roll your sanity, Georges. <laughs> I must be sane. Ooh! It's almost like the magenta light is trying to focus on something else. And um, you snap out of it, you suddenly find yourself lying under Jerry, and you are well aware of what you were about to do, and that Jerry just probably saved your life. Wow. Oh my god. What, what's going on? We need to get out of here. Yes, Jeremiah, now get up and come with me. Yeah, I get up. <laughs> I, try, I try my best to do a 180 <laughs> the way I came. Both of you roll constitution. <sighs> Oof. Boom. Yes. You both lose one hit point. Oh dear. And as you reach the edge of the farm, looming out of the fog are two figures. Mary and Jenkins. Oh my god. Jenkins, Mary, thank god. Quick, take hands everyone so we don't see each other again. Take hands. The car must be that way. Yes, yes, let's Go, go! Lead! Go! Oh, I'm at the lead. I go! I'm on everyone. <laughs> everyone roll. How? Oh, oh no! no. Yes. There's yes. one. Oh. Three out of four. Jerry, roll constitution. Hard <laughs> pass. Okay. You're running through the fog. The magenta light is still following you as you follow the road desperately. Jerry, you feel drained. Lose three hit points. Three! God, I had a hard pass on the constitution as well. The magenta colour is looming around you and you're surging up the road when something lumbers out of the darkness to your left. It's a mass of bone. Shoot. Flesh. <laughs> the turn order came up, Craig. <laughs> it's got 105. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm about to do this. So you select your player and go to combat. And click what? Turn tracker. Uh, I what for me it's not actually it's not letting me oh because I've got the wrong got thing 65. on 65 yeah but it's there we go I don't think you have to click yourself on, on this one because it's just a stat isn't it it's not a calculation yeah it's just adding your stat to the thing How do I add my NPC? 
Oh, I guess there's no one to fight in this battle then. As, as you were, guys. <laughs> oh, there's a thing. I see a thing. What is this thing? Aha, there it is. It's, it's, it's the llamas. It's the mass oh, no. of bones, glowing llama, blue, purple. The magenta light pours out of the fog into this mass of lumbering bones. And all of their heads lean back on their tall, tall, skeletal necks and seem to cry into the air. Okay, uh, I am going to attack Jenkins. That's just rude. Do I need to try and dodge? You or? need to pow. I need to pow. Oh, it's pow roll, yeah. Oh, you're fine. You feel it trying... Like, the, the purple magenta fog flows out of its mouth. Mouths and seems to engulf Jenkins and um, then drift away. And you're like, oh, he didn't like that at all. Um, Why is Telegram being. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, George's, it's your turn. A horde of skeletal evil. Oh, everyone should sanity check. Seriously. Oh, oh yeah, about that. Wasn't our chicken sandwich? Oh, fuck's sake. Georges, stop it! <laughs> I'm in that danger territory with Sunny oh. now. This is going to happen a lot. All right, well, everyone, lo- everyone who passed loses two, because this thing is absolutely <laughs> terrifying. This is the massive... Emo- I, know, I, get it, I get it, I do get it. Georges loses four. <laughs> In the last wibble, half wibble, hour. Wibble, wibble. You need to roll me another d10. Oh, oh no! Oh, this was a bad time for needing to roll another oh. d10. Okay. Well, I know what I'm giving you. Uh, homeoclophobia. Fear of homeopathy. <laughs> Fear of fog. <laughs> Oh, cool. You are now useless to us. I mean, it's currently in effect. You, you're still able to think. You just want to get out of the fog. You're absolutely terrified. Oh, no. Uh, where is it? Fear of fog. Home. Me. Clo. Clophobia. Fear of fog. At least it's better than a fear of colour. <laughs> Everything must only be white or black. No colours allowed. <laughs> At least that would bring an end to your Shipley fascination. Yeah. This is true. Sadly, it didn't. Okay, yeah, George, you're, you're just absolutely terrified. I want to just keep running at this point. Okay. In which case, I, I start to run. I mean, I know it's roll kind of illogical, but... Roll strength. Uh, I can do that. Ooh. Yeah. Yep, you just pull away from everyone and charge up the road. Oh. I don't think that was a yeah moment. <laughs> if he power rolls now and something goes wrong, he just ends up fucking anywhere, nowhere near us. Yeah. Mary. 
there's a gigantic evil skeleton of bones filled with evil light trying to eat everyone. What do you do? Can I shoot it? You can indeed shoot it. You just rifle. <laughs> Will it be effective? Different Shot, question. <laughs> shotgun at close range. Woo! You need bang. To take, now roll your damage. Uh, how do I do that? Do I just click on it? Click on you the combat tab. You rolled on the combat tab rather than on rifle shotgun. Oh. So to just go and click your right, one of your things on your, your close range shotgun on your combat tab now, and it will do the damage, and we just do the roll. Yeah, you blow chips of bone all over the place as you shoot this thing. Samuel L. Jenkins. I... How, how close am I to it? Is it far, med, or close? Uh, you're, you're close range at this point. It's lumbered out of the fog and caught you all by surprise. Yeah, um, I'm guessing I can't move and drag the guys and shoot. No. And you can't shoot. Um, Mary's let go anyway to use her shotgun. Yeah, which... Okay, in which case, can I move a bit and shoot? You can move a little bit and shoot, but that will move... I saw George just go that way, so I would go as far as I can move this way and shoot. You're now medium range. Uh, yeah, sure, it's fine. Um, okay, at which point next turn? I won't do it this turn because I didn't declare it, but this turn I'll stay with shotgun. Next turn I'll swap to my wife for low. And uh, I miss anyway. Miss. And shoot Mary in the head. No! Uh, it wasn't a crit. It's okay. <laughs> so that was both. That was both of my loaded rounds in the shotgun, so I'd have to reload the shotgun to shoot it again anyway. Um, I'm going to try and do the same thing as Jenkins, sort of just run. Can I shoot first, then run? Yeah, you can shoot first, then run. Okay, so I need to go to my combat tab first, don't I? Yeah. Uh, How did you choose the... Oh, the, the, the range. There should um, be three versions of it on your combat. You don't have yeah. a shotgun, you only have a rifle. Oh, okay. So ah. okay. Oh, yeah. Um, you, oh, hit, nice. you do 17 damage. Damn. Practically max rolls there, Flint. That is a max roll. Well, it is a max <laughs> roll. Yeah. Oh, yes, there is. Uh, yeah. You blow a gigantic... You just hit something in the structure of this llama mass, and it just shatters. Heads are falling off, bone is crumbling, the magenta oozing mist is starting to rise back out of it. No! <laughs> it's going to attack Jerry. Um, Opposed power roll, please. Oh, 69, nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Georges, do you keep running? I guess I would, yeah. Logically. Uh, you run in amongst the trees, and then the fog is just gone. And you are in the grey, overcast, snow gently drifting out of the sky. Winter day. Behind you, there's this wall of fog. And then there's the car. I just get into the car and hide in the back seat. <laughs> You're not driving off, then? No, no, I'm not in the roll, fog anymore. Roll your sanity. Oh, oh, wow. With a bonus die, because you're not in the fog. Yeah. Yes. 
you do not drive off. <laughs> that fog is still quite close. It's yeah. right there. It could it could get you at any moment. That fog. You are sitting behind the wheel, ready to go in case the fog moves, but you haven't yeah. quite driven off yet. That's fair. That is what I would do. Mary, what are you doing? Um, uh, the skeleton's still there. Uh, it's pretty smashed up. But roll me your spot hidden. Yep. Oh. Skeletons are still there. Uh, I will shoot at it again. Shoot again. No. No. You miss, I'm afraid. Because there's massive chunks missing from it. Your shotgun blast goes through like a chunk. Samuel. Uh, on initially seeing that skeleton shatter and the fact that I know Georges ran off this way, I'm assuming that the only thing that's left to shoot her now is incorporeal mist, which isn't going to do a lot, and run full tilt after my master. Well, strength. You're running, but you're an old man. <laughs> you're a sprightly old man a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that yeah, he's, he's used up his reservoir of vim. <laughs> okay um, Jerry um, I grab Mary's arm and I just shout just run you run dragging Mary would you resist Mary or would you go with him I'll go with him Okay, the bones of fused llamas collapse and the magenta light flows after you and attacks <laughs> Mary roll pal Mary come on Mary come on Oh, oh no! Spend three luck. Spend three luck. Three luck. Okay. I'll spend three, three or four. Three. I don't know who wins draws. Draws. Yeah, defender always wins on a tie. Three luck. Spend. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, George is in the car. Mary, do you keep running? Yeah. You overtake. Well, you overtake the two old men. <laughs> Roll your strength. Bye. Oh, Does she overtake us? You go to overtake <laughs> the old men and trip, twisting your ankle on a, a flagstone in the road. With oh, a scream, Mary goes down. <sighs> you twisted an ankle, <sighs> Samuel. Of course, it's me next. I help Mary up. I wouldn't just run away and leave her. Roll strength. What are you trying to say, Craig? <laughs> I'm saying I don't really want to be doing this, but... <laughs> you stop and sweep Mary into your arms. But He's a sprightly old man again. <laughs> <laughs> There's a damsel in distress. Yes. Richness has been activated. <laughs> Jerry, do you want to keep running? It looks like Jenkins got this, so yes. Roll strength. <laughs> oh, dear. Boom. <laughs> yeah, Jeremiah is the spitely old man. You burst out of the fog and catch up. With, you see the yes. car. You leap into the car with George's. <laughs> I get ready to start the engine, yeah. <laughs> Why is that not working? Okay, uh, the colour gets one more turn to attack. Uh, it's going to attack Jenkins. 
Oppose power rolls, please. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh. Go on, Jenkins. Yes! <laughs> Lucky. Luck. <laughs> Don't believe this. I'm really sad because if this thing wins, it takes 1d10 points from strength on our decks and app. <gasps> Jesus! And 1d6 of hit points. Get out of there! <laughs> I'm trying! George is in the car, Mary is in Jenkins' hands. So this is down. Hang on, I'm just going to remove. George's is safe, Jerry is safe. Samuel, roll me on, strength with a penalty die because you're carrying oh. a woman. Oh no. If... Why didn't you get to your own feet on your turn? Because she's oh. broken and/or twisted her ankle. Oh. a chance to. She got a ninety-eight. Good. That's a hard. That's a hard. Penalty die. No. Oh, fuck. oh. Penalty. Forty-nine. No, that's a pass. That's still a that pass. A pass. <laughs> you are nearly at the edge of the fog. You hope. Oh. See, this is the problem. You got this. You got this. No, I'm going to fuck this next roll up. <laughs> Oppose no, power no, roll, please. Oh, no, not again. This is, uh, uh, Jenkins, 50. Oh, no. Oh, no. Take six hit points of damage, Kring. Oh, we didn't get to see the roll. Oh, you didn't even roll it. I was opposed. I did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh well, I can share with the screenshot. I turned whispered to keep it back. Yeah, on because I couldn't want to luck it. Okay, I can't luck oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go on. We go on. <laughs> and how much of everything else? Roll a d10. <gasps> yes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> the magenta light engulfs you, Jenkins. And you feel the horrible burning sensation all around you. Um, <laughs> you lose one point from strength on power, dex, and act. I'm never stopping to save you again, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins, it's your turn. You get out of the fog. The magenta light seems to flow along the edge of the fog. But it seems like it can't leave the valley or the fog. You pile into the car and you turn the car around and drive. Uh, Georges, you're currently behind the wheel. Roll drive. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I roll drive train for this? <laughs> Why not? I've tried to kick him out as I Georges got to the car. Georges, not Any points okay. in drive auto. Come on, Georges. Uh, I've got zero points. It's not oh, putting yeah. rolling it. Yeah, okay, you've got no idea what to do. You, you roll me I your strength, Jerry. Oh. I mean, to be fair, I would suggest that the time that me and Jerry were in the car, whilst the other two were catching up, we probably would have had this realisation. Uh, yeah, it, it takes a few more minutes than you really want to be close to the fog. The problem is, is, is Georges won't get out of the car to swap seats, because that would be <laughs> near the fog. So you kind of have to climb over each other. Push, push him over the yeah the handbrake. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but you get going and drive away from the fog and the scary farm. 
But hey, you have lots of pictures to use. I'm glad uh, you're all okay. It all went straight according to my plan. I got to the car, made sure the car was okay. You guys caught up. Great success. So all we lost was one point of strength and whatever from one character. That's insane. <laughs> to be fair, we had so many opportunities for that to get fucked up as well. Yes. Like the amount of times we're going, do we go left? Do we go right? Do we go up? Go down? That could have yeah. gone a lot worse. I could have gone. I can't. I can't see how that could have gone better. Yeah. <laughs> you got. I could well, have done it well right someone now. Someone else could have had that sucked out of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you rolled a one though. I mean. I know. Yes, I did. I as well. Jeez. <laughs> you need you the, the, the rich guy down the well. For leather. I mean, yeah, you very nearly jumped into that well. Yeah. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> you drive back to the hotel. Well. And pile into the... Uh, you're all quite shaken up. Mary's ankle is very, very swollen. Um, she is unable to put any weight on it. Um, you get someone to have a look at it. Um, it should be okay with rest and ice. <laughs> I, I, go, I go over to the judge and say... I know everything went very happened very quickly, but thank you for saving my life. I just put my hand on your shoulder, like please don't mention it. <laughs> anybody would have, anybody would have done the exact same thing. The less we mention the events of today, the better all around. <laughs> but you need to talk about them all on, uh, on yeah, Sunday. S- 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 Sunday. S- s- we, we can be editors-in-chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a bit of spice, you know. You got lost in the fog. I'm very sad that my colour from outer space didn't eat anyone. I go to check on Jenkins <laughs> just to make sure he's okay, because I'm Jenkins, worried about Jenkins. You are tired and exhausted. You're lying in your bed in your servant's room when your master pops his head in. Oh, sir, do you need me to get you some tea? <laughs> no, no, Jenkins. I I came in to just check you're okay and say you do not need to do anything for anyone for the rest of the day, the evening. You just take the time you need. That was a hell of a day for everyone. I'm not going to lie. There's only so far the British stiff upper lip can go, and I'm tired. Yeah, I I shall leave you. Thank you for today, Jenkins. You did great. It's been a bit. Of a weird day, maybe. I I don't think everything we saw today could have been real, sir. I think I think maybe we need some time at the place that's in town. That takes <laughs> yes. people with special bookings. Yes, I agree with this completely. I'm I'm gonna have a nap now, sir. Yes, you do that. Good night, Jenkins. Leave the light on, please. <laughs> of course, of course. Do you really want there to be light in the room with you, Jenkins? 
Oh, wait, no. No. Purple light light glows. (laughs) No. You're safe in the hotel, thankfully. Uh, You've got two camera film rolls full of exciting pictures. Yeah. Everyone get one Cthulhu Mythos. Decrease. Craig, make uh-huh. me a reality roll, please. A reality roll? A reality roll. Oh, yeah. You guys have never encountered these before. No. Sometimes, after encountering a horrible Cthulhuonic monster like this, you get to make a reality roll as your rational human mind tries to compartmentalize what you've seen. You only oh. get to make these when you don't believe. And uh, Jenkins's mind is like, it, it was probably the radiation gases coming off the well, you know. You probably hallucinated all of that nonsense. Mm, moving skeletons, they don't happen. Exactly. Make me a sanity roll. Yeah. Oh, you passed. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I hope nobody's got much planned for our next session because we have used all of our good rolls up now. Yeah, we really have. (laughs) Yeah. It's rolling the dice for me, it's having to think. Two sanity back. Everyone else, as you sit down to think about what you've experienced. You all retreat to your bedrooms. Georges, make me a reality check, please. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You, Georges, get one more point of Cthulhu Mythos. (laughs) And you just can't convince yourself that that wasn't real. You're going to need professional help to do that. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, roll me yep. your sanity. Yay. Yeah, you you are convincing yourself that it was it was not real. You get two sanity points back. <sighs> Mary, roll sanity, please. Oh no! Welcome, Likewise, Mary. Mary. You get an extra point of Cthulhu Mythos. You just can't dismiss that. You felt that creature draining your life force that wasn't imagined you didn't imagine that you can't just brush that off as weird gases something was in that fog okay uh, you all sleep quietly resting uh, everyone roll Constitution. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who lost hit points and passed, get them back. Yes. It is the morning of Saturday the 14th of January. <laughs> we, we made it. <laughs> that wasn't too scary, was it? 
<laughs> you were just being hunted through the farm. But you can see why the locals don't go there. And you've got plenty of colour for your lecture tomorrow at dinner. I'm t- I'm taking the entirety of Saturday off. <laughs> Are you just staying here in this five-star hotel? Yes. Yeah. Making use of every facility it has. <laughs> okay. Do you give Jenkins a day off as well? <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Uh, Jerry, what are you doing today? Um, I think because I managed to rationalise it and I got a good constitution, I think I can probably uh, probably look into um, that poor um, homeless man case, go to go the, look up judge. the judge. Okay. Yeah. He'll be at home on Saturday, but that's easy enough to track down. Actually, what were your luck? Oh. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, I got the bad roll right oh. when I needed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's off today and he's All not right. seeing anyone about court cases. You know, he's having a Saturday with his wife and kids. Fair enough. Uh, um. Mary, what are you doing? Well, I like the idea of having a day off. You're I just think, do. Um, I might look at the photos. Do we do we need to take the photos to anyone? You'll need to take uh, them to a, chem- a photo shop to have them um, developed. Yeah. So but gonna... do we take to anyone official to like kind of say that this is what's happening? No. No, you don't need to tell anyone anything, really. Okay. And yeah, I'll just go and get them a bit later on in the day. I'll just go and get them um, developed. Okay. Um... So we're nearly at two hours, but we were stopping at half five so Nate can go do mysterious fatherly things with his son. Uh-huh. Uh, do we want to keep going for another hour, or do we want to stop? So we take a quick comfort break, yeah, maybe yeah. take 15, 20. If we take 15 minutes, uh, yeah. then yeah. come back at quarter past. He wants you. He wants you. He loves you. I just... what Waffle does. Waffles an arsehole, but it's the difference. <laughs> Cats are arseholes, Craig. You should know this by now. Pancake was not an arsehole. <laughs> well, yeah, true. He just kept to himself to himself. Exactly. Pancake was terrified of all things. I was going to say, it's unusual for a cat. Me. Pancake did let me pet him once. And then Michelle walked in the room and spooked him. <laughs> He was the definition of scaredy cat. Right. It was. Everyone was taking a day off to do nothing. George's... Um, yeah. Photos developed. Yeah. George's, you do nothing all day. <laughs> you may have two sanity and one luck. Uh, I'll take it. Doctor of Law. Yep. You may have two sanity and one luck. Thank you. The only other thing I will probably do today is uh, just probably call ahead to the History Society saying we probably won't be able to present tomorrow. <laughs> just in Boston. Yeah, we yeah. should be able to get back in time. Are you sure? I mean, we're all massively spooked out. Well, we're having a day to relax, that's why. All right, okay. I won't do that then. 
Um, Jenkins, you also get yeah. two sanity and one luck, as does Michelle. The photos are developed. You've got pictures of the farm, the fact that the snow doesn't seem to land on the farm, the rising temperature, the difference between the thermometers in the two locations, the chickens, the llamas. And after what, about, that, what about the picture that um, George just snapped on the way out from the llamas? Oh, yeah. How did that come out? Roll your pal, Michelle, as you look at it. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's just hey. a picture of the llama bones. Nothing interesting or spooky. Oh. That's fine, because uh, then that means we can present it. <laughs> well, we're going to present it, yes. But, yeah, it's, it's mid-afternoon when Mary gets back with the developed photos. Does everyone want to have a look at them? No. Yeah, not not really, but I I think I would. Okay, if you look at the photos, roll pal. <laughs> hmm. Mistakes made. Oh no, we're okay. Yeah, George's. They're just uh, the the last photo you took, the one where you you know it was definitely all eyes and glowing and staring at you, just llama bones fused together. Hmm. What are you about to do to this audience? <laughs> Well, that's the why whole I audience we... is going to roll pal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I say we should only select like the easiest on the eyes photos. But we might be like, I can't think of the word, um, not having a reaction because we've seen it in real life and like we've well, well, it's numbed it. it. It's not a problem. They're just pictures. Stop worrying about. Yeah, they're it. definitely just pictures. I've seen it with my own eyes now. I haven't, but I have no intention of looking at them. I'm not the one that's actually a member of a historical society. I'm just the help. If Georges tells me to look at the pictures, I'll look at the pictures. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm busy making tea. Mm, I would not disturb you from making tea. Okay, uh, the day passes mostly uneventfully. Are you heading back to Boston tonight or tomorrow morning? Uh, say tonight. tonight would make more sense. Yeah. Yep, George's personal train is here and ready for your use. It's quite plush and comfortable. Nice. I should dig out the plans for the Orient Express uh, carriages and uh, upload hmm. them to uh, Roll20. You definitely should. Then I can have you be shot in the lounge. No. Ow, my lounge! Uh, uh, no, that was just an amazing <laughs> Ow, I don't know if you've heard that story, but Arona got shot by a bad guy, and he was like, where did I get shot? And I'm like, in the lounge. And he's like, well, that is technically correct. (laughs) 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 That's not what I meant, and you know it. I was like, that's where you got shot. You got shot in the lounge. (laughs) But we're saying that nothing wibbly happens on this train. No shootings. Where's your colours? So the only people on board this train are the staff drawing, driving the train, your butler, and your two chums. Chums. Jeremy and Mary. One day I'll evolve into a chumler. <laughs> nice butler. dude. A chum butler. Butler and a button. <laughs> 
I don't think. Just don't say that again. Chumpler is even is better than Butler. What? Chumpler. It doesn't As have. I said, I'll evolve to a Chumla. I'm still a butler, though, currently. Yeah, no, I don't think Chumla sounds as good, Greg. You mm-hmm. have to pronounce the T. Chumped. Chumpster. I, I don't agree. <laughs> I uh, mean, maybe well, one day you'll get promoted to pay for the backstairs. And. Anyway. be a butt million. Uh, you return to Boston. You all go home, you rest, you check in on things. Uh, you have a telephone call waiting for you. George's. Yay, telephone calls. It's Stan. Stan the man? Stan, yeah. Hello, Stan. Ah, um, I've been to see Miss Walker's gallery. Oh, yes. How did uh, that go? It's amazing. that She's got a collection of artworks that I think you're going to love. I love them. I want all of them. But, ooh, the price tags. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less for Arthur Shipley's work. Um, there's one called The Ancient Storm, which I think, oh, you're going to love it. Um, then there's The Magnificent One. He was so magnificent. <laughs> uh, the Great God. I think it's the same creature as in The Magnificent One, but in a different pose. Uh, Excellent. Then there's The Hound. Oh, The Hound is is. There's something about it. You, your eyes can't follow. Oh, I don't know how he draws things like this. You need to come down as soon as possible and see these. Bring everyone. I, I, maybe that'll be our next trip. I mean, I haven't updated you yet, Stan, on, on what's been going on here. It's been quite quite the few days for, for the group. So we, we've got this presentation. Take some photos. I'll meet you at the club tonight, I hope. Yes, yes. And we'll, we'll update you in person when you arrive on all of the ongoings, but yes, we have pictures for the presentation. Oh, that's good. So it was a successful trip back to the farmland. Yeah. Yeah. It was a successful trip back to the farmland, Stan. Oh, good. Um, oh, uh, I can't wait to show you the well of lights. Oh, the well of lights. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I start visibly shaking to anyone that can see me in the room. <laughs> then there's the snow beast. And the purple dome. The purple dome. Mm-hmm. And there's one more. Oh, she wouldn't let me in to see it. She said only a serious buyer could gaze upon this wondrous picture. Which, oh, but from the sounds of it, like... Did you at least draw a couple of them, Stan? She wouldn't let me. She says, only those who have witnessed them can enjoy their wonder. <laughs> a pencil well. sketch is not acceptable. But she called this one the Pharos. I see. <sighs> Lots of cool paintings. Well, I shall be attempting together at my earliest convenience after... Firstly, we present... And then secondly, we take some time off. Uh, time off? Yes, time off. I think this group needs a couple of days to themselves. Okay. But I shall be out there. I shall definitely be out there as soon as possible. Um, it's a shame you weren't able to pick anything up, but obviously appreciate that. They have the rules and they have yeah. the price tags. 
she wants you to come down and see them as soon as you can. And I shall do so. When do you arrive back, Stan? Uh, I should meet you at the club this evening at about seven. Okay. Perfect. Then I shall see you then. Hey, he rings off. Is anyone doing anything else today before they go to the club? Well, is it already Sunday at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I hadn't t- clicked the day over. Um, I mean, I am still a little bit hooked up on uh, that uh, homeless arrested person. But I suppose we can sort that out in in the future. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important. I mean, I'm feeling pretty bad about that as well, but I'm also feeling pretty freaked out about everything that's happened, so... Mm-hmm. Can't think of anything else to do. Not me either. No, I don't think there is anything. I think we just... To be fair, we, we would spend the day planning the prepar- uh, the presentation, because we haven't really done that yet, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, you gather at George's house to uh, work on... Planning the presentation. Everyone roll their own language. I'm assuming you want me to do English again. Yeah. I English this time. We all English. George is really Englishes. Would, would I be helping with the presentation actual writing, or would I be just catering to their needs while they're doing it? I'm not sure. You got invited to his table. You're part of their research. Oh, right, okay. I, 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 I forgot that technicality there. The club expects you to take part. 93! The man knows how to speak his own language. The English good! I got some very good education improvement roles because of my age. Ah. Yeah, yeah. yeah odd man. Uh, yeah, you all work on making this as good as you possibly can. Uh, you've got the photos, you've got step-by-step account of your exploration, the weird, unusual meteorological conditions you've encountered, uh, the evidence that, you know... When this meteorite hit and poisoned the well, it clearly caused other mutations because you've got the bones of the animals. This is going to be a good, good first presentation, guys. Why do I get the feeling it's just going to creep everyone else? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> everyone isn't quite room. what we expected. Well, these are the leads that we're following up, and we're only junior members. I've got a feeling some of the guys there that actually do the investigations properly, I've seen some shit. Hopefully, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hang on, roll 20 is locked up on me. Uh, I'm going to have to reload it. Okay. Oh, we won! Have we um, actually seen anyone else's presentations previously? Uh, No, there weren't any presentations at the New Year's dinner. Okay. Are we the only presentation, or are there a couple? There'll be a couple, normally. Okay, so hopefully we don't go first. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering, because it'll be interesting to know what the actual flavour of most other people's are. I mean, as much as we've seen some stuff that we definitely have no intention of telling everyone, 
if everyone is actually alluding to conspiracies and potential fucking aliens from outer space in their ones, it, it could flavour just how much we do actually let on, you know, is what I mean. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, you haven't seen any yet, so you don't know. No. Do we know where we are in the order of things? Uh, you'll find out when you arrive. Ah. You arrive... Uh, you are shown to your chairs by Oscar, who informs you that you are second this evening. There are three tables doing presentations. Cool. Nice. Uh, he takes your dinner orders. Uh, the, the club is busy. Quite a lot of people are here. It being January, it's still quite a lot of people are in town. Stan meets you there, and he wanders in, and he's like, oh, how did it all go, everyone? How was the farm? Oh, Stan. The farm. The farm. Just be grateful you didn't go. Yeah. Did the car break down again? We didn't take the car in that far this time. So, no, the car didn't break down. It's just so... You missed out on something you would have greatly enjoyed, I feel. Oh, but I went to Mrs. Walker's art gallery. That was... Yes. I must go there soon. We should all go there. I wish you'd let me see the Elder Pharos. Oh, it sounds amazing. Oh, it's not more of those wretched paintings again, is it? Yes. Oh, Judge, wretched paintings. Honestly, come on, they're wonderful. How can you not embrace the wonders of Mr. Shipley's vision? I don't like abstract art, basically. It's not abstract art, it's fantasy. It's science fiction. It's modern. It's transcendent. It's transcendent. Yes, I like that and I'm stealing it. <laughs> I prefer the classics. Oh, no one wants to see beautiful women that you can't actually see anything of because they're wearing 16 layers of clothing. No offense, Mary. <laughs> you want to see beautiful women in like modern outfits where you can actually admire how wonderful they are like Mary's wearing and, uh, as opposed to like you know 16 hours of 16 hours to put on a corset made of whalebone actually I was speaking more about uh, uh, Da Vinci <laughs> and things like that he's not classics he's a hack I think this conversation has gone as far as it's going. <laughs> Mary, how are you feeling about uh, the presentation? Um, quite. It'd be interesting to see what the um, reaction in the room is. Would everyone like me to get them something from the bar? A whiskey, please. Ah, oh, yes. Something good, please, Jenkins. Something good. Yes, sir. Top class, you, you know. I know, sir, I know. I go up to the bar. I check with Oscar first, if I might use the bar. No, sir, this is a society dinner. You oh. Return to your table and partake of the entertainment and the presentation, sir. Casual use of the bar during a regular dinner or every day in using the club facilities is one thing, sir, but tonight you are our guest. You are part of Mr. Nagelmarker's research team. 
Please return to the table. Very sorry, Oscar. I'm still getting used to this um, setting. Thank you. Um, I return to the table. Sorry, everyone. I've been told I'm not allowed this evening. Uh, (laughs) They won't make the drink the same way. What? Wrong, sir. (laughs) (laughs) What did you order, Georges? Something from the top of my list. Yeah, I would have actually... Yeah, can we assume that butlermancy? I would have at least put an order in while I was... um... You can put an order in. Roll butlermancy. So, I would have... Oh, that's your worst stuff. I don't want to do both. Uh, I get an an old-fashioned for for Georges. His top listed. Um, Remember, it doesn't always have to be cocktails. It doesn't have to be, but uh, I it's true. Uh, in that case, uh, I'd get you a top shelf scotch for, yeah. for a change. So we've been cocktailing a lot lately, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and I get whiskey for the judge, and uh, I get some sherry for the lady, seeing as she didn't actually say what she wanted. Yeah. That's Okay, uh, they are top-rated drinks. These are the best drinks you've had all week. You couldn't ask for finer vintages. I mean, in fairness, they didn't have to like mix it. It was it's not a cocktail. True. But they're still fine ass collecting of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you uh, enjoy starters, dinners. And it's not until after dinner that the first presentations begin. The first presentation... Oh, it's closed my hand out. I need that. Come back. The first presentation is by... Where are they? Isabel Perkins. uh, The famous philanthropist and incredibly rich widow... She is doing a report on F.W. Ilsey and Sons, a shipyard in Kingsport. It's been there for 150 <laughs> years. Uh, she has slides of the, um, you know, the founding of the shipyard, the modern day shipyard. She has interviews with Jeremiah Ilsey, the current head of the family who runs the shipyard. Um, and her talk mostly seems to focus on how shipbuilding has changed. You know, they started out building wooden sailing boats and now they're building iron fishing boats with, you know, double iron... It, it, it's dry. It's a little bit dry and clinical, but it's, it's fa- historically accurate. She's done the research. She's got the slides. She's got all the information. It's actually quite a good presentation. Everyone gets three points in their history. Oh! Oh! Nice. I thought being part of a history society would actually get you <laughs> points in history. <laughs> I was thinking that. I didn't think about it. Three was that. Yeah. Mm. And then Mary's up. Uh, there's a podium at the front of the dining room, like in the middle of the dining room where everyone can see with like a slide projector and everything. One of those old-fashioned ones with just a box of glass and mirrors. Uh, roll me your appearance, Mary. Oh, does that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that... well, no! It comes under appearance. It's right at the top between oh, dexterity and yeah. education. 
Mary is a little bit nervous, and it's quite obvious because you know, probably not used to speaking in front of a large group of incredibly rich people. It's our first time as well, you know. Here, exactly. But everyone's being polite and listening as you start to explain how you were investigating the death, you know, the decline of the gardener's farm in Arkham, and you start to go through. You know, there was the scandal with the deputy mayor, so a lot of the actual information revolving around the fate of the gardener family and their farm was hushed up or just not put into the public domain um the actual cause was this meteorite that handed that irradiated the groundwater you can see lingering effects of the groundwater though it's not dangerous to life today you know mm-hmm. there's still you know the the you can see the actual ground level is still slightly warmer than it, the surrounding nation and you stick to the fact. You don't go any weird and wonderful mysteries. Uh, Mary, roll me your... I'm just checking your skills. Roll me your charm, please. Oh, very good. Once Mary warms up to the topic, she's charming, she's interesting the pictures are getting everyone's attention especially the amalgamated <laughs> bones there's lots of i was gonna say we've shown that <laughs> and there's a whole oh, oh fascinating claps and awards <laughs> and everyone everyone thinks it's great um as they listen and watch um because you know you've actually done research you've got pictures you've uncovered this lost history of the town of arkham and they love it they lap it up Which means Mary ascends to the second rank. Ooh. Of what? Please don't use the phrase a char- player character ascends in this game. <laughs> Sorry, we had yeah, that in the other game. game. <laughs> I've done enough ascending for one week. <laughs> <laughs> you got a taste of it, Craig, though. You need more. <laughs> oh, dear. The thing with the thing. Have we all restored all of our hit points. Oh yeah, your hit points are all back. Even me, because I got quite a nasty drain. Yep, you've all rested. It, it 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 wasn't physical wounds, like you know, mental fatigue and draining don't take as long to recover from. Hang on, uh, shadows of Yogsatov. There it is. Shadows. Yolks at all. Ta ta ta. I love that tough. So much tough. <laughs> there is in this bloody room. Uh, yeah. I'm the only one that can say that. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, maybe Oscar. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Michelle. Uh, Mary is granted the rank of neophyte of the order of the, you know, the, the first level of the Massachusetts uh, Historical Society. You say neophyte? Yeah. It's not spelled as in F-I-G-H-T. Spelled as in F-H-Y-T-E, I believe. Yeah. Oh. N-E-O-P-H-Y-T-E. 
You're not fighting Neo. <laughs> Neophyte. It's the, they have like three degrees of, um, you know, public, you know, the rankings, essentially. They're bragging points. Um, and now that Mary has leveled up, no one can advance to the next rank until your whole table is the same rank. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it's bragging rank. So, you know, um, over at um, Miss Perkins' table, there's still, you know, uh, she has just, uh, with her speech, now attains the rank of initiate, which is the second level. And there's still two people at her table who are neophytes. So, so you are all still, uh, you know, newbies. You don't have a rank. Newbies. You're just members. I yes, see. Mary's speech is accepted and welcomed. And then uh, we have... Nobody reacts to the photos. No, I talked about the reaction to the photos. <clears throat> no, no. She meant nobody went, oh, my God. Nobody <laughs> rolled pow. No, nobody <laughs> went crazy at seeing your photos. Maybe there was nothing there to be seen after all. The third um, talk is by Dr. Chisholm, an archaeologist from Scotland. Uh, he's a member. He um, spends half the year here, half the year over in Scotland. He is talking about the preliminary discoveries he has made uh, out at his uh, new dig site in Cannock in northern Scotland. Uh, he, he He's quite coy about what he's revealing, you know. Doesn't want to give everything away. What was the doctor's name? Dr. Canick. Thank you. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, they've discovered... Hang on, where has it gone? I've lost it. Wait, did you say Dr. Canick? Because I'm pretty sure you said Dr. Chisel originally. And his dig site is in Canick. Oh, yeah, you're right. Dr. Chisel and his dig site is in Canick. Sorry, you distracted me whilst I was looking for something. Chisel. Okay. Chisel! Hammer and chisel. <laughs> chisel! 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 Mm-hmm. What a wonderful fish, so just how wonderful is it though <laughs> no finer fish ever found on a dish our soul our soul my mum my mum used to uh, 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 shop at a boot uh, shop called our souls <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go yeah so he has just, it's actually quite near his home in Cannock. He has been working with a friend of his, Dr. McFarlane. Um, they have been doing an expedition around Loch Meladoc where they have discovered a Roman temple. Um, he doesn't want to give too much away about this just now, but you know they've just found it. They've done the preliminary investigation. He's currently over here securing more funding from the University of Boston and Miskatonic University to mount a proper archaeological expedition to excavate this Roman ruin. Mm. Everyone get two more points in history. Woo! Woo-woo! 
Sixty-five. Wow, my history has doubled. <laughs> <laughs> You're on ten now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is a fascinating evening. There's drinks, there's fine wine. After the speeches, everyone starts mingling. Uh, you're chatting to various members. You're congratulating each other on a well-researched paper. Everyone's quite excited to see what you guys come up with next. Hmm. Nom nom nom. Nom 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 nom. Nom 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 nom. The evening winds up to a close eventually. Um, John Scott uh, comes over, the chief historian, is like, that was a fascinating discussion. The, the, the amalgamated bones. I mean... After that meteorite landed, the place must have been saturated with this poisonous effervescence from the actual meteorite itself. Fascinating stuff. Mm. It makes me glad that we weren't there when the chickens were still alive. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just looking at your photos of what happened. I mean, those skeletons are fused. That must have happened whilst they were still living. Mm. It's like they've calcified together it's gosh i feel sorry for the poor gardener family they must have been trying to go about their daily lives slowly being driven insane and affected by this poison yeah we're not really we we tried finding out information about them but uh there wasn't much to go on well, I not men- not mentioning the corpses in the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I suspect the coroners will have just written it up as, you know, death from water poisoning or such things like that. Mm. But still, Likely. fascinating work. So, uh, well done, everyone. I look forward to seeing what you come up with next month. Oh, thank you. Yes, thanks. It was enjoyable. And uh, Mary here did a great job presenting, so... Uh, you were a little bit nervous at the start, I saw, but uh, you soon warmed up to the topic. So, uh, the next meeting is, well, obviously the club is open. Our next dinner will be Sunday the 29th, but the next presentation dinner will be on the 15th. A month away, then. No, sorry, the 19th of February. So the next general dinner is on the 29th, and then the next presentation will be the 12th of February, yeah. What's the 12th now? (laughs) That's, hang on, they're every four weeks, so I'm just checking the calendar. So it's two weeks, and it's the 5th of February. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) I was counting the, I, I moved down, the columns on my calendar are across, not down, and I read down instead of across. Oh. So I, I was reading April instead of February. Yeah, so the next general dinner, just, you know, everyone gets together for dinner, like you had at New Year's Eve, is on the 29th of January. And then the next actual presentation evening is on the 5th of February. Nearly a month for us to prepare them. What's, what's the date today? The 15th. So shouldn't it be the 12th? Four weeks away. Yeah, I think you were right the first time, Ash. So there's one week, then there's two weeks, and there's three... Oh, yeah, the fifth is the end of the third week. <laughs> Which one is it? 
It's the 12th of February. <laughs> At least we can rub things out on the remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> and easily with the two. Yeah. Oh, is it old? Because you don't have to rubber on the back no, no, of the one. No, rubber on the end of the panel in the original, no. Yeah. Can't tell you how much of an improvement that is. It seems like such a silly little thing, but it's yeah. so important. Yeah, I do like it. Well, if we've got nearly a month before the next dinner and you are interested in going to New York for this art purchase, we could yeah. look at the New York dossier. We could. This makes a lot of sense if that everyone is up for that. <laughs> so, sorry, uh, Jenkins? I just agree, so it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. It does indeed. Yay, I'm helping. I <laughs> <laughs> find my links for dossiers now. I'm trying to remember if I had anything specific I wanted to follow up in that area regarding the tilling gasts, so or if that was all elsewhere, really. You got there. Um, you can't really follow that up, I don't think, until you get more information. No, I, I did have a couple of bits, like, for example, the locations of where the branch families live. And I did have a Watley's name to follow up with at some point, but anyway, I'm probably going to be the last to present, so it's not a big deal. Hmm. Well, one of the Dark Tower is one place that is in the dossier, and it's where we're going for the art. Yes, but the Dark Tower is a research institute. Yeah, it's not one of the lost locations of interest, is it? All right, okay. Yeah, you need to scroll down a bit to find the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Grant's tomb came up as being an interesting one. Someone said about Grant's tomb previously. uh, A castle in America is rare. (laughs) True. Mm. couple of manors and mansions an auction house an antique shop the mansion one has the intrigue of it because you know, figuring out why a family just fled and never returned it's always always interesting yeah except the last missing family that just disappeared because uh. to a fucking farm the Martens Manor one seems like really oddly similar to the the one in, in Arkham where we've been trying to figure out why the solicitors or the lawyers have been paying things and no one's seen the family well I guess on the surface it is uh, yeah. The reality of the situation of either of them when we dig deeper, though, could be quite different. Oh, I imagine it would be, yeah. My phone just jumped out of my pocket, but I can't see for the life of me where it jumped to. <laughs> oh, there it is. <sighs> Fucking trousers. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's a few interesting things in there. I think... Um... 
we don't necessarily need to make that decision now, do we? We can, if we agree, if we agree, we're going to head to New York anyway. We can make those sorts of decisions on on the way there. You could open up the New York apartment. Do what? I assume you've got an apartment in New York. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm rich. Trendy <laughs> new apartment. You're probably like, if he hasn't, he will have by the time we get there. Yeah, Jenkins, <laughs> make sure I have an apartment in New York. Uh, I need yes, a map of the friend's apartment now. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the sort of place he probably owns. Trendy New York apartment. Yeah. Don't even get through half an episode of that. Really? <laughs> Fucking hate it. I'm not a massive fan, I've got to say. cool okay so what's the plan then we've done this I think we should probably all relax get some affairs in order and then agree a date to head to New York that seems like a good suggestion sir um I mean I can I can make my plans because I can always coordinate my business from New York so really Mary judge it's kind of and Stan of course it's kind of on you guys to des- decide how long you need to get things in order or yeah I love to go into the courthouse on Monday and uh, see what needs doing and then I can get back to you yep makes sense okay so you all make your way home do you set a date to meet up again hmm I think I think we just say look, just figure out how long how long you need to prepare to 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 leave for New York and get get your business sort of in order, and then just send word and then we'll agree a date from there. Okay. I would say at least a week for me. While okay. you're farming, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you think about a week. You're going to have to go and talk to your managers and your workers and arrange for you to be away for a while. Uh, Judge Jeremiah Olsen, roll law. Be lawful. Super lawful. (laughs) You can arrange your court schedule however you damn well like. You're you're the district, uh, whatever it is, district circuit judge. Um, What is it? Yep, the district court, lower federal arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're essentially the boss of that court. You set the court schedule, so... Excellent. As long as you're <laughs> actually, you know, actually doing courses and you can do all the reading work for various cases, um, you know, you maybe have to be in court, like, once, twice a week at most. Even then, not every week. Mm-hmm. Because you can do things like, I require to see this evidence in detail. Send it to me. To and the Bahamas. I, and then I require yeah. several days to read the evidence so I know what I'm talking about when I make a judgment. So, yes, we'll, we'll have a court date for oh, May the 1st, and uh, I'll make a judgment then. Sounds good. <laughs> so we just... Uh, and of course, George's is just incredibly rich. I can, like I say, coordinate all of my business from the New York office. It's fine. 
Yeah, you've got a nice New York office just outside Grand Central Station. Yep. I'm almost surprised you haven't got it built into the roof of the station. <laughs> Another good idea. Watch all the trains <laughs> and your windows. <laughs> no, he's got a much better office that actually looks over the tracks. Ah. So he can see the trains coming and going. He doesn't have to worry about the clouds of peasants in the way. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to see the trains, not the people queuing to get on the train. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Probably got a set of binoculars set up on, like, a tripod and everything. <laughs> George's is, like, the worst train nerd. Okay, um, you all head home that evening. You all sleep. Your adventure's on the farm behind you. <laughs> I should update Michelle's standing in, the, uh, in my handout. Uh, club. Oh. Right. So, what's everyone's names again? Uh, we've got Samuel L. Jenkins, member. George's Nagel. Nagel Mackers. Member. Jeremiah Olson. Member. Stan Kirby. Member. Mary Simmons. Neophyte. There we go. I've updated your standings in my handout from the Massachusetts Historical <laughs> Okay. Uh, Mary, roll farming again. Uh... Yeah, in the end, it only takes you uh, about three or four days to set everything up. But you have to spend until Wednesday preparing stuff for, you know, the farm, giving orders, making decisions, working on business, doing the books, that kind of stuff. Uh, Jeremiah, what are you doing with four days? Um, I might write a letter to, um, what was his name, Judge Randall in Arkham. Uh, just so I can make my introductions and say at some point I'd be interested in looking in that case, obviously because I was uh, an involved party. Uh, roll me your social skill. Persuade, charm, fast talk, whichever one you have. I think it was... Wouldn't mentioning you're an involved party actually get you disbarred from looking at it, if anything? It would today. Ah. <laughs> uh, hang on, I've got the wrong window open There we go It is this Rah. Yeah, uh, he actually calls you on the telephone oh. On Tuesday the 17th uh, Judge Olsen uh, Hello there, I'm sorry to bother you like this but I received your letter and thought I'd just give you a call on the telephone Ah yes, the good old telephone, better than the telephone yeah, the telephone. <laughs> so it's Judge Randall here in Arkham. You were interested in that uh, burglary case, I believe, and the uh, manslaughter charges. Yes, that's right. I mean, uh, it was terrible to hear about that poor, poor girl at the bottom of the uh, uh, who uh, on the street. Yes, uh, messy business. Um, I was just looking into it some more and. 
I obviously don't have the legal jurisdiction here in Arkham to sentence beyond 60 days or issue fines. So for this actual manslaughter prosecution, I'm going to have to bump this up to the next circuit. Um, if you want to take the case off my hands, I'm happy to hand it over to you. Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, I'm quite interested in this case, after all. Well, yes, no doubt you want to throw the book at this man and uh, make sure that he's properly punished. Uh, I've had a look at some of the evidence. The coroner obviously did a stupid job, so I've... Uh, uh, ordered him to do another autopsy on the young woman. Apparently the table never hit her. She died... Oh, really? That's uh, What did they say? Severe... Well, they blamed it on pneumonia or hypothermia. Almost as if all the electrical energy had been drained out of her body and she just died of the cold. Which is, of course, nonsense. Concierge... Does... We've got the witness on the concierge. You saw the woman walking along the street... The table falls. She then is lying on the floor dead. Hmm, it does sound like a very strange uh, well, it's this turn of events. Anyway, I'm happy to send all the papers down to your office and hand it over to you. Oh, please be my guest. I'm, as you say, there's some, some kind of mismatch of information. I would like to see uh, how to oh, yeah, no, I'll send it put it all back you. together again. I'm only a municipal court, so I can only handle... Um, you know, local misdemeanors and civil actions and minor felonies. That's fair enough. I'm glad to take it off your hands then. Um, normally I'd bound this over to the Salem County Court, but um, I think it has its manslaughter. It's going to need a circuit court, and that's you. It um, is, yep. So yeah, happy to hand this one over to you, and you can throw the book at this man who tried to rob you. <laughs> I'll do what I can, sir. Thank you very much. Okay, he rings off. Score. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a good role on the persuade. And, you know, the idea of accusing yourself from a course because you were one of the victims, well, it's 1928. <laughs> the question you have to ask yourself is, are you actually helping him more if you sentence him to life imprisonment so you have <laughs> a roof over his head and meals rather than being homeless? Uh, uh, or... Yeah, that- as a homeless man. Moral question. Yeah, that we're now getting into the realms of morality, not justice. Yeah, and the justice is you frame this guy so you can get off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hear what you're saying, but yeah, it's not quite where my character would go. <laughs> you can always get this guy acquitted and then hand him over to a social welfare program or something. Yeah, exactly. Have many social welfare programs in the 20s? Not many, no. No, I don't. Maybe we should invest in one. No, no. Is this the equivalent of buying an orphanage? You'll, you'll, you'll yeah. hand him over to the George's Nagelmarkers secret social justice program where this guy will suddenly find himself being... A train conductor. Yeah, you know, he'll, get, he'll get a random job offer from a train company or something. We can make this happen. Social justice via trains. Also, <laughs> tax incentives. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, he can he can write this all down and get like you know zero percent on his taxes or something. Uh, Georges, what are you doing with uh, three days off? Um, honestly, I don't have much that I need to sort out. So again, it'll be 
back to business and just waiting for the others to be ready to go, making sure that Jenkins is on top of um, getting things ready. Could I flag Georgistown for a word in private uh, on the Sunday evening when we return home? I mean, he's your boss, so yeah. <laughs> Hello. Sir, I've just been thinking, um, considering we've got a few days while everyone sorts out their affairs, would it be an idea uh, for you to maybe... Um, We've had a hard few days, sir, and I'm trying to put this delicately. Maybe we should um, invest in a professional to talk things through with? Are we, are we, it's, just, it's just us two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah literally yeah. just yeah. us. I'll have done this late at night over yeah. while you've got one of your favourite drinks in your hand and, you no, know... Not- not, not normally, normally Samuel. You know, we're in private here, so not, not, normally Samuel, I would just disagree and say, "Yo, know, I'm used to this. We need to crack on. We've got stuff to do." But this has been the craziest couple of weeks I think either of us have ever had, and I know you've seen a lot of shit in your time. So there's quite a difference between the pressure of work getting to you, sir, and cadaverous monsters crawling towards us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I concur. Let's um, let's switch off. Let's speak to some people. Let's get ourselves in the right the right frame of mind because we don't know what's coming next. I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the adventures, but my mind was not prepared for this. It's a bigger world out there, sir, than either of us gave it credit for. I think. Yes, yes, but uh, obviously discretion is in order here. But let's. Uh, Let's get some get some something set up for as soon as possible. Yes, sir. I'll look into it for you first thing in the morning. Thank you. Okay, uh, roll me your butler romance, Hein. Butler romance. Hello. Yeah, uh, you are able to make discreet appointments with a local psychiatrist for yourself and Dr. George's legal matters. Uh, roll yourself a sanity check, both of you. Wow. Nice. A rare success. Uh, okay, so you get 12 points of sanity back, both of you. Nom, nom, nom. As this is private case, you get the big dice, and I just rolled maximum on the big dice. So nice. Oh, Jenkins, you're the most sane of the lot of us now. Nice. <laughs> and George's is almost functional. <laughs> yeah, that was my goal. <laughs> it was a sensible idea. I need to take care of my master, and he was not looking too great. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More than a shave and a haircut could cover up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just checking something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> 
The mate the mating call of the Kring. <laughs> I need to learn the words for that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Actually, no, I'm thinking of Moscow now. Moscow, Moscow. Angus Khan. I do like them. Okay, sorry, I'm just preparing some things. Um. Things, lots of things, lots of things, lots of things. Okay, uh, you eventually all meet up at George's house on the 18th of January, Wednesday the 18th. Okay, okay. That's the date that you've all managed to agree that you're free on. So you gather together. Even Stan. Even Stan. Is that what we call him now? Is that his full name? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's full name. Even Stan Kirby. Hey, you are together. Discuss your... Hello, everybody. Would everybody like some tea and crumpets? That I mean, sounds delightful, Jenkins. Sure, yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this properly. See if I already had tea and crumpets prepared. That is what I was going to say. I was going to say, surely you had it already. This was a planned meeting. Roll your butler, Mancy Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Jenkins walks into the room, drops his pants, and shits on your. And then, your crumpets, bastards. It's your crumpets. Fucking quit. Extra spread. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> probably what he does if he went insane. Uh, but no, yeah. the, the problem is, is, you know, you've both been busy with the psychiatrist for the last three days. Yeah. So, and you only really found out this morning that everyone was coming round, and you have no crumpets in, there's no fresh yeah. milk, uh, the cook is on her day off, and, uh, yeah, you're standing there in the kitchen in a bit of a panic, Jenkins. You're uh, never normally this unprepared. Utterly flustered. I, 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 because I've rolled a 100, so I'm panicking a bit, 99. I don't think about it. I just leave without telling them I'm leaving. I'm going to go to the shops and get some tea. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you've been... And in your days, Jenkins, you hop on the wrong bus. Oh, no. Now you're compounding it. (laughs) Well, you're going to the good place, the place where you get the good... Why were they going to the shop around the corner? You're going to the fancy department store that the master likes, which is like a 20-minute bus ride away. (laughs) Because you're like, I must get the stuff. Oh. Okay. Uh, Getting so, the stuff, the good stuff. So, yeah, George's, um, the doorbell rings. Uh, it's Mary and Judge Olsen and Stan, and you carry on doing what you're doing. Yep. <laughs> and then the doorbell rings again. I look up, slightly confused. J- uh, Jenkins? Uh, a maid sticks her head in the door, and it's like, which is unusual. Mr. Nagamakas? 
Um, wh- where's Jenkins? I don't know, sir. I was going to ask you. Should I, should I get the door? Uh, y- 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 please, yes. And then if you could try and locate Jenkins for me, that would be much appreciated. Um, uh, yes, she, she seems a bit flustered. Like, what the fuck? Maids aren't supposed to open the doors. But she opens, highly unusual. She opens the front door. She's very polite. She welcomes everyone in. She takes their coats. She isn't quite sure what to do with their coats, so she's just holding them. She's like, well, I know there's a coat room here somewhere. Uh, but yeah, she ushers you all into the living room and then uh, goes to put your coat somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I muttered to myself, if only I had the Jenkins flare. Yeah, you go flick a switch and like the light on the roof opens up and there's just a signal. <laughs> exactly. Welcome. Stan and Jerry are there. Um, welcome everyone. Um, I would offer you some some tea, but it appears that Jenkins is off doing something. So uh, I'm sure he'll be back soon. Walks into a room, pisses in a glass, and goes lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're still training him. <laughs> uh, a, a maid brings tea after about fifteen minutes of small talk. How did she have mm. got milk? Yeah, she has, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no milk, but she's bought some, like, tea. Oh, I thought the butler man she failed just meant actually there was milk. He just failed to spot it. <laughs> actually, that might be true. Oh. <laughs> Roll me your luck, Craig. Oh, fuck you. You know it's shit. <laughs> now you know how I feel in the other game. <laughs> there you go. No, there is no milk. She's like, I bought some tea, sir. She, she leans over and whispers to you. I've got tea, sir, but there's no milk. Um, That's where Jenkins will be. Jenkins isn't in the house at all, and neither is the cook. It's the cook's day off. It's fine. I'm sure they'll be fine with black tea. Just just you hurry along now. It's fine. Um, I couldn't find any biscuits or snacks either. This, today's just getting worse and worse. It's fine. <laughs> just leave us be. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yes, 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 sir. She, she scuttles out. <laughs> George is just smiles at everyone. It's like black tea. <laughs> black tea, anyone? <laughs> it's the new dumb thing, apparently. Oh, mm. These aristocrats and their strange mannerisms. <laughs> Sounds like um, so. Uh, new York. New York. I've um, I've delivered my new story. Oh, it's going to be great. Um, so I've got a few days off, really. I'm at a loose end until I need to start writing my next one. Oh, okay. then you'll be available to help us in the research of the next uh, presentation. Yeah, of course. Um, what are we going to look into, actually? Did we decide? Are we going to relocate to New York and have to decide then? I mean, I just assumed we were going to do a presentation on Shipman's artwork. I mean, we could. I think I think the plan is to just, you know, we'll... We'll um, put up some routes in New York for a few days and just decide on the way there and uh, and when we get there what what we'd like to research. I don't think it needs to necessarily be the shipyard. That's that's a well, personal passion of mine now. But I'd invite you all to stay at my place in New York, but um, it is not big enough. It, it it's fine, thank you, Stan. I think um once once Jenkins uh, resurfaces, I say with great <laughs> emphasis, um I'm sure that he would have um made arrangements. Um, not with that battle, Nancy Roll. 
That's not my problem right now. <laughs> That's future me's problem. Yeah. Jenkins, is, Jenkins is currently in a department store in downtown Boston, shaking some poor shop assistant, going, Wait! try and speed this along roll your credit rating oh fuck. <laughs> oh come on <laughs> problem is, it's wednesday afternoon he's stuck in a queue behind like six retired old people who are, who are more interested in having their Wednesday afternoon chat than moving up to the checkout line? Cring <laughs> <laughs> luck and cring luck taker take off. I mean, at least you didn't roll these on the farm of doom. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you, you rolled these nineties on shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so the cring luck is still holding, at least. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it comes back six hours later, just bursts through the room. It's like, Crumpets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know those old people who are out shopping and they've seen their friends and they're more interested about having a catch up yeah. than actually doing. Oh, they're blocking the whole fucking aisle. Oh yeah, they just stand in the middle of doorways and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, they're in the queue for the checkout, and then the woman is ready for them to give her the stuff, but they're too busy chatting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> it's like, you know, you, at least three or four times you get caught by old people having a Wednesday afternoon shop. <laughs> and you're like, why are all these rich old people in here today? <laughs> nice. Yeah, Jenkins has not resurfaced. So um, where do you live in New York, um, Georges? <sighs> I have no idea. Yeah, you do. Of course you do. Just look at Roll20. It tells you. Does it? Yeah, yeah. Have you got a handout that you don't know about? Apparently. <laughs> the page will have just changed. Oh, there. in The, the Ansonia on 2109 Broadway, apparently. Apartment 18A. That is a big apartment, by the way. It is. You're nice. rich. You're a big rich guy. You're you're all welcome to my very large apartment in New York. Thank you. Staring at you you like, you you live in the Ansonia, sir. Uh, Yes. Yes, that's right. Wow. I mean, I see that building on the way to the office, but wow. It's hard to miss. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty nice, sir. You sure they'll let us in? Um, I live there, so yeah, they will. And just so everyone can see it, this is what the Ansonia building looks like. Jesus. Ooh. <laughs> that famous... That almost looks like the uh, Home Alone 2 building. Yeah. It's a hotel. It's currently private apartment buildings. Very nice. And it's an 18-story... No, it's not... It's 18-story steel-framed building. So you're on the top floor? Probably, because, you know, if you ever go out a window in one of the apartments in Call of Cthulhu, (laughs) you plunge to your death, basically. You're on on this floor? Okay. Slightly less dramatic plunge to a death. (laughs) Because, <laughs> like, the top, top floor is, like, attics and things, 
as well. As you're, you're, uh, okay. you're on this floor here. It's still, you know, one whole cube of this building. It's like it's split into, like you can see the little gap in the middle here. Yeah. So it's split into these cubes of apartments that go up. I really like that building. I really, really, I really. Like how, like, the toilet and the bath and the oven are there, but there's nothing, no furniture in the dining or living room. Or yeah. They're just floor plans, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you are making small talk. Uh, it's been about an hour and a half since you got. <laughs> you've had you, you've wow. got tea and Jenkins. You're finally back on the bus, arms full of crumpets and milk and groceries, cursing old women and old gentlemen who just have gossips. You scuttle in the back door. One of the maids is like, is like, got the kettle going. It's like, oh, Mr. Jenkins, you're back. Yes, I realised we didn't have anything. But anything. Where have you been, sir? I mean, um, Mr. Negermarker's guests arrived an half ago. I've been giving them black tea and no biscuits. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not sure if no tea or black tea would have been better, but thank you for trying your best. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Take some time off. I will continue from here. Uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll go home for the evening then, sir. Okay, I I'll handle this. Thank you. She she, she leaves. She she's been here like she's like, she's the cleaning maid. She's supposed to clean things then go home. Roll me your. She she accepts your tip gracefully. Out the window. Well, thank you. You're on the basement uh, floor, so um. Uh, you uh roll me your survival, Jenkins. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, but Ramsey. Yay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it's the same roll. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he, he does. He bursts through the door and trips. <laughs> The problem is, he puts the crumpets in the electric toaster, but has the settings wrong. Smoke starts boiling out of the toaster. He's burnt the crumpets. Um, As he panics to grab the crumpets and get them out, he knocks the bottle of milk off the (laughs) (laughs) counter. So he's back to it. More than one bottle. Um, I'm making a mess by my cover, surely. You did indeed buy more than one bottle. Well, your luck. Oh, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) They're in one of those little carry cases with the four bottles of milk. And you knock that and they just... (laughs) So you're back to where you started. No crumpets, no milk. Wow. (laughs) And... Uh, George, as you're up in the living room, when you know the smell of burning starts to drift into the living room, <laughs> I immediately go, "What the hell is going on?" And just... I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Oh, I'm on the ground." Okay, Georges, you head down to the kitchen. Does anyone else follow Georges down to the kitchen? No, really doesn't look like it. 
Jerry and Mary and Stan stay in the living room like good posts. I'll be right back and I just walk off. You find the kitchen is full of burning uh, toast smoke. There's milk all over the floor. And Jenkins is lying in a pile of milk and glass, clutching his chest. Jenkins, man, what the heck is going on? Well, your first aid, George's. Oh, is he actually hurt her? No, no, I'm pretending. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> J- Jenkins, I'm, I'm sort of worried now. Hang on, let me find my character sheet. First aid. I'll save you, man. Not. <laughs> you actually <laughs> think George's, uh, um, Jenkins is, is injured, so you kneel down and you roll him on his back and you, you're trying something. Uh, roll your constitution, please, Jenkins. Uh, no. <laughs> and Jenkins passes out because you like you lean on him to try and help, and whatever it is you do, you, you actually manage to knock him out. And now yes, Jenkins... it's poor. I can get, I can get through this with my reputation. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I call out for some help from a maid or something to call a doctor, call an uh, ambulance. Or... I don't yeah. believe this. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no one to... All the staff seem to have left. Oh, he um, sent the maid home, didn't he? He did. She's um, only a cleaning maid. She wasn't meant to be here cooking and stuff. Um, yes, but Jeremiah, Mary and Stan come piling down. You find Jenkins unconscious, possibly dead, because uh, whatever it is George has tried. Uh, you have to call an ambulance and get a doctor out. I don't know what's happened here, everyone, but it appears that he was attacked by a bottle of milk. The funniest thing will be is if you actually died from this. <sighs> oh, my God! <laughs> what did you do? The paramedic Uh-oh. in the ambulance. No. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. <laughs> That's the best. The paramedic oh. in the ambulance thinks he's had a heart attack, so injects him with some drugs <laughs> to help with this, which actually causes Jenkins to have a heart attack. You're having a heart attack. Oh, roll a con roll to survive it. You need heart. No control. way. This is amazing. I need what? A hard con roll. Not even close. Okay, you're currently dying, Jenkins. We'll pause <laughs> for a break. So about your reputation. <laughs> Posthumous reputation. He might have a wonderful reputation. It might just be, you know, how you fondly remember him. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try not to kill Craig, but I've got a roll with what the dice say. The dice are the dice. This is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, well, um, let me just stop the recording. Yes. Spirit, noise. Can you hear us. Noise. I hear. The noise. I hear. Okay, where last we left you all, um, there were some pandemics in an ambulance and a bit of a panic because uh, um, Jenkins is deteriorating. His heart attack is getting worse. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe he had a heart attack. I thought he was a picture of health. Well, don't worry, sir. We're doing our best. We've given them one of the drugs that they recommend. We give people with having heart attacks, but 
It doesn't seem to be helping him right now. We need to get him to a hospital ASAP. Uh, yes, he's, yes. He's, he's, he's the healthiest 94-year-old I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, can, uh, sirs, can you help us get him onto the gurney? We can. Okay, Does that require yes. any accounting skill? It requires <laughs> uh, strength. <laughs> God. Oh, you, you don't want me doing that bit. Oh dear. Oh, oh. Yeah. Between Mary and George's, they pick him up lovingly. There's just no room for you to get around with all the paramedics, Jerry. So, so no, like, no. What, what, what I am is like you got a group of people trying to lift something, and you're the guy who just like it just like got one finger underneath because it's clear everyone else has got it. <laughs> you're like, ah, help him. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be fair, I am noticing that Mary the farmer is stronger than me. Um, <laughs> Jenkins, I need you to roll me hard constitution, please. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you got this. You lose two hit points as the paramedics continue working on you. And that was a pass on the hard con. You're still having a heart attack. It's just not got yeah. worse. Okay, they get you into the back of the ambulance. Uh, they politely push the rest of you out of the ambulance and jangle a bell to the hospital. Are you following to the local hospital? Yes. Well, Jump in my yeah. car. <laughs> Don't crash into the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I drive? Uh, drive. Are you going, George's? Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Mary? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to check. You might have been like, oh, well, we'll go home, Georgie, and leave this to you. This seems like a domestic matter. Oh, God. Well, it's not. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not a crit. It's fine. Um, the car won't start the first time you try, so you're a little bit delayed. So you're a few minutes behind the ambulance. Yeah, exactly. It's of fine. Of course, it takes time for everyone to go grab a coat. You can't find your coats. They're not in the cloakroom. <laughs> <laughs> You, you you give up in the end and you'll come back for your coat later. You pile into the car and you get going. It just takes a few minutes. Don't know where the maid has put them. They weren't in the cloakroom. <laughs> it is cold out here, but you know, your coat. Um, in three years' time, we're going to find those like in the upstairs toilet or something, aren't we? There's going to be in a room that, you know, she's probably just dumped them on a chair in a, another room or something and you're going to be like what are these doing in here <laughs> okay uh, Jenkins you need to roll me your hard constitution again oh man so harsh <laughs> oh, <done> it again <laughs> okay you lose two more hit points as the paramedics continue to work on you find the odds okay they have you stabilised they have you full of tubes Wrong. and injected with various stimulants <laughs> to get your heart going again. Um, completely unaware that, you know, they caused this because you were clearly having a heart attack when they arrived. Um, they get you to the hospital. You are rushed into the emergency room where a doctor will now see you. The doctor <laughs> examines you. He prescribed some drugs. Roll me your hard constitution. Jeez. And there it is. <laughs> yeah, I can't even lock that. Okay. Nope. You are stable but unconscious in the hospital. Your heart okay. has stopped fibrillating, but you are in a pretty bad way lying in a hospital bed 
I'm asleep. Uh, everyone else, you arrive at the hospital. Boston General. You pile into reception. Well, a young lady looks at you all. It's like, can I help? We are here to see Samuel Jenkins. Please take us to him. She has a look at her files. Um, I don't have anyone with that name registered. Were they just brought in? They were indeed. If you take a seat. He was having a heart attack. If you just take a seat, I'll go see if I can get some news for you. You said that so cheerily, mate. <laughs> he was having a heart attack. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Receptionist <laughs> is gone for about five minutes, and then a doctor, quite a tall, severe doctor, walks in. Roll me your um What would I make you roll? Handgun. <laughs> bang bang <laughs> Roll me your psychology everyone. You're just trying to find skills that I can run, aren't you? And I failed. <laughs> Ooh, why is this wow. Hang on, roll 20 is being I... balls. I'm going to just have to reload it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's being really slow for me as well, actually. I don't think it's just you. Now, I think around about this time on a Saturday, the Americans will wake up and start using roll 20. Uh... Like, we get it going like, in the morning and early afternoon, like, when they're all in bed. Yeah, don't worry, Nathan. I, I, I psychologized the heck out of it. You did psychologize the heck out of it. Okay. Um, you did indeed psychologize. Uh, Just that everybody else the, roll, because I think only Nathan's. The man. Oh, no, Mary did as well. You can also roll your intelligence. Intelligence. No. <laughs> I am not smart today. <laughs> yes. So the doctor is quite tall, perfectly bald, wearing a large white coat. You recognise him. Um, Thanks, Luther. Jerry, me, Jerry and Mary, it's Dr. Albert Shiny, one of your oh, fellow Massachusetts do- Historical Society members. Oh. He's the famous medical doctor. And, you know, this is the oh. Boston, Boston Hospital, so oh. it kind of makes sense that he's here. Uh, he looks very sober as he walks up. He's like, Mr. Nagel Marcus? What was he? Dr. Shiny, did you say? Yeah. Hello, I am Dr. I'm Doctor. I'm not Doctor. I am Mr. Nagel Marcus. <laughs> yes. Um, Dr. You're the doctor. Shiny, I believe we met at um, the Massachusetts Historical Society. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, we did. Well, let's nice to meet you again. Um, how is he? Let us go through to my office. Well, that's never a good sign, is it? He, he, he sees you all sat down, he gets you cups of tea, he sits behind his desk. So, I've been looking over um, Mr. Jenkins, and he has suffered a heart attack, and um, severe trauma to his lungs as a result <coughs> of what appears to be... Um, Blunt force trauma. Um, this is possible that this happened when he fell after his heart gave out on him, or possibly as a result of someone trying to give him first aid. Um, but I need the fall. 
Um, I just wanted to say, if one of you were trying to attend to him before the uh, ambulance arrived, you did the right thing. You probably kept his heart going long enough. So even though he's injured his ribs, that is okay. He'll recover from those injuries, but it is going to take him some time. He's not going to be fit for work for months. He's in quite a frail position right now. We've stabilized him. Um, it seems he had an adverse reaction to one of the drugs that he was given by the paramedic crew. Uh, it's quite rare, um, but we've we've flushed his system. I've given him several other drugs, and I've given him my best care and attention. Um, he should be waking up shortly. If you'd like to go through, you can see him, but he might not be very coherent, um, and he may have to stay with us for several weeks before he's well enough to go home. Several weeks? Wow. Uh, he's quite an elderly gentleman, and he did just have a heart attack. Yes, well, if you could take us through to him, of course, anything that he needs, no expense should be spared. Okay, Nathan, roll me your luck. My luck. I don't have luck, so no. <laughs> okay, excellent. Roll me your intelligence. At heart. No, no hard. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, this is fine. Um, you, you head to <laughs> Dr. Shine. Um... Samuel, you're uh, groggy, you're waking up, you're lying on your back in an oak-panelled room. There's a window on the right that seems to look out over the twilight, uh, late afternoon river, whatever the river in Boston is called. I forget. The crumpets. The crumpets. <laughs> the river crumpets. <laughs> no. As you, as you come into the room, you, you see Samuel is stirring, muttering crumpets. Roll your intelligence again, everyone, at hard. Yeah. Hey, someone got it. Oh, I am stupid. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you start reading the, reading the rights to the ECG machine. <laughs> okay, I've uh, sent Michelle a message. Um, ah, uh, we didn't turn the toaster off. No, oh, come on. With the crumpets burning in it. Oh, come on. That's what the luck roll was for. <laughs> you were concerned. You <laughs> were having a heart attack. I'm sure your house yeah. is just fine. I, I, I don't even. Like, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Um, I don't even know who I'd call because the guy I'd call is kind of in front of me in the bed. <laughs> um, Junkins, it's called Junkins. <laughs> I call, I call Junkins. the office. On the toaster. I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find a phone. I'm gonna call the office. I'm gonna tell whoever answers the phone that they must immediately, under direct orders, go to my house. Turn the toaster off. Yes. You do this. And whilst you're doing this, everyone else, you can talk to Jenkins. Jenkins, you're starting to feel a bit better now you're awake, but you've oh. definitely hurt. You've been horribly oh. bruised. What? Where, where am I? What? 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 You're what in happened? hospital. Why am I in hospital? Oh, I hurt. That's probably why I'm in the hospital. The doctor leans over. Mr. Jenkins, can you look at me? Mm, yes. yes. I'm Dr. Shiny. And you've, oh. had, you've had a heart attack. You look familiar. Uh, with members of your master's club. 
Ah, yes. Your master is currently making sure his house doesn't burn down. <coughs> oh. It seems someone left the toaster on. I think that would be me. I don't think it's your fault, sir. You were having a heart attack, and there were three adults <laughs> in the room, all capable of turning the toaster off. That sounds like a fair assessment. They were, however, focusing on keeping you alive. Now, you've had an adverse reaction to one of the drugs the paramedics given you. Um, you have bruising to your lungs, and you have had a full heart attack. I haven't felt quite myself since the farm. The farm? Oh, we were out... Surely you would have been at the presentation. Not necessarily, because he's so senior and he probably doesn't Um, care. We were at the gardener's farm in... um, I I heard about your report. Sadly, I was working surgery that evening, so I couldn't make the dinner. Well, it is possible you were exposed to some gases or lingering radiation, so I'm going to have... Oh, purple gas. Purple gas, you say. You breathed in Mm. a purple gas whilst at the farm? Something, yes. I look at Mary. (laughs) (laughs) There was a a weird mist that was about at the time. Well, okay. You rest, Dr. Jenkins. I met Miss... (laughs) Dr. Jenkins. Miss Simmons? (laughs) Judge Olsen, if you'd like to come through to the rooms, I'd like to take some of your blood to run some tests to check that none of the rest of you are infected with anything. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, Georges, you return to find Mary and... Jerry having their blood drained by the doctor. Uh, what? <laughs> Not drained. Couple <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, blood drawn by the doctor. He's like, ah, doctor made made making markers. I've just been sporking. Too. Sporking? I've just been sporking. <laughs> sporking. Is that a medical term? <laughs> yes, you know, uh, my syringes have three needles for sport purposes. You, you get three times the blood, but you do have to get three veins. So you know. You have to be really good. Why are we extracting people's blood? Well, Jeremy, Samuel was mentioning that um, (laughs) he moved in some sort of purple mist whilst we were investigating the gardener's farm. It's possible that this had an adverse effect on him, so I just want to check all of your blood to check that none of you have also picked some foreign entity up. I see. So if you don't mind, I'll take some of yours as well. Makes perfect sense, sure. Okay, he extracts some of your blood. Uh, now, you can all go through and talk to Samuel, um, but do keep it brief. I'll give you half an hour, and then you really must go. He must rest. Of course. Thank you. We go and speak to Samuel. Well, oh, everybody. Master. Ah, oh, Jenkins. Sorry for the inconvenience, sir. It's it, it happens. I was uh, I've just been concerned about you. So I, I guess after everything that's happened, my age is starting to catch up with me a bit. Yes, just just uh, you know, a shame as usual that you were you were in the middle of your duties while this was happening. So I feel somewhat responsible. Uh, you work you work far too hard, Jenkins. Clearly, I mean, a half day off a week is not enough," says Stan, who is also here. <laughs> Stan, Stan! 
Yes, Stan. Of course, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he should at least get the weekends off, even if he's, you know, in the middle of the week. Half day off. What is this? 1847? <laughs> we'll talk about this later, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... I don't think there's much else to say, Jenkins, other than you need to remain here. You need to get better. And, um, you know, join us when you're ready. Yes. Uh, in the meantime, I shall engage Jonkins in your stead. Jonkins! <laughs> As I'm sure you can appreciate, I do not wish that to be a long-term arrangement. <laughs> Please get well soon. <laughs> Uh, what are we going to do about the trip to New York? Hmm. Good question. You guys will just have to go without me. Or we could postpone it until you're better. And obviously... That's going to be a long time, I think, from what the doctors have said. Can't George's here just throw lots of money at it to get, like, hot nurses to take the Jenkins to your apartments in New York? <laughs> I, I, I would... I... Uh, yeah, I, w- I was thinking we could get him uh, you know, transferred to New York, at least so he's close by. They've got good hospitals in New York as well, so if anything happens, he can be taken to a doctor right away. And then, you know, you can do research and stuff whilst we're investigating things. You can stay at the home base and, I don't know, read the articles we bring back. Exactly. You know, when you're languishing here in a hospital whilst we're all off, Having an adventure. It might be good for you as well, Jenkins, because, you know, sitting in a bed all day for weeks is hardly going to be exciting. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I don't understand. You could read the book I borrowed. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Can I roll handgun now? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If it's... If it's in English or French, then I can read it. It's in French, I'm pretty sure. I think it's Ugh. in French. I think you're the only one who can read it, you and George is, because Stan doesn't read yeah. English, so... Yeah. Ah. I did yeah. help him read a bit of it, to be yeah. fair, already. Yeah, um, Stan hands you a copy his book that he borrowed from the bookshop in Arkham. Here you go. Oh, you can read my book. Um, I mean, well, let's... I need George <laughs> to help you translate it. You should finish translating it for me. Well, let, let's give it to Jenkins when we get to New York. Let's let him yeah. rest for the time being. Yeah. Let me talk to the doctor first. Just throw money at them, Georges, and hire a nurse or two. Well, I will do, but I still need to arrange to get him transferred. Oh, yeah, I guess you need to hire an ambulance to take him to the train station. And then a medical train car? Do you have those? We will have by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the end of tomorrow. <laughs> you can probably source a hospital train car. They must exist. Must do. They don't know about to. <laughs> Are you opening up a new market? Exactly, yeah. Okay. Um, roll your... Um, you go to find Dr. Shiny, I assume. Yes. Okay, he's in his office. He looks up at you. Ah, Mr. Nagelmarkers. Dr. Shiny. That's a strange name, Dr. Shiny. Um, You're shiny. So is Nagelmarkus. Yeah, I was going to say, so is the Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all of our surnames are very weird. 
yes, yes. No idea true. why my family is called Shiny. Why is yours called Nagelmuckers? Because my dad was called Nagelmuckers. Well, my dad was called Shiny. There we go, dad, see? And Common ground. Yes. Anyway, um, I sent your blood work down to the lab. Um, very interesting, though. Um, I might have to ask you all to come in for a few more tests, because look at this. He waves you over to um, a microscope or one corner of the room. Have a look. This is a slide of uh, Jenkins' blood. Have a look. Roll pow. <laughs> Damn you. Uh, oh. It looks like blood. <laughs> I was going to say that was going to be my immediate response if I wasn't made to roll anything. Go, hmm, yeah, that's blood, all right. <laughs> you don't see anything unusual? I, I don't, no. Let me have another look. He peers through it. No, I'm definitely seeing a very slight discoloration. Maybe it's just my glasses he takes them off. Kind of holds them up. Anyway, I'll keep you posted. Um, how is uh, Mr. Jenkins? Um, about as well as you could expect, I suppose. Um, he's a very old yeah, man. You I think might he's, want to uh... think about retiring him. I mean, oh, I could possibly do that. He's uh, he's, he's far too too useful and valuable, and might, he's like family to you. It yes, might, that. It might. It might <laughs> well, if he's like family, it might be in your best interest to pension him off, get him a nice house somewhere where he can work less hard. The sort of daily routine your butler plus chauffeur plus valet is working for you, day in day out, with only half day off. He's Pushing. Yes. Well, Samuel oh. Jenkins has been in the f- his decision. When- oh, hang on. And he's back. And he's returned. Everything went nice. weird. I had to restart. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all going choppy. Yeah. Uh, he is 55. Choppy, he's not far off retirement age, so... Yes, well, as I was saying before, you rudely lost internet connection, Doctor Shiny. Um, <laughs> Jenkins, Jenkins has been with the family long enough that uh, I have a much enough respect for him to be an equal part decision maker in in whether or not he retires. So once once he's better, uh, I'm sure those conversations will come to the fore. Very well. Will you be covering all of his bills? Of course. And uh, on that matter, I'd like to arrange to get him transferred to New York, please. Um, A New York hospital or private care in one of your many, many luxurious homes? Oh, private care, of course. Well, yes. uh, He probably doesn't need the attention of a doctor after a couple of days. He should just be able to be okay on bed rest and a nurse. I'd suggest hiring a nurse to look after him. And make sure yep. that he stays in bed. Um, I'll keep an eye on him, and when I discharge him, I'll probably recommend he stays in bed for at least three to four weeks. Of course, of course. I'll, um, I'll make arrangements. for the first two weeks, and then after that, mild, you know, incidences of being allowed to sit in an armchair. Yeah, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Um, I guess I need to call nurses direct. Oh, we can arrange all of that here in the hospital. Order by lunchtime, deliver by bedtime. Nice. <laughs> well, your uh, accounting and then your credit rating. Jesus! Let's roll with my rolls. You get uh, that. Uh, you got that at least. 
you get tied up in a bit of bureaucracy because, you know, it takes time to arrange this sort of thing. You have to ring the train station and be like, I don't care if Bob's not at work. Go and wake Bob up. Tell him I need the hospital car attached to my train because it's my train. Do it now. Yep. And it's not just attaching it to my train, by the way. It's making sure you separate all the all of the other peasant carriages so that the medical cart gets attached to my actual cart, not just onto the end of the train. <laughs> yep, that'll take longer. Yep. You want it to be first class, first class, you. Yes. I'm going to have to see if I have those Iron Express train maps in PDF format. <laughs> I suspect they're going to come up. But I'll look for those later. Okay. Um, Jerry and Mary, you're with Sam. Sam, you're starting to feel a little bit better. Uh, so you're still quite weak and bruised. And Stan's book at least seems interesting. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. I'm sure this will definitely keep me occupied. Stan, thank you. Well, I can't read it. I'll make proper English notes for you as I go through. You are, as always, Jenkins, a star. We know how you like to be useful, so uh, this is uh, our way of uh, keeping you as part of the team whilst you get your rest. Yeah, maybe your first presentation could be on this book. We're allowed to do presentations on historical objects. That's a good point. That's completely possible, too. Um, hmm. Yes, maybe, maybe. Well, sounds like we've got a plan. Ah, here's George's. Nice segue. <laughs> Hello. Okay, I've uh, made arrangements. We're going to get a medical cart attached to a train to get you transferred over to, to New York uh, in private care, not in a hospital, because that will suck. Um, and then as soon as you're ready, you can rejoin us, but at least you'll be close by for anything you need or we need. Thank you, sir. Your, your consideration is always so much more than I deserve. Come on, Jenkins. You've been in the family long enough now. Thank you, sir. Yes. What have I missed? I'm reading a book for everyone now, sir. Oh, <clears throat> the book. Yeah, I thought it would keep Jenkins' mind occupied whilst he's stuck in bed. That's a great idea, Stan. That was a wonderful idea. We should get him some more books. <laughs> we should get him some more books. Don't worry, Stan. We'll sort that out. Esoteric mythos tomes are us. Please send my book. <laughs> Necronomicon. The wizard character. <laughs> Fat Aquadingum. <laughs> but can do one. This is what you get for having your backstory um, document, ha having a play on the term, you're a wizard, you're a, I'm a what? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I imagine that the plans are going to take a little while for the train, so yeah. we have some time. Um, you all head home. It's getting quite late by this point after all the excitement. Yep. Uh, George, as you arrive home, you find Janine, your secretary, like, in the living room. The house. So my house isn't burnt down. That's a good thing. 
Uh, all the windows are open. It's absolutely freezing inside, and everything smells mildly of those uh, <laughs> singed electronics. Crumbly. I'm going to have to stay in the secondary house, aren't I? Janine's like, sorry, sir. Um, kitchen was full of black smoke. Uh, your toaster is shot. Yes. Well, we were obviously distracted by other matters, so well, I've thank you for coming in. I'm trying to air it out, sir, but... Um, yeah, there's some smoke damage on the in the kitchens. It's it's fine. I'm I'm not going to stay here tonight. I'm going to go stay somewhere else. Just we'll lock it all up, and I'll get some people arranged to come and clean it out, fix the damage, replace the toaster. It'll be wonderful. Uh, I mean, what happened? Um, well, Jenkins had a heart attack. Is what happened. What? Um, oh no! Is he okay? I didn't. He's he's not well, no. So he's going to take some time to recover. Um, so I'm going to make sure he comes with us uh, when we go to New York, which you probably didn't realize we were doing either. So I'll be going to New York to do business from there, Janine, for a while. Do you need me to move to the New York office? I do, yes. I mean, Clarice is okay, but she's no Janine. Oh, God, no, not Clarice. <laughs> Clarice is the worst, sir. You know she yeah. never knows what anything is. Yeah. This is why I leave her in New York and, and not in Boston. Well, where do you want me to send Clarice when I arrive in New York? Do you want to send her back to Boston? Um, no, can you just arrange some sort of training program? Send us somewhere miserable, I don't know, like... <coughs> Winnipeg? Yeah, that'll do, yeah. <laughs> right, I'll send the secretarial staff to a training program in Winnipeg. Perfect, thank you. Um, your wife called? Ah, Constance, I should speak to my wife more often. Uh, she says, um, if you have a chance, give her a call. She has some exciting news. Yeah. You might, however, not want to tell her you nearly burnt the house down. I won't tell her that. I'll call her before I leave the house. Thank you. Okay, Janine, we'll see you tomorrow, sir. She'll uh, go and make arrangements to move to New York. Perfect. Just imagine yeah, Janine should... from the Ghostbusters now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flaming red hair, high heels, very good secretary. Yes, yes, indeed. And on that note, I call my wife. Hey, uh, you get through to her. It's quite late, but she's still up. Ah, George's. Constance, my dear. How are you? It's been a trying day. Jenkins is uh, unfortunately not well. He's had a heart attack. Oh, no. Did he survive? He he did survive. He's going to take some time to recover. I'm going to make sure that he's well looked after. Oh, well, I'm in, in London currently. Ah, how, how is your, your trip to London? Well, I've made an appointment to meet Arthur Shipley. Wow, that's amazing. He's coming up to his gallery here in uh, Suffolk uh, in a couple of days, and I'm going to get the full tour and see if I can talk him into coming back to New York to do another tour in the spring. That would be that would be honestly that would be the greatest if you can make that happen. Well, I'm I'm, I've, to, I've had a look at some of his work. Fascinating. Some some of his work is incredible. One one of our companions here stands just been over to see some of his work at the um the the, the dark tower place that Delalia Alalia even wow. Delalia Alalia um uh, owns and he's been waxing lyrical about some of the artworks since there's a piece about the the pharaohs that I really have to get my eyes upon. Well, I've been talking to Carol, who had it from Frank, who had it from Louise, who talked to Josh, 
Not Louise. Josh told Louise, who told Pete, who told Craig, who told Michelle, who told Nate, that um, that Alalia has managed to pick up one of Shipley's best works. So you really need to have a look at this and see if you can get your hands on it. Oh, okay. What piece is that? It's called The Well of Lights. <laughs> like I visibly saw, well, she won't see me, but I start shaking. <laughs> well of lights, dear. No, you must, you must be joking. Oh, well, apparently she's got the well of lights and the purple dome. They're two of Shipley's more recent pieces of work. Of lights, purple dome. Also, the kids say hello. Oh, I miss the kids. Well, How once, are they? once I'm done here in London, I'll hop on a steamship and bring them back across for a bit. That that would be wonderful. I'd love to spend some time with you, with you and the kids, and just without all of this nonsense going on. As as fun as it is, uh, it's 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 led to Jenkins having a heart attack. So as you can imagine, it's quite stressful. Well, is it time we retired him and got you someone younger? That's the second person today that's told me that. I think. Um, I think it's a conversation to have with Jenkins when he's better. You know, you might have to be firm and retire him against his will for his own good. I, I know, but he's so much better than Jenkins. And well, we wouldn't hire Jenkins to replace Jenkins. No, but my point is, is that there's a certain caliber of butler, my dear, that you just you don't just throw that caliber away. You you keep it around as long as you can. But you don't want to be responsible for him having another heart attack and not surviving the next one. Even if he considers it a great honour? I don't think anyone wants to die over... No, I'm, I'm just trying to convince myself of it. I will speak to Jenkins when, when he's better. Anyway, uh, but this is Have the conversation yeah. with him, or I will have it when I get there. Yes, yes, dear, I'll speak to Jenkins. And if I have to have the conversation with him, I will just be telling him he's retiring. Hey, it's you are wise as ever. I will, I will speak to him. Anyway, I need to go and buy something new to wear to Shipley's art gallery tomorrow. <laughs> yes, and when you're at Shipley's art gallery tomorrow, try to buy something from Shipley's art gallery. I was going to do that anyway, my love. Perfect. It will look really. Whatever I get will look really nice in the downstairs bathroom. Reminds me, I must get the painting shipped to New York as well. I'll arrange that. Hey, speak to you later, darling. Bye. She hangs up. You go and look at your painting. I do. I go and look at the paintings. He's such a glutton for punishment. The paintings. I just love the paintings. The wonders from beyond stares back at you. Glorious and magnificent and wondrous. Alright, everyone sleeps eventually. You move to a hotel for the night. Um, yeah. Um, then order your household staff to go and clean and de-smokeify the place. Yes, and repair the damage and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to move my calendar timer on so I don't lose track of where we are. It's currently Thursday the 19th. Um, the well. doctors inform you Jenkins will be well enough to be discharged from the hospital on Saturday 
for transfer to your train to New York. First thing second. Excellent. Okay. This is good. So, I uh, will go to Jerry. What are you doing? You hear from George's that you're not going to New York until Saturday, so... Hmm. Okay. Um, what can I do instead? Not sure what else I can do. Uh... You could investigate the uh, something else from the dossiers. You could just do your job for two days. You can investigate your boss's corruption, clearly being paid off. Yeah, but I don't think I should do that while I'm in the office. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be good. Hi, boss. Um, don't mind me. I'm just going through your yeah. file. What's in? What else is there? Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll just keep it simple. I'll just do my job for a couple of days because if I'm going away for a while, the more I can do now, the better. Okay, roll me law twice. I am the law. One, two. You dismiss the evidently suit against the homeless man for lack of evidence. Of course. Yeah, forgot about that. Uh. (laughs) You find there is no case to bring because the witnesses can't ID the man um, because the man who attacked them was wrapped up and covered. And the police have just grabbed someone nearby sleeping in an alleyway who was also wrapped up and covered. So that's not really evidence in your book. And the no. autopsy report doesn't match. Exactly. Yep, you decide there isn't enough evidence to bring a case. Uh, Good. Wrap Good. up a couple of other cases, do a few things, hang around the office, do justice, send some people to prison. Hit my hammer. Bang your hammer. <laughs> Have My to escape. Have to remind Mr. Phoenix Wright to bloody well calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you scream objection a couple of times just because you've always wanted to. Yeah. Even though you're what about the lead character from Avery Attorney? Then uh, go bang Edgeworth. And, uh... <laughs> bang Edgeworth? What? <laughs> <laughs> Judge Olsen, <laughs> remind yourself to custody at once. <laughs> hey, Mary, what are you doing with two days off? So, we're still local then. <laughs> I should go back to the farm for a couple of days. All right, roll me farming twice. You just get on with your day job. Um, farming, looking after the business, being a capitalist swine, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Georges, what are you doing for two days? Um, probably struggling without a butler is probably what I'm doing. <laughs> so I'm, I'll probably spend a good like half a day trying to figure out how to make my own cocktails. It wouldn't go well. And um, you need to remember where the kitchen is and who the cook is. Yeah. And you des- yeah. you let yourself into Jenkins' office and find the book with everyone's names in it. And I'm like, right, so the maid is called Claire. <laughs> is, 
The cook is Mrs. Johnson and... Exactly. Roll me your credit rating and then your... Roll me your rifle shotgun as you probably spend a bit of time do oh no actually roll me your charm charm yeah you spend some time charming your staff talking to various um employees doing jobs you call the kids sounds like a plan okay i'll come to craig in a minute as everyone has taken two days off, you get five sanity and six luck. Craig! Welcome. You're lying in a hospital bed. <laughs> I am. The doctors won't let you get out of bed. The nurses are very solicitous and nice, but you feel very weak. Now, what are you doing for two days? Probably eating some jello. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Roll your eat jello. Uh, I don't have that as a skill, so I'm guessing I'm going to have to roll base intelligence with a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably spend the first day doing a whole lot of nothing because it would be silly to not try and rest after something like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day I'm probably already going spare being still this long low. So I would probably at least start looking at the new book because it, it's what someone has asked me to do. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. You get three sanity and three luck. Mm-hmm. And then roll me your French. Fifty-fifty. Uh, no. Hey, you get a day of reading done. On the skin read, uh, Janine drops by with loads of flowers <laughs> on on the uh, first day. She's like Jenkins. Oh, Janine. You shouldn't have. I should have. I can't believe you had a heart attack. Bad Jenkins. <laughs> it um, wasn't on my to-do list. <laughs> she pats your hand and smiles. Georges is going. He's driving me spare without you. He's rang me three times today because he got the wrong person. Um, has he found my lists in my office? That Those might help him get the right person. I directed him to your office. I think okay, he had trouble remembering help. where the stairs were to the servant quarters. Hmm. He doesn't go downstairs very often, does he? No, we normally do all of that for him, after all. Well, the uh, cook's there, looking after him. Mrs. Johnson. Um, she'll do her best. As long as you can keep Master well fed, he normally stays in good spirits. Apparently, he's pining for cocktails. 
Ah, yes. Um, hmm, there's not a lot we can do about that. Um, other than we could just hire him a new cocktail smith. Maybe advise him to spend a bit more time relaxing at the historical society, as he can certainly get cocktails there. Ah, good idea. That'll keep him out of the office. I'm trying to prepare to move to New York. Hmm. He may even um, be able to do some research there while also being able to indulge in cocktails. Who knows? Well, you lie here and rest up and do no work. You are forbidden from doing any work. Yes, I'm working. (laughs) Jenkins, if you try to get out of that bed and make George with a cocktail, I'm going to have the nurses sedate you. Now, now, if I tried to do that, it wouldn't be any good by the time it got to him anyway. Which is the only reason why I'm not trying. Gonna have my eye on you, Jenkins. You're gonna rest and get well, or else Mrs. Malcolmackers will have work to do. I, I am resting. I'm resting. Look, I'm just laid in bed doing some light reading. Well, nothing wrong with reading a good book. Do you want me to get you some more? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, that wouldn't be bad. What do you fancy? Dickens? Bronte? Wordsworth what? poems? Let's Maybe something go... new and exotic, like um, Weird Tales? I can get you some Weird Tales. No, let's go with Dickens. Dickens it is. I'll get you uh, Christmas Carol. That's full of ghosts and spooks. I know you like them. Um... Oh. Yes, I'm sure whatever you find will be absolutely fine. Oh, how about some murder mysteries? Oh, yes, those, those are always fun. Yes, I'll yes. get you some Christie's. She's got some new ones out. Oh, that's, that's delightful. Now, don't, don't let me keep you too long, Janina. I'm sure you've got plenty of other things. You don't need to be worrying about an old goat like me. Jenkins, you're part of the family. As are we all, Janine. I'll be fine. Uh, she chats for a bit long. A bit long, a bit longer. <laughs> um, she then sends you a copy of The Mystery of the Blue Train. Yay! A train book. It technically, train book! It technically isn't due to be published for two weeks. Uh, two months, but she's got hold of an advanced copy for you. Oh, very nice. I'm absolutely spoiled. Yeah, Nice shirt, by the way, Ash. It is a good shirt. <laughs> yep, you're absolutely spoiled, and Janine is charging it all to George's. And George's wouldn't even notice because he pays no attention to the bank account. <laughs> <laughs> is it full of millions? Yes. <laughs> You all have a pleasant couple of days off. The morning of Saturday the 21st of January dawns. Um, you are driven by ambulance to the um, train station in Boston, Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Then you are wheeled in your wheelchair to a blue and red carriage that's attached to Nagelmarker's train. Um, George's Dan, Mary, and Jerry are all here to greet you as you're helped on board the medical car. Hello, everybody. Your nurse is... Kennedy Fisher. 
What is Kennedy Fisher like? She's uh, Scottish, redhead, seems quite friendly, generous, helpful, but she's quite stern if you try not to, if you try to do anything you're not allowed to do. Sounds delightful. Kennedy Fish, what, sorry? Kennedy Fisher. Fisher, thank you. Okay, Uh, everyone, you board the train and then you make your way down to New York. In luxury, on board George's private car. Hell yeah. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. And then you make your way across town to George's New York apartment in the Ansonia building. Very nice. So... George's is clearly in the master bedroom. Um, but of course. Jenkins is in the servant's room. Oh, bless. Uh, Mary. Uh, Jerry. And Stan is staying at his own place. So, What's the name of this building again? The Ansonia. It's on the page, Greg. Can't see it. Zoom out. Oh, you're down there. You are comfortably ensconced in New York. You gather in Jenkins' room because obviously he's Forbidden to get out of bed. <laughs> this is this makes sense. I'm sure we can uh, get him into a wheelchair before long. So, yeah. What's your plan? Oh yeah, let's have a look at the list. Um, I was particularly interested in uh, the Bodine Castle. I mean, the United States is not known for its castles, so I'd be interested in checking that one out personally. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. My, I, I was reviewing the leads on the, the way over, and I think that's a, a good one. And also, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued into Marcello's auction house. I, I'd like, I'd like to look into what, what sort of artifacts might be available in these closed door auctions that he runs. And I think I might be able to work my way into one of those. Yeah, just dropping your name will probably open the door instantly. One can hope. <laughs> work from the old Dutch mansion, sort of along the same lines of the gardener, that they just upped and abandoned the farm. Is it worth seeing if it was anything related to um, the gardeners? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm up for following up multiple leads. We're, we're in no particular rush. We've got some time, and yeah, I, I think may, perhaps the chances that they're connected may be slim, but a slim chance is still a chance. So, what about you, Stan? What, what have you seen? Stan, Stan, Stan! <laughs> Ship is he a Pokemon now? Artwork. <laughs> yeah, I know I need to do that as well. No, 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 that's what we should be investigating. We should be doing a piece on one of his pieces of art. 
Is, is that something that's going to impress the historical society? Yeah, up-and-coming artists, that's history. We're there at the start of this artist's grand <laughs> climb to fame and wonder into the books alongside the best artists going. I mean, up-and-coming artists are basically the opposite of history. It's living history. We're living this history. It may one day become history, yes. I suppose suppose you could argue that uh, you're gathering detailed information of his life while he's living, as opposed to people trying to piece it together in the future. Yes. See what the judge said. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be following this up anyway, but as a, as a personal interest, I'm, I'm just not convinced it's the right topic for the historical society, but I may be wrong. I may be wrong. Well, so. why don't we go and look at Walker's pictures, and then we can make a decision. Yep, I'm perfectly fine with that. I guess we're going this afternoon and leave Jenkins here with the nurse. Yes, yes. Um, I trust you have everything you need, Jenkins. Obviously, if you need anything official, you can contact the, the New York office, as you know, and I'm sure they'll bring anything you need to you. I'm quite sure I'll be fine, so don't you worry about me. Perhaps perhaps in our absence, you could uh, see if you can get any any kind of information or, or stories or, or, or documents on... Um, one of the things that the other guys have talked about, perhaps the old Dutch mansion that Mary's mentioned. Perhaps you can find out some more in our absence. Uh, yes, I, I can certainly try. Perfect. Kennedy! Oh. <laughs> Kennedy sticks her head in. Yes, Mr. Jenkins? Can I have a phone placed on my bedside table, please? Is there a phone port in this bedroom, sir? You look I have George's? no idea. I could Must get be. and have a look. You stay in there, <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> Roll your luck, Jenkins. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oof. There is a phone port. This, this, uh, this apartment is very modern. And she goes and gets a phone out of a, off your desk in the den... And it puts it on your bedside table. Thank you. She gets you a notebook, um, a pencil. She gets you your medicine. She makes you take your medicine. Medicine. <laughs> <laughs> so where's Mary, Jerry, and George is going first? Are you going to head to one of the libraries? Are you going to go see pictures? Um, it, it seems that we have an interesting going to see pictures, so that's where I'll be heading. Um, everyone is welcome to join me, or they can pursue their own interests. Is anyone going with George's and Stan to go look at the paintings? Well, given that the, the, the paintings as well, didn't she? Well, it was just one, but yeah. <laughs> oh, so you could be tempted. I, I, on the other hand, am not tempted by paintings. <laughs> the judge really does tempting. not wish to see paintings. It is really tempting, Mary. Well, your power to resist. <laughs> mm. 
Oh, paintings yeah. it is. You want to go see paintings, Mary? <laughs> Judge Olsen, are you going to go join the group, or are you going to sneak off somewhere else? No, I'm going to sneak off somewhere else. I'm not going to fall for that one. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I'm going to try and look into this castle business, at least like try and locate it and... Uh, because like, what, what time is it today? Because we've obviously arrived um, today. It's just after lunch. Can I go off with Jeremiah or not? No, you you have failed your power roll. Your, <laughs> you want to go look at the paintings. Yeah, so what's the thing? Do we, how much do we know about the castle? <laughs> oh, bless you. Number 43. Oh, wow, your video was like four seconds behind the sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Oh, that was clever of me. Um, Oh, I'll take the the camera with me to the castle so I can start getting a couple of those done. Good idea. Uh, I need to remember where it is in the book about New York. Because I was silly. I've <laughs> written down that it's number 43, but I've not actually written down the page number. They're called Bodine Castle. I think it's in the outer districts. Sorry about this. I'm just trying to find it. It's all Gucci. It's all Gucci. Um, Coney Island, Shepherd's Bay, Stratton Island. Okay, hang on. I'm going to have to look up what part of the city Vernon Boulevard is in, in real life New York. New York, New York. Vernon Boulevard is in Queens. Okay. So it's in the outer boroughs. Ah! Right, page 112. I'm going to write that down this time. Who are you? <laughs> okay. Flinty. Hello. Roll me your intelligence. Intelligence. I am intelligent. You are indeed intelligent. Uh, you are able to make a phone, couple of phone calls and you track down Bodine Castle. It's on Vernon Boulevard, number 43, in Queens, on Long Island, specifically. 
Are you going to travel over there or are you going to go to one of the research institutes of New York to read up more about it? Um, I'll, mm, no, I'll get, I'll get some basic information first. So I'll go to the research institute Which one you first. Oh, there's a few, isn't there? Hang on, put on that list again. There are lots of places in New York, New York. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not the geographical, maybe the Columbia. No, not that one. You don't want to go to the Dark Tower? No. <laughs> um, I know which one you should. Go. I'll try the I'll try the Long Island Historical Society. Oh wait, that is a historical society itself. <laughs> yes, but it's a research institution. The, yeah. If given it's so close to the castle, it's on Long Island. Okay, you driving yourself or are you going to get a taxi? Uh, I'll get a taxi because I don't know the area too well at the moment. You hail a yellow cab and you take a taxi to Long Island Historical Society. Okay, uh, I, uh, I just need to run to the loo. I'll be right back. Alright. To the loo. For you. Oh. Almost sounds like Pingu. Pingu, Pingu, Deluded Doody. Where's my Pingu stickers? Down here somewhere. Down the bottom, apparently. I loved Pingu as a kid. Yeah, I quite liked it too. It's pretty good. Sorry about that. Uh, so, um... I'll do the Kring before I go to the Dark Tower. Kring. Kring, what are you doing? Um, I will start by making some phone calls. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> 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 At a moment, I suspect that. The New York Historical Society and the Long Island Historical Society might potentially be at least, if not hostile, at least probably not very receptive to us, considering the reception we had in Arkham. Um, I am going to call... I'm not sure, honestly, because what I'd like to try and do is also arrange for someone to maybe bring some of the materials 
or copies of materials to us for a fee. That's just... something you can normally book to do. Okay. Um, in which case, I'll start with Columbia University first. That seems like the one that's most likely to be completely open and transparent in that kind of manner. Um, so, yeah, I ring Columbia University. Okay. Roll me your credit rating. Ooh. Hell yeah. Sorry, I'm just writing down page numbers. Oh. Uh, yep, yeah, you get through to the main library inquiry desk at Columbia University. Oh, hello there. Um, my name is uh, Samuel Jenkins, and I'm doing some research for uh, my master, uh, Georges Nagelmeckers. Uh, I was wondering if we might be able to uh, hire uh, the services of your library to make some copies of of information you might have regarding a few topics. Of course, sir. That's a service we offer. Uh, it's uh, normally uh, $6 an hour for one of our research assistants, and then we charge $0.20 cents a copy per page. Okay, that's that's absolutely wonderful. I'm quite certain that those costs are more than reasonable uh, to my uh, master. Um, in which case, uh, could I ask for any information you might have on the following topics, please? Uh, the Old Dutch Mansion. Uh, do you have an address for that, sir? Uh, da, 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 do I... Uh, Walkaway Road, number one. Very well, sir. I've taken that detail. Where else? Um, also, uh, Marcello's Auction House, uh, which is 19th Street, number 61 in Queens. Mm-hmm. And then Bodine Castle on Vernon Boulevard, number 43. Very well, sir. And that's everything for the moment, I think. Although, uh, one other thing that might also be interesting is, have you heard of the upcoming artist, Shipley? Uh, I haven't myself, sir, but I can have our researchers make inquiries. Any information we could get on uh, Shipley would be also be absolutely appreciated. Very well, sir. I will make arrangements. Can I have your address? Um, uh, yes, uh, we are currently in... Uh, where is it? I've got it here. Uh, part <coughs> 15A, uh, the Ansonia 2109 Broadway. Well, sir, uh, do you have a rush on this information? Our standard turnaround is five to six days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can pay for premium should you desire to do so. How much would premium be? It's an extra 20% on our standard fee. That's absolutely fine. Yes, please put a rush, rush Very on Very well. I can get this rushed through for you within three days. Thank you very much for your help. It's most appreciated. You're welcome, sir. Have a good day. You too. Hey, meanwhile, at the Dark Tower... The Dark Tower... 
Okay. You arrive at the Dark Tower. Uh, Alalia Walker, uh, once you, you know, you get through the concierge and reception, she has you shuttled straight up to her penthouse suite. And she's like, Georges! Darling! How good it is to see you, my dear. Hello, it is I. I've heard the news. Poor Jenkins is ill. He is, he is, but he's he's, he's I okay. Must he's... Send him a gift, something to cheer him up. Does he like um, papaya? I think he loves papaya. So send him some papaya. I think he doesn't even know what papaya is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, welcome. Ah, uh, you're so early. I'm having one of my soirees this evening, but uh, you're not oh. here for that, are you? You're here for the artwork. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for the artwork. Yes. I've been told you have some wonderful pieces. Well, your boy Stan here came to visit me, and I have to admit he's got a keen eye. And who's this beautiful woman who has joined us? Ah, yes, this is this is Mary. <laughs> well, Mary, <laughs> Mary. You're also here to see. I'm you. laughing because I know where that tone of voice comes from. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it did. I am suspecting that I might have to call for sanity rolls. No. <laughs> this is this is Mary Simmons. She's uh, a part of a part of our well, Mary, our little, welcome, little coterie. Welcome. Now you must pick. I will show you each piece in turn. She takes you through up the stairs onto the mezzanine level, through a door into a wide white room. There are no windows, but there are small little alcoves. Each one lit with those sort of like picture lamp, picture lights, and before each one, there's a curtain on the back wall. So, what one do you want to see first, Georgie? Or shall I surprise you? There's a couple of pieces that I'm very specifically looking forward to, but do you know what? Let's make this a surprise. You choose the order. Okay. Roll a d8, Georges. I shall roll. She takes you along. She turns you both, all three of you, into a um, passage. And it's like, this is the Elder Pharos. Ooh, I've heard of this one. That's pretty. Look at the striking imagery. Yes, yes. (laughs) All right, Burns. (laughs) Excellent. In the ice and snow, the stars, I've had it verified, are in the southern hemisphere. Mm, That is a wonderful picture. Very nice. I picked this one up after Shipley's original studio was destroyed. It was one of the first pieces he drew after that horrible incident which which resulted in the death of his mother. There was a horrible incident that yes. resulted in the death of his mother. Um, explosion in the sewer system underneath his street. It took out about three or four houses back in uh, 25. Uh, his mother never really recovered and died a few months later. Wow. But after that, wow. he moved into the countryside and he's been drawing things ever since. This is... 
This is a wonderful, wonderful piece. I, I really enjoy this one. Roll your pow. Pow. And you, Mary. And you, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should roll Stan as well. The bubble only goes so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's, there is... His power score. Wow. There's yeah, wow. something captivating about this piece. It, it sings to your heart. You can almost imagine the cold. You can almost feel the breeze, the snow, the ice. Just by looking at it, it pulls you in. You want to go to this location if it really existed. You want to just stand beneath that tower and admire it from the ground. How much is it? Um, <laughs> she blinks. Um, oh, to part. If you have to ask. If you have to ask, my dear, it will cost too much. <laughs> <laughs> You've never met Michelle before. <laughs> no skin flints in my gallery. <laughs> Get out now, Michelle, run. <laughs> or steal it. But or... it fit under my coat. <laughs> no. <laughs> But, but don't make a decision now, Georges. Would you like to see the next? Oh no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not making any decisions until I've seen all of the works. Roll um, D seven. I, mean, I know you make me roll something that you can't just click a button for. Three. Ah, now this one. This one turns some people's stomachs. Some people find this one unpalatable. But I find there's a certain level of majesty in this creature's wonderment. I've got to say, it worries me slightly that your Alalia Walker voice is the same as your, like, god voice. (laughs) I prefer the other That is creepy as hell. Well, your Cthulhu mythos. Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's okay. We're never going to roll this, right? <laughs> I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> yep, you've got no idea what this is. But it's only three. It started at one, and I got two on the last bit. No, mine's definitely four. I definitely had... I don't know where I got an extra point from, but... It's because yes. you failed the reality thing, I think. How... Oh, how um... This one is called The Great God. It's striking, isn't it? The symbolism of the three legs. Three legs? I thought it was a tail. No, no, it has three legs. (laughs) I can see why you'd see that, though, from the picture, to be fair. Roll your pow hard. Oh, no. It's only a matter of time, isn't it, going through these paintings? Uh, oh, um, Boom. Nice. Wait, hang on, what have I done? You have fucked over the NPC bubble, is what you've done. Yeah. You've managed a critical failure on a skill that has 90. Hang on, I'm going to have to reload Shadows of Yogg's I popped 
the chat bar out and I can't pop it back in? I didn't oh. do that. No, but did I? Okay, it's back now. Okay. Uh, Stan is like, I'm just going to go outside and get a bit of fresh air. I'll, I'll be right back. Okay, Stan. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I should not have done that. Oh, right, there it is. Okay. I didn't pop it out, I hid it. Okay, Stan has lost five sanity and run away. Damn. But it's it's something, isn't it? The imagery, the the wonder of this piece. I almost want to hear what this creature has to say to us. Are you sure it's not just saying? I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it's saying. It, it it looks like someone's just like created a monster out of Earthworm Jim. <laughs> it does a little bit. It's quite similar to another piece, however. Did you want to see that or just still see them at random? Let's mm, just see just going at random. I'm okay with the random. Roll a d6. Yeah, I can click that one. Four, one, two. Ah, now this is one of his true masterpieces. This is called the Purple Dome. Ah, I've been looking forward to this one. Hmm. Now, I have it under quite strict confidence that the three figures in this painting are real-life people who have explored this structure. Hmm. Well, there's two women in it, so it's not us, look. Yeah, it's not, I don't think it's... I no. think it's something that's happened, not something that's going to happen. I've, I've got a partial match on who the Oriental woman might be, but I don't know who the other two might be. Ah, so who who is the Oriental woman then? They say it's famed treasure hunter Chai T. But Chai T. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes, Craig did. <laughs> no. Wait, you made a character called Chai T. Not real name. It's a pseudo name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know who the other two people are but it's fascinating (laughs) isn't it how did this come to Shipley's mind how did he imagine this place well your Cthulhu mythos aww sad Sooner or later, one of you is going to roll it. Yeah, that's what I fear. Um, it's a roll your power at hard as well. <sighs> oh no. It's alright, it's not a crit. <laughs> it doesn't always have to just not be a crit to be bad. Get under the Nathan message. Oh. No, but this is your sign to walk away. <laughs> I 
two flinties. Oh, that's one too many. Yeah, my, I... <laughs> no, that has been disintegrated. It might be worth turning your mic off again because you just went completely while talking. Uh, mic video. I don't see his video. How weird. Talk, Flinty. Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can. Yeah. Oh, you can now. Yeah. Wait, can, can, can you or can't you? <laughs> can. Can. I can hear you, Flinty. Notice how I didn't give you contradictory answers. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Flinty. He spoke. <laughs> um. Okay. This. This. So this picture shakes me a bit, and I sort of look at it and say. I recognise this place. You I've seen it in my dreams. Oh, I haven't seen it in my dreams, but I almost like to imagine that I've been there. But then again, our, our dreams are windows into the subconscious, after all. Maybe you have really been there in your dreams. I was going to say, if it's, if it's a window into my subconscious, I would have had to have physically seen the place. Very strange. Ooh. Ooh. Wibbly. Wibbly. <laughs> wibble, 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 wibble. I'm not put off. I'd like to see the next piece. Well, roll a d5. No, not a 5d, a d5. One, two. <gasps> oh, now this one is one of Shipley's sketch pieces. This is the snow oh. beast. Yeah, this one's not so wibbly. It's a bit basic compared to his other ones. Yes. It doesn't quite have the same depth as the others. The imaginary creature, however, the six legs, the, the horn, it still has a certain prehistoric terror to it that his other works don't. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't draw you in like his his usual works though? It's just a sketch. I assume it's a sketch for a larger piece he's working on mm, that we yeah. haven't seen yet. But it's still a fascinating piece. Well, I I, just, I suppose it holds more more of a value by virtue of being an an earlier sort of conceptual piece before it becomes part of a bigger piece of art. I see that point, but I can't wait to see the finished piece as well. Imagine what that must or will be like as it draws mm. us in. Definitely. Are you ready to see another piece? I am. E4? Uh, yes, please. I'm just preparing something in the background here. <laughs> Your doom. Welcome to your doom. Uh, you rolled a three. Uh, what did I get you to roll? A d4. Yeah, so... 
One, two, three. There we are. Ah, now this one. She pulls open the curtain. I want to hear your impressions of this. <laughs> you want to hear my impression of it? My impression of that would be. <laughs> Roll your Cthulhu mythos. His head's opened up. No. Start rolling low. You shall not get us. Oh, we'll get you eventually. Isn't it... It's it's wrong, isn't it? And yet, at the same time, I want to know more about this creature. Yeah. It's definitely wrong. Roll your pow at hard. Pow. Oh, it's not hard. Oh, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> the joy. But I got you with the pow. Sanding or a luck roll, generally, they all crit fail. You can. You can spend luck, but you'd need to get it under 32. Oh, okay. Ugh. You did need a hard pal. That's 35 luck to spend. No, you're alright. <laughs> did we win? Anyone there? I'm typing. Oh, no, messages. (laughs) Oh. I prefer it if we won. Okay, I'm off. You're off. But I might be back to the hell of the Pharaohs later. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> lose two sanity marriage you, you you go out to find stan downstairs on a balcony you're wow. alone george's with alexia she smiles at weak me. constitutions there not everyone can stare at these masterpieces now there are two more in the public gallery and now that i have you alone george's <laughs> there is one piece that that I will only show a true connoisseur of Shipley's work. And I can feel in your heart that you have allowed his wonder into your worldview. I have indeed. Would you like to finish the main gallery? Or skip straight to the true masterwork that is waiting for you? I know which one you're going to show me. Fuck you, Ash. <laughs> Let's go to the masterwork. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to the blue light from without. Now, this one won't pop up. You'll have to open oh. the gallery. I have to do a what? Open the journal, and it's in Mythos Tomes. Uh... Whitaker's artwork. 
Walker's, Walker's artwork. Yeah. The Blue Light Without. Yeah. Ooh. It's called The Blue Light Without. Is that moving? It is. Ooh. And it's actually doing that in the picture frame. She literally takes you through the room at the end of the gallery, and it's just as canvas in a frame. And as she pulls the cover down, you can see this in front of you. Call your Cthulhu mythos and then roll me your sanity. <laughs> Wasn't the one I thought you were going to show me? You thought it was going to be well, didn't you? I did. Thank God, I thought that was the sanity for a second. <laughs> now sanity, yeah? Yes, please. Oh, fucking might as well have been. <laughs> you lose four sanity as you stare at this. Jeez. The fact it is just canvas. And you touch it, and it is canvas and paint, but it is moving. It's like just just for a second, it shifts and then snaps back, and shifts and snaps back. But it's mesmerising. It is, isn't it? This is yours, Georgius. It's mine. Hmm. He points. She points to the signature. From Arthur Shipley to George's Nagelmackers. 1926. Okay, that's creepy. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Why, why does he have a piece for me? Because you are one of his true fans. The same way he had a piece for me. But he wouldn't have known me. It is yours, Georges, to do with as you wish. I'll have it shipped to your house here in New York. Mm, yes. Ship this wonderful painting so everybody can see it. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Georges, not every being can withstand the majesty of this artwork. Only share it with those you truly trust. Oh, no. <laughs> Put it I in Jenkins' room. I trust all of my friends. <laughs> Oh, you're going to hang it opposite Jenkins' sick bed to cheer him up. <laughs> Would you like to see the rest of the gallery? Well, while I'm here, I might as well see the rest. There should only be, what, another two pieces? No, three pieces, I can't remember. There are two more pieces. Okay. Uh, the Ancient Storm. Now, this one isn't for sale. This is the piece... He wrote for me. Ah. me. And as you look at this one, there's almost a flicker as if the lightning strikes are glowing. It's quite a terrifying picture. It is, isn't it? It speaks, though. The majesty of nature, the impermanence of humanity's structures, even something as ancient as the pyramid is. You see it, mm. don't you, Georges? I do. And now there's this final piece. The Well of Light. Oh no, Uh-oh. this is the one. The one. Oh God. You recognise that well, Georges. Is that the well? <laughs> exactly to the notch in the... Uh, the rim. Oh wow, that's freaking me out then. Sanity check. <sighs> Whew. 
you don't lose any sanity, but you are definitely that is the well. How is it possible for Shipley to have drawn it exactly? Wow. Yeah, that is freaky. I've got to say, out of character, these are actually nice pieces of art. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Most of them are fucking called Cthulhu War Books and Plot Books. A few of them are from the internet. And the the, the blue crystal without is um, from Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, ah. <laughs> I must have this painting. Name a price, Georges. You know how the <laughs> galleries work. Wait, I have to name my price. How much do you want it? How much will you pay for this? Uh, what did I pay for the last one? About three grand, I think. Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? I would pay probably four and a half grand for this piece. Then it is yours for four and a half grand. <laughs> I will have Fucking it out. with your personal piece to your home. Excellent. I would... I think I would also like the purple dome. And for this piece, I would pay 3000 Then it is yours. I spend too much money. Roll your credit rating. <laughs> oh, come on! Ah, no paintings for you! Or well, I'm just going to have to pay more. It's not a critical failure, but um, you're not going to be able to get these until tomorrow now because the banks have closed. Yeah, what? yeah. Shame! <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, you've got these two beautiful, three pieces of beautiful artwork that are coming your way. Oh, no. And as it's nearly 9.30, that feels like a good spot to stop this Cthulhu adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you leave the dark tower for home, didn't um, didn't Mary want to try and get the <laughs> the elder Ferris? I don't know what a plan was for that painting. I don't know. I like it. All right. If I had, mis- I'm not sure. Obviously, I haven't seen the ancient storm, so that one I don't know about. Though that's quite nice as well. Mary, do you try to buy the elder Ferris? Yeah. How much do you offer for it? Two and a half. She'll sell it to you for three. Can I haggle or not? Roll your credit rating at hard. She'll only sell it to you for three. Okay, sell it for three. Okay, Michelle buys the Elder Pharos. Excellent. Uh, Flinty, did I come back to you and have an adventure with you? No, I said I was on my way to the Historical Society. Yes, you did. Um, well, before we finish, I will come and, and do your Historical Society learnings. Uh, roll Thank me you. your credit rating to get inside. Oh, here we go. This will be the end of my adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spend two luck. You managed to get them to let you in to do some research, and you're researching the castle, right? Yes. Which I figured because 
it's right next door, so surely they've got information on it. Because uh, 112. All I know from here, yes, built by a French nobleman, now owned by John Bodine. So I guess who is the French nobleman and things like that? Okay, uh, you start to research. Roll me your library use. Library. Again, three luck. Okay. You're giving me a bit of luck today so I can afford to spend it. Yeah. I spend three luck. Okay. Um, There is no record of who the Frenchman is. It is, however, known that he built the castle... And in the 1700s, it was discovered that he'd locked his daughter and her illegitimate, illicit lover in the dungeons. After the discovery of this, the French nobleman returned to France, leaving the castle uh, empty for a while. The daughter inherited, apparently, but she then sold it. And it passes through several more hands... No one seems to keep it for very long. There seems to be this almost like melancholy pal over the castle. Like, no one is ever truly happy there. In the 1850s, it is bought by John Bodine. But he has recently sold it after his daughter died in the castle. Um, it is now owned by the Queen's Lumber Company, who are using it as offices, and the like. large grounds outside, up against the river, are being used as the Lumber Company marshalling yard. Okay, so, built in the 1700s, the guy locked his daughter and lover in the dungeon. He left for France. It then passed through various hands to John Bodine. Then he sold it when his daughter died. And it's now part of the Queen's Lumber Company. Uh, yeah, roll your library use again. Hurrah. You find something in more local news. Apparently, um, the lumberyard employees have been complaining about crying spirits hammering sounds, and strange happenings in the castle. Now, quite a few Lumberyard employees have given interviews onto these supernatural happenings. And the Brooklyn occultist, Waldmon Rayner... Sorry, what's his first name? Waldmon. W-A-L-D-M-O-N. It's like a bloody Pokemon. Waldmon. <laughs> Waldmon. Rayner. Rayner. R-H-A-N-E-R. And he, he was... He's a yeah. Brooklyn occultist who is apparently investigating. Okay. I need to write all that down. And that is what you find out about Castle Bodines. It doesn't have a nice, fancy restaurant with uh, meat, then? It does not currently have a fancy okay. meat restaurant. 
Man, I would kill for Bodines. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to go to Bodines and have Craig nearly kill us. uh, Trying to park. They do take away. No, they don't deliver it down this far, sadly. And I can't really travel to Tower Hill to collect it. Anyway, um, yes, Flinty, you have learnt some interesting facts about Bodine's Castle. Uh, Craig, I will write up a dossier before the next Cthulhu game in February with the stuff that um, your researchers get you, just so you've got time to read it between games, so you're not stuck in the game reading a load of stuff. Sure. But I will wrap it up there for today. Cool. It has been good funs. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry you nearly died, Craig. <laughs>